0: hey everyone and welcome to comics from the multiverse episode 194 i am peter and joining me as always is matt hey what's up and connor's here too yes yes i am there's a DC Comics podcast every week we get together to talk about DC Comics that have come out. Uh, this week we'll be discussing Batman Pennyworth R.I.P. Issue 1, Superman Heroes Issue 1, Superman 20, The Flash 88, Supergirl 39, Batman and the Outsiders Number 10, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy Number 6, Hawkman 21, The Terrifics makes a return to the show with Issue 25, and Dollhouse Family Number 4. So, packed week of books, but it's also Monthly Christmas because it's Solicits Week, so strap in, folks, because we got the May solicits. And not only is it solicits week, it's like a big solicits week because the start of two big event level things are happening in May. So Yeah, and there's at
1: least one book that's cancelled that we'll talk about.
0: Yes, yes, I'm sad about that. More than that.
2: I also there. want to point out that, Pete, you could have just said are, Pennyworth R.A.P. I don't think there's going to ever be a number two.
0: <laughs> Look, one shot's always say number one, okay? What do you want from me? Yeah, no,
2: you could have but, just said Pennyworth R.A.P.
0: I say that, there's literally a one shot in this list that doesn't have an issue one at the end of it but that's just because they're being <laughs> there weird you go. that's because so, they're being weird It's the.
2: I'm just saying, it's not like this is like Secrets and Origins <laughs> number one, where we could do it I mean, I'm pretty sure even if they bring Alpha back, he's not gonna die again Oh, if, that's what Didi wants me to think. So,
0: yeah, I'm on to him. If they do, like, let's say he comes back after 5G, we've, we've rebooted the universe a little bit, you know, people have come back from death, and Alfred's back. I hope if they do kill him again, just to make you wrong in this conversation, they do an issue called Batman RIP <laughs> issue, too. <laughs> yeah. Or worth R.I.P.H.D., you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's DC Cups Podcast. Uh, so we've got a lot of books to get through. We've got solicits to get through. Uh, so we will forego the small talk this week because it's going to be a long show anyway, even without that. Uh, okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll get diving into the, the meat of the material here. So, big week. So we knew that we were getting an announcement this week for Metal 2, right? Which, mm-hmm. you know, at the time, that's what we're kind of referring to it as. Um, I don't know if we knew that last episode. I think it was after last episode we got the you know Snyder teased the image. Uh, it said the the announcement was coming on Wednesday or whatever. I think we
1: were kind of expecting it in this batch of solicits, given that we had the the chainsaw tease at the end of that Justice League issue. Yeah, but we
0: didn't. It was after the the show though, where he said that oh, an announcement was coming on Wednesday. He specified the day. I think so, yeah. I think that was new. So, uh, so we got the announcement proper on Wednesday. Uh, as they always like to do, they like to give uh, some of the big announcements before the solicits hit. There's two big ones this, this month. Uh, there's actually a few things in the solicits that weren't announced at all beforehand, so that's all. That's always exciting when you go through the solicits, like, oh, some surprises in here. Uh, that's always nice. But, obviously, Dark Knight's Death Metal issue 1 is the big, well, first of the two big stories uh, from these solicits. Uh, I'd actually forgotten that Metal was called Dark Knight's Metal. I'd completely forgotten mm. that was the full title of that. Mm. Um, and especially I'd forgotten it was spelt without the K because it still looks weird to yeah. me. I'm like, well, I mean, at least this one makes more sense because it's not Batman-focused. But, I mean, yeah, the last one was.
3: Justice
0: so. Yeah. Odd. Yeah, yeah. uh, well, Wonder Woman, uh, the, the saying's the, the lead of this, the, the, yeah. the sen- central character of it all. So. I mean, she was the first image with the Chainsaw of
2: Justice, so... Mm-hmm makes sense
0: um, as you yeah, do Yeah, uh, so this is starting in May six issues uh, it will be running monthly but will take one month off in August they're planning for a skip month which actually I remember Metal One doing the exact same thing uh, if I, I think a it may even have been off
2: stuff in between there
0: Yeah, but Way I think it here. I think it was literally August though last time as well I feel like for some reason August is sticking out in my mind as being the month that they skipped I wonder
1: if we because did we get a one shot in that month before I think we did uh, probably, yeah. Maybe we'll announce something in a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, Close to no. the time. We didn't know about that till much closer to the time as well.
0: Pro- pro- presumably whenever the solicits for August uh, dropped.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so I'll read the, the, the description here for, for issue one I've got on the solicits. So obviously this is Snyder and Capullo, which we knew. We knew we were going in and that's, that's who it was mm-hmm. going to be. Uh, so get ready for the Earth Shattering Encore. The legendary team behind Dark Knight's Metal and Batman Last Night on Earth take center stage and reunite for one last tour. When the Earth's enveloped by the Dark Multiverse, the Justice League is at the mercy of the Batman who laughs. Which, you know, I'm sick of him, but it does make sense that he's the final villain for this, at least,
1: so... I just, I hope this is the capper. I hope this puts him away for a long time. I feel like it must, and not just because, I, you know, I want it to be, but, like, that feels like the the natural arc of that story, right?
0: Yeah. No, it does. Uh, Humanity struggles to survive in a hellish landscape twisted beyond recognition, while Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman all have been separated and fight to survive. Unleash the beast and let the headbanging begin. So it sounds like we're getting kind of, like, an apocalyptic, like, full-scale no-man's land of, like, hell on earth kind of stuff
1: Con- Connor do you know much about death metal uh, I've listened to my fair share
2: give, give us a, a soundtrack <laughs> that's post apocalyptic like who oh, what uh, bands hmm.
1: I'm gonna have to go away and make one up I'm gonna make a Spotify playlist later last, okay. t-
0: last time they actually made an album for metal so I yeah. mean they might do it they, yeah. <laughs> they might do it again yeah.
1: there was actually some but really was, good songs on that
2: yeah, yeah yeah, but like I guess they could have Mastodon back because I know Macedon did one of them
1: They're they're pretty
2: pretty ethereal, that would that would fit.
1: Um, Yeah, I don't don't know too much of death metal. Some Slayer, they're borderline death metal. Yeah, Um, Sepultura maybe. Okay, Mm -hmm. I definitely
2: want to hear Raining Blood while reading this, so that's fine. That works for me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: Uh, worth mentioning this is a $4.99 book which is not any longer but even the regular covers are cardstock so they're doing all yeah. cardstock covers for this which is why it's so as much as I'm at the, at the point where I kind of expect events to be that dollar more expensive anyway at least it has the cardstock cover now it'd be nice to have the choice to get the cheaper version without the cardstock well, at, but... at
1: least they're like trying to seem like hey we're at least giving mm-hmm. you some extra value not just it's $5 well, yeah
2: well and I'm also willing to bet that there's not a lot of ads in this if any very possible. It's a big event mm. book, so it could be thirty-two full pages of story
1: and art. They've so. been pretty good at letting Snyder and Capullo have a lot of extra page count without charging yep. tons more. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I would be,
0: I would bet you money right now that issue six will be oversized with no charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm actually, no, I'm not going to bet you money. It's not overcharged because it depends how much bigger it is. I mean, could end up in it could, if it's double sized they'll charge more for it. But yeah, I could see it. Well, it's like, like a
2: dollar more. It's, yeah. like, last Night on Earth wasn't that much more number three than the other two i don't remember what it was
1: no I think but... it was like an extra dollar or, t- or so. Yeah, but it was yeah, like it was, a lot extra pages it was so... double sized yeah
2: so yeah no but no this this
1: is very exciting
2: just just not even the title because that, that's pretty rad that they actually are calling it death metal but what it means for snyder i guess this is his last hurrah with the uh, you know superheroes at dc for right now for, so, a, for,
0: yeah, for a while yeah. I, it's sort of thing where I can see him coming back in like five years after a break where he's just doing indie stuff for a while I can see him sort of <laughs> coming back and doing like at it's, some Green Lantern like, run or something but... it's
1: interesting that there's, there's been hints of him doing maybe some JSA stuff right. and you know if that's after this book I wouldn't be too surprised if he does get straight into doing a JSA but like it's been yeah. okay yeah. clean slate this is the end of uh, you know these last you know 10 years or whatever it's been of Snyder at DC yeah, right, admit, and it won't be where...
2: a big huge story it'll be more, more how I enjoy him. Like yeah, him admittedly,
0: when I said that there, I completely forgot that there were teasing the JSA book. Like, yeah. like like literally last week, we were talking about that. But I mean, I guess with that, it's like it's set in the past. It's very separate from everything that's going on the current DC continuity. So even though it's going to be relevant to continuity because they're reshaping all the continuity, it's going to be in its own little bubble way back in the past. It's not going to be you know yeah. shaping yeah. everything uh, as it goes. Now, you know, Metal 1 was enjoyable, I thought it sagged in the middle and, you know, did have some of those Snyder problems, but it was, for the most part, pretty fun, and maybe he works better in a six-issue event than he does a 39-issue ongoing, because <laughs> he tried to sustain that feeling of eventness for 39 issues and it got kind of fatiguing. But, uh, so we'll see. But uh, some cool covers for this, you got I'm, Art Germ and all that on there for the covers. I'm looking
1: forward to this, though, a lot. Like, in yeah. the sense that I don't expect a big, deep story out of this, mm-hmm. but... I expect to have a very fun time for six issues and if it's fun and you know, has some nice art which it's going to uh, then I'm gonna be happy yeah mm-hmm. so
0: moving on then to the other big thing this week which I, I would say I'm more excited for uh, just because it's it's you know a bit more about DC's universe going forward as the generation one shot so obviously we know we're building to 5g so we're getting one shot is,
1: is it G5 now
0: it could be G5, depending on what they end up or calling Or
1: it's 5G, it. or
2: it's Generation Mystery, or whatever the hell they're dropping on us.
0: Yeah, so what they're doing here, so it's interesting that metal starting in May, it'll finish in November because of the skip month. Uh, these Generation One-Shots are also starting in May, they're starting in May 27th, uh, and they should finish uh, in September. The fifth one should be in September, so there's going to be five One-Shots. Uh, so the first one is gener- just Generation 1. It doesn't even say Issue 1, it just says Generation 1. So presumably we'll get Generation 2, Generation 3, so, so if I could tell you what they're all going to be. Uh, not called, because it, d- it does appear to just be Generation 1, Generation 2. But and they so all on. have a subtitle. that yeah. is not on
1: the official yeah, not on the number, cover. but it yeah. is on the covers, yeah.
0: So Generation 1 is Age of Mysteries, mm-hmm. and then we have Generation 2 and presumably Dune, which will be called Age of the Metahuman. human uh, so you can sort of already see that's a Silver Age sort of really mm-hmm. coming into it. Generation 3, Age of Crisis speaks for mm-hmm. itself, Crisis mm-hmm. and Infinite Earths, so that kind of era. Uh, Generation 4, Age of Rebirth. Uh, I'm going to ass- assume Modern. that includes the uh, the New 52 stuff as well sort of yeah. as-, as the era.
2: I, I, that, that's like pre post-crisis pre whatever this new thing is.
1: That's that yeah. era. But, I mean, Age of Crisis is presumably Infinite Earths through to Flashpoint. Yeah. And, well, no, um, oh, no, 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 uh-huh. no. No, Go no. Ahead. Oh, no, no, you're right. I, I thought Connor said
0: something else. I, I thought he said Infinite Crisis, not Infinite Earths. Uh, yeah. I was going to correct him. But um, I, I could see the argument that Age of Rebirth starts with Green Lantern Rebirth, because that was the first big Rebirth thing. But I, I would assume, though, it's going to be Flashpoint to you know with the new thing to, to now yeah yeah uh, and then generation five is age of tomorrow which you know is vague enough for us that we don't really you know
1: yeah yeah and so, obviously we spoke last week about the the new co- the, the free comic book day generation zero which is gods mm-hmm. among us
0: yeah so that's obviously going to be a setup for this luckily scott labdell is not listed for any of these uh Strange. going forward so he's only on the zero thing small, small mercies right yeah uh, i will read this news article here uh, about this the whole announcement uh, not for this is not from the solicits although the solicits i'm sure has some of this in there as well uh so dc's going to roll this out uh, these five one-shot stories, which are, all, for all the record, at least the first one is, as I assume the rest are going to be the same. Uh, 48 pages at $6, so they're just over annual-sized. Uh, fair enough price for the page count you're getting. Uh, makes it feel nice and meaty. So, uh, they're written by a brain trust of uh, uh, writers. Uh, so it's going to include Brian Michael Bendis, Dan Juergens, Andy Schmidt, Robert Venditti, and Joshua Willemson. Uh, are going to be among the writers here, with art by Doug Mankey, Brian Hitch, Mikel Yarin, Ivan Rees, David Marquez, and more. Uh, that is a pretty fine list of artists. Uh, the,
1: mm-hmm. the and more is the only little bit that concerns me, because all the rest of them, it, it correlates to one team per issue, right? Yes. Um, and I think the solicit for this one is just Mankey on this one. Uh,
0: that's what, I think that's what i just go back to the solicit. Uh, it says... It actually isn't as clear because it doesn't have the usual bit at the top. that just says, it just says, uh, all-star team of writers and artists. It, this list is actually a little bit different than normal.
1: Okay. Maybe it's in this article that said the main story then. And maybe yeah. that's where I'm getting it from. Yeah, I, I'm
0: expecting it's going to be a main story and then some, like, side stories about other characters set in that time period. Yeah, it could be. Um, but presumably the point of all this is to sort of, like, set in stone what the continuity is right now so i imagine all the stories will have a purpose in that way so mm-hmm. that's all establish, okay what superman's origin was what wonder woman's origin was uh you know what you know captain atom was the time if he's relevant you know maybe not him maybe someone else but you know yeah so i think it's super interesting for that so uh generation one age of mysteries uh with uh that's just written by andy schmidt with the lead artist being doug mankey so you know again so this seems to be a lead story and then other stories within uh, that will have different art. So, presumably all the ones he told us about in that first bit are all uh, the headliners, which... I would assume so, yeah. Which is totally fine with me, because... In fact, Doug Mankey... Well, it's probably even to Brian Hitch, actually, in terms of expectation, but May- Mikel, yeah, and even recent David Marquez, I'm pretty looking forward to all their mm-hmm. uh, turns, for sure. So, um, so, here's DC's official announcement, the description. Uh, what was... What was the previously undocumented Big Bang of the Age of Mysteries? Which character truly ushers in the dawn of superheroes, inspiring all the rest? What was the real reason behind the Justice Society of America's retirement? Which Golden Age hero became history's greatest villain? What contentious alliance kept the Wayne Family dynasty alive after Thomas and Martha's deaths? Who are the new, never-before-seen well cards that will be instrumental in fashion DC's push to the future? So... A lot of big things are setting up here with these generation one shots. It's kind of exciting having this and Metal kind of running alongside each other, and it definitely Mm -hmm. points to December, January being kind of the real kickoff for whatever 5G is going to be. So that's pretty cool.
1: Just a little bit that you just skipped over. It mentions that this first one shot uh, will have covers from Jim Chung and Gary Frank. And I know Gary Frank was teasing uh, Mm -hmm. something on Twitter this week where... It looked like a, mm-hmm. a Wonder Woman and JSA sort of outfit. I wonder if that's just the cover for this.
0: It could be. Uh, that would fit with this, yeah. Uh, it says it'll focus on Golden Age characters such as Wonder Woman, Alan Scott uh, as Green Lantern, Jim Corrigan as The Spectre, Terry Sloan as Mr Terrific, Lucius Fox, Alfred Pennyworth and more. Is this going to be a young Alfred and Lucius, I assume, then, since we're in the past? I
1: yeah. don't would assume so, which, yeah. I mean, immediately is changing this timeline in an interesting way, right? Because we've heard Mm. rumours about how okay, Batman is going to be older by the end of this, right? Uh
3: Um,
1: And that plays because, I mean, it depends how far back we're going with this, but
0: yeah, if they're using metal as the thing that, you know, at the end of it, that rewrites the timeline, and that's what creates this new continuity. It shifts. It, yeah, it's interesting that we're getting the all the, the pieces of what the new continuity is as we're reading that, so that when we're ready to start right. the new stories going forward, it's already in place. And,
1: and that's if it is in metal, because, again, there was rumours that that Snyder and didn't want to include all that stuff in his story. Oh, sure, so, so there might be Yeah, but in, yeah.
2: if... Remember how the last one, the last metal finished, mm-hmm. and it led... Led into yeah. justice, so <clears throat> I think it's capable of that. I just, it is. I mean, it's yeah, the type it, of stuff that I get excited for because if they're rewriting it, and I feel now it's like a puzzle. It
0: could like. It could just as equally yeah. be a couple of months' event uh, in December, January that does the actual crisis-y part of it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that, that sets all this up, but uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're putting all the pieces together as we go uh, of what this new continuity is going to be, which is exciting, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how they, they do all this, and presumably Batman knows, like, he comes out for the first time during the age of the Meta-Human, uh, during the Silver mm-hmm. Age. I mean, I could be wrong, I mean, but... I, well, I just,
2: you know, that's the contentious alliance that keeps the Wayne Family Dynasty alive. Yeah. Right? So so we know that they die here. So is that Lucius and, and
1: Alfred about Bruce or, or what? Right? It's hard to say, isn't it? I, I want to assume it's at least partially Alfred with someone. But contentious? I don't see that being Lucius. Uh,
0: is, is I mean, is there a Batman and Superman in this Age of
1: Mysteries? Uh, Superman, I'm going to say no. Um, yeah. I don't think so. I think Superman comes a little bit later
0: because we have Wonder Woman yeah. who is with the JSA, and that to me says that there's no Batman or Superman until Silver Age right. time. But I mean, right, and we'll
1: I, that means Bruce
2: can still be around, right? If his parents die here,
1: oh, you could be a know. kid. Yeah, you could be a kid just yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Matt on that. I think that yeah. we, we might have that there. Um, it's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah, you and can they be a come kid
2: of age in the Age of Crisis,
1: right? And that's the first.
0: Yeah, he can be a kid just now, and then obviously by the time he's actually Batman-aged as, you know, yeah. age of uh, metahuman, is what they call yeah,
1: it. Yeah, because like, like you say, we, we know that, that Thomas and Martha are dying during this time period, this bit, because, you know, we're, we're dealing with something after their death. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, Batman probably is going to be age of metahuman that he debuts. And other
2: stuff too, the Justice Society's retirement, like, are we doing the McCarthy thing? Oh, where cool. they're pressuring them to reveal who they are, and they just decide not to, so they retire anonymously, and some of them keep going, like there's an incredible kind of vibe. That would be a nice play.
0: thematic link with Doomsday Clock as well, you know, with the tensions right? about metahumans, like the mm-hmm. idea that the JSA were, you know, forced into retirement because of the, of the right? way people were treating them and wanting them to reveal themselves and the political side of it. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. It would definitely carry so, some of those themes across, which is
1: cool. Um, yeah,
2: And like, what, what is the Generation Zero playing into this about gods walking among Men, like, is that new gods? Is that what we're talking about? No, is this...
1: that's the uh, the Wally West as...
2: shenanigans.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're, we're not talking about that. You brought it um, up. No, but uh, yeah, just like, what, what does that mean going forward? So, this is all very exciting. This this reminds me of those, like, those images that DC used to put out that were thematic. So there was like a like a I always used to use them as a background on my computer. But it would be like the who would wear the cowl, right?
3: Hmm. And there's
2: all this different stuff, and they weren't meant to. This is exactly how it's gonna go. But these were clues for where the story was going, and this feels like that. Or Rip Hunter's um, chalkboard, also hmm. you'd see pop up from time to time. This feels like that. So,
1: no, I'm I excited. get. I get this is exciting. I think for me, I'm more, I'm more excited by metal in the sense that. I feel it's more of a known quantity, so I know what to expect, so I'm excited mm-hmm. based off of those oh, expectations. Yeah. <laughs> this has a lot of room to go horrifically wrong. I feel, it be terrifying.
0: I feel like I'm more excited for this for the exact same reason. <laughs> like Because it's a known quantity, I know what to expect, whereas this is exciting because it could be different and there's so many big no, things that no. could set up.
1: I get that. I think this, this is absolutely more intriguing and has the potential to be a lot more... Uh, whereas Metal, like... I, I'm expecting I'm going to have a lot of fun with this book, and I'm enju- I'm excited for that. Whereas this, well, I'm excited to see what happens, and you know the the mystery of it all. I, I'm a little bit scared that it's all going to go horrifically wrong, and and it's going to be a train wreck. Hey, that's I just the- hope I
0: don't
2: get popcorn on my fingers, you know, popcorn butter, while reading these because I'm excited for both.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a uh, Generation One coming out. That's the final week of of May. Uh, that's on week four so uh that do what's nice about that is you know i feel like you know with doomsday clock even though it wasn't every month we had this main event for a while i feel like uh metal and generations will give us a a couple of main events uh, each month
2: and it feels like this is the metaverse at play at this point now because Mm -hmm. if if someone like wonder woman's going to be there from the beginning and she's the first and she's aware of all these changes or whatever you know like you know, I, I have zero reason to believe that other than just headcanon. But why make her the first if she's not gonna have some part yeah. going
1: forward throughout history? So I think, I think that is maybe the one thing that does lend some credence towards Metal 2 kind of spiralling mm-hmm. into this in that, that Wonder Woman's a big part of that book and is you know, they're saying oh she's the lead and yeah. obviously she's the, the linchpin for the start of this.
2: Right. Well it's almost as if like Perpetua and yeah. that, and that Diana has a hand in, re, I don't want to say reshaping because that's not something Diana would do, but if, yeah, like Connor said, she's the linchpin of it all, and then so whatever happens in metal, I, I mean, with Diana that's what causes her, you know, with the timeline shift.
0: Yeah. It could, I mean, it could be something she does, not because she's just being hubris and like, oh, I'm going to reshape things. No. It, it could be something where she's forced into, a, well, you have to realter the timeline because things need to be fixed. So right. she just has to... The universe
2: jo- is broken. Joe's funny it's about
0: it's is that I think that if there's any influence from the success of certain movies, the idea that we're getting all this Wonder Woman being the centre of all this mm-hmm. could could very well be in part kind of inspired by the fact that she's definitely the most popular movie character the last few years. Yeah, um, which is not a complaint. I, it's I, honestly Wonder Woman is overdue to be the centre of something like this. You know, yeah. Batman and Superman have you know done this multiple times where they've been the centre of big events and things like that. Mm. So uh, it's not no. a complaint. It's just in- if it's a nice excuse to do it, but.
2: Well, and and that lines up with Wonder Woman eighty four. So why not give her more spotlight if her movie's out?
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, she's you know? got a new movie coming out. a yes, good point. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense. Uh, so yeah, uh, so moving right to some other stuff here. We got a mini starting in in uh, May, which I mean, it says it's a digital first. Although this sounds like it's the print release. Is it already been out digitally? Or uh, is it... No, the, the Let me just
1: find the other article I had on this that, that is it, had. Is it releasing an advance digitally? I assume? Before... It is coming out digitally uh, in April. Okay, so it's a little bit in advance. And this, is, and then this is the print. I assume it's like the old, the digital comics that they used to do where it was every three issues of the digital got collected into one Yeah, print. but it, I'm sure it was much later when they did that last time. That, by this one, it
0: sounds like once three are out, they're going to put the issue out. And it just uh, I that think way. it'll be
1: slightly later because they, what they did last time is they, uh, they, they were you know, pretty close at the start because uh, you know, by the time this issue came out there was maybe five out but then by the time the next issue came out there was like, okay, there's like nine and we're only on you know issue six so, so it kind of slipped further and further as it went on Okay, well this is Batman The
0: Adventure Continues this is continuing the animated series universe uh, with Paul Denny and Alan Burnett rating with Ty Templeton on the art and so it's a six issue mini well, at least in physical it's six issues obviously in, in yeah. digital that'll be uh, So it'll be 18 18, yeah because uh, you get those like, little $1 chapters digitally. Uh, because Assuming they're doing it the same way. Assuming, yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, that always annoyed me because it felt like such a short chapter that I, I, I wish they just gave me the full issue as if it was print. <laughs>
1: it's, it's frustrating because uh, I've actually been reading through Injustice recently. I started mm. that. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously those short chapters. Um, and they go in so easily. Like, you can just sit down and read one. It takes, like, you know, less than five minutes and it's like, bang, done. Uh, but and, and you're just it's dangerous because you're like well I can just get one more in and then yeah, oh and no. no, just one more,
2: well and then and then you add into that Tom Taylor mm-hmm. and the yeah, way he writes yeah I need to get back to that I have other stuff I've been catching up on I need to get back to
0: injustice I, I, yeah I almost would rather wait for a, a trade for the digital stuff just because mm-hmm. I don't know why we didn't like, it's annoying having so many little chapters like to click through. I just it bugs it me. It is.
1: I will say they are formatted slightly differently because in the digital ones they're all formatted for, so each page is one like landscape uh, page, mm-hmm. right? For a screen. Um. So when they put that to a physical print book, they do have to kind of reorganize it and and shrink it. Yeah, slightly. I'm.
0: I'm not saying reformat it. I'm just saying I'd rather give me a full single issues worth of content. Mm. So that it took that same time. To well, read. I would
2: say, Pete. Well, then th- this is for you because if it's getting a a dig- uh, physical release, mm-hmm. you just get it then, right? You don't oh. have to get the digital first,
0: right? Well, yeah, but I don't, they're not going to put the digital version of this up. They're going to—it'll just be the original digital versions that are up. I won't have the this this version of it on digital. This. Well, well
1: this then is you got to get into the lazy. store. Yeah. Le- it's, it's, let up. me get this. Let me just get this right. You're concerned you don't want it reformatted like the print version. You just want to have to click. Next issue, Once. less times. Yeah.
0: No, I just I just don't I have to buy so many little bits. It's just annoying. It's, I mean, not, it's not laziness. Same. It's not I laziness. Mean, it's just annoyance.
2: Pete, Pete, actually, if you buy, if they do it three chapters, if one of these is is physically is four dollars, and each of them are are ninety nine cents a piece. Uh huh. Eh, right there, you're you're coming out ahead. <laughs> so just you're saving money. All, all I gotta say. Here's I tried this with the the Batman Beyond that uh, Higgins was doing because it was an actual sequel to to the the series and my patience ran thin just because like what Pete's talking about getting the little pieces piecemeal yeah and and I said I'll, I'll come back to this and I've never
1: gone back
0: That's I got awesome.
1: through like. Basically, two issues worth.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just it's so piecemeal. It's just annoying. Just and
1: buy it once every month. Just buy you know three yeah. or four chunks at once. We get once a month and then I, read them like that. I mean, sure. It's just I,
0: I, I'll forget though. That's the thing. I'll forget that it exists by waiting to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just that's what it is. Anyway, uh, so that's Batman and the Adventures. Continue issue one. Um, just uh, Templeton.
2: I didn't realize this till I just googled. That's the original artist on the Batman Adventures book.
1: Um, yeah, like, and they're actually reprinting yeah. that. Uh, it's yeah. it's right at the bottom of the solicits. I don't even know if we'd we'd end up getting to it. Um, yeah. They're actually reprinting those single issues for one ninety nine. Um,
2: That's cool. Yeah. Huh.
1: All right. Uh, next up,
0: uh, I mean, obviously, April, January through April all had at least one of these. So. Uh, Why not one for me? We have an 80th anniversary, 100-page, super spectacular, this one for Green Lantern, uh, which has got stories written by Jeff Johns, uh, Mariko Tamaki, Um, I'm actually kind of excited about that, Pierre J. Tomasi, Jeff Lemire, Rob Venditti, Denison Neal, Sina Grace, Charlotte Fullerton, Ron Mars, James Tynan IV and others, uh, with art by Ivan Reese, Fernando Passarin, Daryl Banks, Mike Rell, Rafa Sandoval and others. And... It's a shame even Van skyver is such a piece of shit because you you know he would be Don't on this list. Don't say his name. It's
1: like, it's like Beetlejuice. Don't. He, he'd be on. He'd be on and it with would for me.
0: It would be, but obviously yeah. You know, but that...
2: we're, we're fine. We get Ivan Race now. Plus yeah. I, I prefer
0: Bridges born to
2: to that other guy. Anyways, uh,
0: um, and also and he... it just
2: pisses me off that I had to take down that Rebirth poster. Oh yeah. That I had because just out of principle. Um, I got it.
0: I got it. Yeah. Uh, like so as with all but, of these we have all the decade variants i'll just read you what those are as well 1940s variant by nicola scott 19- that one's
1: that one's actually really exciting because it's the same one that she did for you know like the batman superman wonder woman with mm-hmm. all the costumes um right. but it's actually a regular cover now and not uh exclusive to a store that's cool. Right. Uh, 1950s by Matt Taylor. 1960s by Doug
0: Mankey. 1970s by Neil Adams. 80s is by David Finch. 90s is by Philip Tan. 2000s is by Ivan Reese and uh, Claire Albert. And 2010s is by Jim Lee and Scott Williams. So, some names you'd expect in there. So,
2: so the Jim Lee and Scott Williams one, that's the one that looks like a Star Wars poster? Because that, uh. that, that's the one that I want. It's got, it's got Jessica Cruz on there. Is that yeah. the Jim Lee one? I Don't that, know that is a little gem,
1: no, I would have thought
2: so, but that she would only make sense in the 2010s, right? Like,
1: if they're going to go, to go I mean, by that logic, they've, they've got her on the uh, the Nicholas Scott one, which is the 40s, and I think, okay, yeah. Well, whoever this one is, uh, um, that's very that's nice. The one I'll be, that's yeah, that's a nice cover, be me and Matt, we, we got done dirty because guy got stuck with bloody finch. <laughs> and it's,
2: he looks like a genuine madman and that that's okay. Honestly, um,
1: that fits
0: I, his character. Man. That fits his personality, quite frankly, that art. Um,
2: so I said I wasn't gonna do these anymore. Oh
0: that and that, then they go and do this? That Kale cover's yeah. quite nice actually. I like the Kale one. Is that
1: the, the Tan one.
0: I presume that's yeah. the nineties one, yeah tan, yeah.
2: And then they go and put all my favorite people on uh, one of my favorite
1: characters. So the the big hal, uh, you know, with the holding the lantern in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's the fifties by Matt Taylor.
0: Yeah, it looks silver Agey. Yeah, that one looks quite nice. The I'll it,
1: first say, uh, the good first one on that list that we're seeing. Um, that's the Don't... the monkey one Mankey. for the sixties. Yep. Um, obviously, the 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 Neil Adams ones uh, is the the John and, oh, and here, Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Nicholas Scott one's really nice. It's not on that list, but if you just go on her no. Twitter, you can see it. It's got the uh, the, oh, the new the one in the far sector as well. There. Yeah. So who's that <coughs> one? <there?
2: coughs> oh, that's not the Jim That's Ivan Reese. Is
1: that? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea who that one that Matt likes is.
2: Yeah, I although I like the Ivan Reese one too because this is my era, right here. Yeah, of course. In one in in one image.
0: Yeah, so this is, uh, as before, $10 books on the 20th of May. Um, what the good news is that it's actually kind of balanced out, because the week's not that busy. There's one other sort of bigger issue of that week, and then it's actually a really late week, so... Um, it does actually work out quite well for us in terms of our schedules. So, uh, yeah, Green Lantern 8th anniversary. Uh, it's nice that they are including all the lanterns, of course. Hopefully, they all get a, a chance to shine. Um, I'm actually, obviously, Johns is expected. is expected. Vendetti's even expected. I'm really excited about Tamaki being in there and uh, Lemire. So, um, I'm yeah, surprised I'm Humphreys does as
1: well. Yeah, I'm surprised Humphreys isn't in
2: there for for his
1: Green Lanterns. He could run. be. It does say and others. Yeah. Yeah, it does,
2: but the fact that he's not, you know. Like yeah. I don't know who Charlotte Fullerton is, but if you
1: know, <laughs> maybe true. you, you know. Actually, yeah. that, that, I think that's uh, the only name I don't recognize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, Tiny's got some sort of Green Lantern thing planned. Maybe that's why they're they're, they're putting them in here.
2: That's again. I'm I know forward. he was very excited. So. Because You know who his lantern is.
0: No idea. give he...
1: uh. Given when he you know was reading a lot of the comics, it was. Probably Kyle guy or Kyle. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. Because he's
2: he's a Tim Robin guy. We know that. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah.
0: He's,
2: we, he's a little bit younger than I am.
0: But that and that, so. that that's Kyle era mainly because that's yeah, the nineties.
1: So. Is. It is.
2: Uh, I mean,
0: I thanks to Tomasi, that's who made me love
2: Guy. So it's not like mm. I'm, I'm an anomaly there. I should be a Kyle guy, but I'm not. So.
1: Yeah, but Kyle's a chump.
2: Look at that yeah. mask. Yeah,
1: Glorious mask. mask. Glorious the crab only mask. Kyle I like Ion Kyle. Perfect. He's got the yeah. domino mask. It, it is just a fact that the collar is better than the crab mask.
0: No, collars yes. suck. Collars are the worst. Actually, we'll talk about the new Batman suit <laughs> later, but collars are terrible. We don't want collars. Alright, uh, moving, <laughs> moving on, uh, so a of the more regular books now, we've got Batman 94 and 95, uh, Gillen March is still on the first issue, but luckily 95 he's off it and Jorge Jimenez is on it, so hopefully uh, that, that sticks. Uh, we have a one shot sequel to Lemire's uh, Joker Black Label book, uh, so Joker Killer Smile uh, we've been working through, uh, we've had two issues of that so far, and May there's going to be a one shot called Batman the Smile Killer by Lemire and Sarantino. Uh, And this is going to be a $6, uh, you know, prestige format, 32-page book, like the previous issues. Uh, So this is really cool. I mean, I wonder if this leads to another book after this. Like, does he keep continuing this universe? I'm really
1: intrigued, because this one, it talks about how, you know, young Bruce Wayne grew up watching the Mr. Smiles show that we've Mm. kind of been getting stuff of in in the main book. Um, I'm really intrigued to see how this kind of plays out. Because it's, it's, obviously, it's very different to a standard Batman mythos take at this point, but... I mean, it's a black label, continuity thing. Do whatever you want, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah,
2: well, yeah. No, it's made me think that Mister Smiles in the the Fiend Firefly Funhouse seem very common. Like, if it's a <laughs> corrupting influence and whatnot, I'm not reading this book because I didn't like the first issue all that much. But yeah. I read this going. Oh, man, Bruce, don't get... Don't.
0: So, uh, (laughs) next up, not that we're really going to talk about this much, but just to mention, we're wondering why Wilson's... uh, You know, The Dreaming got cancelled when Wilson was announced to be taking over it. Uh, Unsurprisingly, they've just announced it as a new issue one. It's called The Dreaming Waking Overs issue one. So this is G. Willow Wilson's uh, take on that book, uh, which we knew was coming. It is a 12-issue series, which, honestly, most of these books are lucky if they survive past 12 issues, so it makes sense just to plan it for 12 issues in the first place. Just do it as
1: a maxi. There, There are chapters in a larger tapestry. So. I get where Pete's coming from but like all of the other uh, you know, um, Dreaming Universe, Sandman Universe stuff up to like the 20s by the time of this they're all still going. Mm. I mean
0: that's fair, I, I just mean generally speaking a lot of the books now that aren't the big characters do tend to be lucky if they, they make it past no, anything. No, I get so. what you're
1: saying but like you know the Dreaming was the first one that was actually cancelled I think and that obviously got to like 20 before this then you know started straight back up on the next issue
0: so I, I don't know we'll see we'll see uh next up event leviathan checkmate issue two bendis and malieve continuing that looking forward to it excited uh not much to say great, to say. great uh, question cover
2: rather. we got a
0: couple of new mini series that weren't announced in advance uh, we got man bat issue one this is a five issue mini and dc usually does six issue minis, so it's a couple of five issue minis here which is interesting uh, this is written by dave uh Wilgos and art by summit kumar uh, i'll read the description here. For years, Kirk Langstrom has struggled with the monstrous alter-ego Man-Bat and the serum that transformed him. But he's finally hit rock bottom following the devastating setback, and he's going to take out his anger issues on every single citizen of Gotham City. Will the combined might of Batman and the GCPD be enough to stop Langstrom once and for all, or will this just be the start of Man-Bat's devastation? So, uh, just
1: interesting. Something interesting on that is, um, it seems to be very different from where we are with Mamba in Justice League Dark. I don't know if this mm-hmm. is telling us maybe that's going to change in that book or this is just set whenever.
0: I can see that's just been set earlier in the days of Mamba. Yeah. I can see that being a thing. Kind of uh,
2: like give him back to being a monster. I like the it's... werewolf aspect.
0: Yeah, of, of that's, that's hand what hand it out. sounds like. It's, it sounds werewolf story esque from the sounds it, of it. it
1: does, but it talks about how he's finally hit rock bottom following a devastating setback, which makes me think that could actually be something that's happened. It, it just
2: could spin out. Out. Yeah, like him playing with magic happens, you know what I mean? Yeah, sets him back. I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm okay with this.
0: I will say At I, first, I like both covers first, actually. Yeah, both covers look good. <sighs>
2: So I don't, I don't want to lose that version of Man-Bat that I've grown to love. But on the same night I, I love werewolf stuff. So, like, we, there, there is
1: room for both, you know? Yeah, this sounds like a really classic Man-Bat story, but mm-hmm. we haven't had that in a long time. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm but, okay with this.
0: But it's a classic Man-Bat story that seems to be kind of from his perspective, which is maybe more unique than just, oh, Batman's yeah. you know dealing with yeah, Man-Bat yeah. again. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, the other five-issue mini that's starting in May and this is actually tying into Bendis' stuff, uh, and it's interesting because yeah. Mark and Draco left Supergirl. I mean, you know, we weren't really sure why at the time, but maybe it's because they had this plan, so he's doing another thing. and all, This is a mini-series tying into Event Leviathan. Uh, so this is Manhunter's The Secret History, issue one coming out in May, uh, with Mark and Draco writing with Renato uh, Geddes on the art. And we have, you know, Kate Spencer, Manhunter on the cover here. Nice, nice cover, actually. Uh, the art's quite good. Yeah. Uh, and this is a five-issue mini starting May 13th. Here's the description. After the revelation of Leviathan's true identity in the pages of Event Leviathan, Kate Spencer and earlier Manhunter must go on a quest to uncover just how deep Leviathan's plans go. What Kate didn't expect uh, is a conspiracy that goes back to the very beginnings of DC's history. Unearthing the past to save the future, this is Manhunter's The Secret History. As an award-winning writer Mark Draco returns to his classic crime fighter in this his has he written my heart before that's just to me yeah uh,
2: and draco the uh, created kate spencer
0: oh i didn't know that fair enough <laughs> yeah, yeah. We,
2: we, i went over this pete thanks for listening i went over this when we were talking about event leviathan we
0: talk about so much stuff matt i can't remember it's everything so... well, that room is everything yeah. what's your excuse
2: yeah i, also... I do remember myself when it comes to dc continuity yeah right? I, so
0: i'm trying to maintain like so much movie stuff in my head and tv stuff as well as comic <laughs> oh, books here
2: there's there's your first mistake. You gotta cut all out for you know,
0: <laughs> make room for one. and For me, it's comics. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just turn to nothing but comic book content. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about anything else. It's easy. It, uh, it's
2: quite freeing, except when you're bogged down at work and have you know, two massive size books to read and yeah. zero time to do it, and it makes you very cranky.
0: So oh, yes, yeah. uh, so I'm excited about this. I, you know, I, I love. I think Draco's Supergirl was really good. It did a nice job of complementing what was going on in Superman. I think this could really mm-hmm. help complement what Event Leviathan well, revealed.
2: And we know that he's got a lot of affection for Kate Spencer, so this this book will be. I mean, I'm very excited for it.
0: Yeah, and I've certainly never read anything that focuses on Kate Spencer, so it'll be nice yeah. to actually have her as the the lead of a book. Uh, mm-hmm. Which for me is a first, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Carter's not going to read this
1: it's it's kind of frustrating because it sounds interesting but then it's like all of it is like oh look it's all, look how it's tied into Leviathan I'm like uh
2: yeah but I think for the greater DC universe and what you know about Leviathan from listening to us ramble
1: uh, I don't you ramble
2: uh, well never mind then I retract my previous statement
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, next up strange adventures issue three so we're at th- issue three of Tom King's book so again 40 pages five dollars as the previous issues were uh, so pretty cool uh, covers are, are are interesting here they're very similar both covers have a very similar hey. pose what one's like two guys you know it's this uh, head button head button and the other one's like a kiss between uh strange and presumably his
2: wife so that is that the shader one the blue one?
0: Or is the Garret's the uh, the blue one? Uh, is that a, I don't know. I think uh, the shadow's the blue one because the other one looks more Garrods-y to me. But I could,
2: yeah.
1: Honestly, they're, they're not as. There's no watermark or yeah. signature. Not... Uh, Garrod's posted the blue one on his Twitter. Oh, really? So
2: that might be his. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, I That's him. It's got his. It says Mitch on the bottom.
0: I genuinely thought the other one looked more Garrods-y. but I mean, yeah, I see yeah. the
2: Mitch. Well, and maybe yep. And then you have. Uh, the Shainer up in the top, like look at the headband, who I'm assuming is Strange.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: oh, I see it. So, yeah.
2: but if that's the point that they're kind of mimicking each other, so they'll cross mm-hmm. over at a certain point, then I think that's kind I of th-
1: cool. But Do you know, what I think is a lot of it is the colors on Shainer's the the blood mm-hmm. splatter looks like yep. it looks like Mitch's colors. Oh yeah, yeah. and I, th-
0: I think Shainer's image the coloring does not look a Shainer image at all.
1: No,
2: no, because no. it's not as flat like Shainer's because Shainer's like always is that poppy soft borderline watercolour
0: feel yeah
3: mm-hmm.
0: so
2: so anyways I'm going to have to be getting that blue cover because that blue cover looks amazing oh sure I uh, should yeah. be surprised though because it is Garrett's
0: yeah uh, okay. next up there's some unfortunate news man Action Comics 1023 still has John Romita Jr. on art <laughs> uh, on the upside we must be getting near the end of the arc by this point he must be ready to go <laughs>
1: I, I think you're underestimating just how quickly Ramita Jr. can churn out a, a, a full month's issue.
0: No, no, no. It's a, come on, June, baby. June's going to be the, the good news month. June's going to get rid of the bastard. Let's do it. I
2: guess it's the same story that I'm not enjoying, and then I click on the cover, and it's got the really bad fucking
1: grod again, and...
0: <laughs> oh, my God, Superman's face can't. on... the Yeah, the Ramita <laughs> Jr. cover. Superman's face is something else. That's
1: such a step down from what is... Quite a nice variant, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, the variant's really pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah that's actually comics. Uh, Aquaman sixty, still Kelly Sue. Good news, uh, that's still ongoing. Um, Do you
2: see what they named the baby? I don't want to yeah. spoil it for anybody. And um, um, I love this. So I I would it, have
1: put an I at the end, but instead of a yeah. Y. But other than that, sure, sure.
2: It just it plays into to what Kelly Sue has been doing from the beginning. So, yeah. I just, the fact that it plays here, and, oh man, I just really love Aquaman right now.
0: Uh, next up, we got Batgirl47, uh, Stelby Castellucci. It's uh, tie into Joker War. Yeah, it's tied into Joker War. And which, the Solissa. The, Cilici- stop? the is very, uh, you know, it doesn't say much. It's just uh, the Joker, like, Knock Knock, who's there, the Joker, the Joker who, the Joker who's here to have a nice chat with Barbara Gordon, which obviously is...
2: That's not even a good knock-knock joke!
0: Well, obviously it's not, but the the whole point is to make you think of Killing Joke, right? Because that's literally what happened. He was at the door. So, um... So we're tied into Uh, Joker War.
1: that's that's the thing.
2: Can we stop having Batgirl tie into things? And let me get back to enjoying it like
1: I was before? You say that, but the thing that it's doing now is instead of the City of Bane epilogue. So, I mean, I might have preferred the City of Bane epilogue.
2: Well, judging from what we got in Alfred R.A.P., maybe... But I just I forget who said it on Twitter is like, can we just get away from Joker right now between the Batman Who Laughs and, and now this, this Joker War, like let's just put him on the shelf for right now. It's a lot of Joker. Um, I
0: can't argue with it, it was a yeah, lot of Joker. Yeah.
2: You know? And like this, like let I understand but with with Joker showing up and Joker War with Babs and their their history, but we get one of these it feels like at least once a year
1: it kind of does yeah, yeah. right and it's so, not really been that
0: it feels once a year it's really more like every two or three but it feels once a year yeah
2: but it feels so yeah just let it let it, just let move it, on like, yeah. yeah back when batgirls one of my favorite books because it felt so independent of you know it was bad but she was you know doing her own thing and here it just seems like now between year
1: of the villain and this it feels yeah. like we've got about six issues between year of the villain and then into this mm-hmm. and you, you just feel it like it's got no agency of its own.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, on the upside, this, is, this seems like it's going to be a one-issue thing. Uh, yeah. So we'll yeah, see. I that, mean, that's a
2: benefit, but still.
0: So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we got Batman now, so there's number 13. Brian Hell, we got Gleb Melonkov in the art. Hopefully that's just the one month because Dexter Sawy has been absolutely phenomenal in that book. So.
2: Yeah, but you've, you've been reading the Buffy stuff. It says Gleb Melonkov is from Angel.
1: So what's that art like, Pete? It's actually kind of similar to so stylistically yeah it is
0: actually um i mean so I, so I had one issue off before between uh i wasn't even i mean because this book's been so serialized that it didn't really have like an off like story but no. um it did have one issue off between like you know six and seven or whatever it was uh or six and eight i suppose would be the accurate uh, way of saying that but like um so hopefully uh, but i mean hey you know melankov has been solid on angels so uh, I can't necessarily get upset by it either uh, Batman Beyond 44 uh, i still going with Dan Juergens that book just will not die <laughs> so, but
2: uh, I love what happens here it's playing with its own mythology so like that's pretty cool
0: yeah uh, I don't mean that in a bad way I mean I'm happy for people who no. like it that it's still going uh, yeah. Batman's Grave number 7 that's the Warren Ellis book issue 7 to 12 so i still going uh, we
2: Frank Whiteley go. Frank variant which um, yeah
0: that is nice
2: uh, i don't
0: like quite these art so so here's one that came out uh, kind of randomly here batman secret files issue three so we're getting like a, a batman one shot uh with stories by tiny in the fourth tying into the main book obviously uh vla uh mariko tamaki again i'm happy to see her just name doing up. work
2: in gotham huh
0: yeah uh dan waters uh, philip caddy johnson also writing uh, with art by summit summit kumar uh, andy tong rally rosmo uh uh, John Paulion, oh John Paulion, I do like, uh, and Victor Ibanaz. So
1: uh, Sumit Kumar, that was on the Manbat book. Yeah, so yeah. I wonder if I looked that's, up their uh,
2: art, and it's very, very. um What's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Van Leviathan.
1: Maliv. Maliv.
2: thank you. Okay, that's It's cool. very Maliv-esque. Um, so yeah. if it's if it's the right one that came up, Sumit Kumar also a Indian cricketer. So it was a very difficult uh, Google search because even if I put in comics, I was getting stuff for cricket. So... Yeah, oh, pretty I'm funny. pretty sure that's what it looks like.
0: I'll, I'll, read, yeah. the, I'll read the uh, solicitor for this here. Spying out the pages of Batman, discover the origins and motivations behind the cabal of assassins who have come to Gotham to stop Batman from enacting his plans to save the city, including Deathstroke, Cheshire, Merlin, and the new threats of Mr. Teeth and Gunsmith. Oh, we need to find out about Mr. Teeth. I'm, oh, I know more about Mr. Teeth. Uh, what brought this team together, and who's uh, who is the frightening enough to boss uh, Deathstroke around? It's five killer tales from five killer creative teams in this miss issue honestly as far as tie-ins go i think this is a really smart you know way of doing it just
1: have a one shot with a bunch of short stories related to what's going on i'm a little frustrated that this isn't just in the main book if you're doing like hey you know who brought this team together this is all about that i feel like this should be part of the main book
2: no because i I feel like whatever it's going to be like i get the tie-ins there but i don't feel it's going to be that important this is just they're yeah. selling people. This is why you need to buy. I don't think it's no means reading comics. I used to fall for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just if if we're matching up the creative teams, I don't like that. It seems that Tamaki is with Rosmo. Cause...
1: I wouldn't necessarily assume they're in the same order that we yeah. see there. Um, okay. That said, oh Rosmo, I did. I kind of blanked out when you said that uh, uh, reading the list.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ros- um, Rosmo's not one I like, but I mean. Uh, I mean, Kumara, if it's a Malieve Lake, I'll be into that. And I do, I know I like John Paul on, So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm into that. Uh, so, uh, I'm mean, kind of into this for what it is. Like, it's, it's like I think as far as tying into things, go, this is not infecting other
1: books. This is just giving us a nice little optional batch of stories. Yeah. It will be extremely low down on my priority that week. So, if, like, if I'm running short on time, I just won't bother with this. Sure. Because uh, it doesn't like immediately excite me. I'm like, eh, sure, it's there. But, yeah, you know, if I've got time, I'll read it. If not, oh well. Yeah, I'm definitely
0: reading that. I'm, i If nothing else for the tiny and Tamaki stories, I'm definitely there. Uh, so that takes us uh, to Batman and Superman number ten. That's still going. Uh, no Marquez on the art here. I don't know if that's a permanent change or whatever, but Clayton Henry's on the art. Uh, so that's cool. Um, I'm just actually reading the solic. I'm just glancing at the solicit here just to yeah. check if it's uh, still heavily tied into things. It sounds like it's doing its own thing now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's the atomic, this is the skull, atomic skull, skull. skull. Yeah, so that's good. Uh,
2: Cal- so I I clicked on the cover before I had read the thing mm-hmm. to solicit, and I got excited that I thought there was a new Monsieur Mala in the brain. But it's just ultra humanite. So I I thought <laughs> that they had combined them and I was like, ah, oh, that's rad. But I mean I know that's
0: on you, I think, about this in this case. It
2: is. Um can we can we let Connor read this one?
1: Which one?
2: this solicit this for the next book?
1: No, sure. no, no. Shut up. Please, please. No, no. no. I know what he's getting at. Just carry on, Pete. Uh, I don't no, know what he's Nothing, nothing at.
2: happened.
0: Matt, yeah. explain yourself. So we're talking about Catwoman 23 here. Matt, explain what's going on. Yeah.
2: Well, hold on. I want Connor to read who's who's writing Catwoman 23.
1: Uh, Blake Northcott.
0: No?
2: And? He's got some help there. It's a uh, team.
1: Yeah. yeah, he does, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, who uh, is it? Sean Murphy. Yeah, so... Connor went to Twitter when, when this was information was released saying that it's got a cover by Sean Murphy, but there's no confirmation that he's writing it. And me and James both looked at it and went,
1: bud, it, it's in the top line. Yep. I don't know what happened with my eyesight that day. <laughs> uh, I think I blurred and read because the art by is, uh, you know, right, almost right underneath where Sean Murphy's name is. And I just glanced at it and huh? was reading like diagonally somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. I even like I read yeah. that like five times before I was like, I was, like it doesn't say it. I, I, I was convinced. My brain just was right. not seeing it. So, I uh, curious. Are,
0: are you guys curious to check this issue out based oh, on I'll Murphy? I'm this issue. Okay, yeah. well, that's a straight answer. I'm, I'm
2: getting this issue. I'm not going to catch up. Like I, I tried with Terrifics. Oh, sure. Right? Just but jump in. I will check this one out just because Murphy... Um, because I enjoy what he's doing with characterizations in White Knight, so I'm wondering how this version of Selena in the modern continuity, because we haven't gotten Selena at all in White Knight. So. No,
1: it'll be interesting to see how, because this will be a much more traditional, like normal version. Mm-hmm. I assume he'll still be playing those. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is a two-part story as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, I might jump on as well uh, for this issue. Yeah, like...
2: That cover. Is everything that I want. And
0: that one story. Is, uh, The Murphy one or the other one? Because the other one's quite nice. Uh, the Murphy well. one.
2: I mean, it's, it's got her in her animated series esque costume. Which, yeah. That's true. a plus. Um, it, it looks like it's got drones, you know, putting spotlights down. Like it's a, like, you know, those old it, 40s it kinda remi- movies. It, it kind of reminds you of the blips. blips from
1: the animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then what looks like a, a castle that she's going to have to get into. Mm-hmm. So I'm... Um, I'm
0: here for this. So uh, next up, Detective Comics 1023, which uh, is following on from Joker War. Bill, mm-hmm. Uh When did uh, I keep? I, I think I've said this like the last three solicits, But when did this go single shipping? Because I feel like it wasn't when Tomasi took over.
1: It definitely. No,
2: it was. wasn't when Tomasi took over. It's fairly recent that it's
1: gone. Yeah. Okay. No, just just still getting the best variant covers though. Yeah
0: sure yeah yeah uh, good stuff uh flash 755 and 756 of course coming out uh flash age uh going there so uh is what it is uh genlock seven we'll really talk about that green Lantern season two issue four is coming out Uh we've got harley quinn 73 still sam humphrey's writing that uh hawkman uh, that,
2: yeah that frank cho she's holding a title belt and I clicked on it, and I'm like, wait, do I need to go back and read Harley? Cause <laughs> she's involved in a wrestling league, and I kind of want to. So uh, I'm, I'm, that might be a thing I do if I have time.
0: Oh, uh, we'll see. Uh, Hawkman24, vendetti with uh, Pissarin and Albert on, a, on art. So, more of the same? I'm,
2: a, I'm
1: here for it. Yep, yep. I'm here for it, Dad.
2: I think that's the variant here. Um, that is a fantastic variant
0: yeah, yeah they're, very inter- nice. they're really nice yeah uh, just like dark twit the interesting list james 10 the 4th with Ramby on yeah someone
1: writing. asked him about this on twitter he said uh that because the Ramby is using like his loose ends and kind of broad note strokes mm. he's still oh, getting cool. credited as co-writer as uh okay. you know um ideas and story rather uh, and then Ramby's getting you know plot and script
0: that's fine yeah
2: uh, so That's like, cool. i'm always looking for reasons to drop books just to have more time and I was like, oh, I might be able to drop Justice League Dark, but by May, there's no way, because the Parliament of Life is concluding, and,
1: you know, yeah. they got Animal Man there. See what comes next, right? Yep. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, then next up, we got Justice League 46 and 47. Uh, Zermanic was on 46, which is pretty cool. Uh, only one issue of the two, though. Admittedly, lazily only one, but yeah. all, nice all the same. Uh, the cover by Clayman is... Pretty nice. Uh, it is
1: nice. I prefer the 47 Gary Frank
0: cover. Uh 47 Gary Frank, aye, okay, that's also beautiful. I think. Like, you know I like about that Man cover though? Is that I think it's rare we see Wonder Woman with her hair tied back. So it's actually just kind of unique looking well, on top of it being is, cool.
2: In, yeah. she looks physically imposing.
0: Oh yeah, she's right? mostly a shit.
2: Like, that's one of, I always say, one of my favourite moments in, in DC is in New Frontier when one Woman stands up and she's taller than Superman. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's just this physically imposing warrior.
0: No, she looks in really... Here, that's
2: the vibe I'm getting. She it's looks really built,
0: but not in like, a silly Rob Leifield Captain America way around no. like that. Just in a proper... No, no, no.
2: Well, she looks like an MMA fighter. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Like, she has that... Yeah. No, she looks yeah. badass. That's uh, cool. And the regular cover, again, by uh, Gary Frank is also really nice.
1: So... It just, I, don't, I don't think that one's anywhere near as nice as his second one, though. No, that,
2: that's the sure. with all the dragons, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: is that dragons or is it like a Ghidorah style thing with multiple necks?
2: Know, it could be a Hydra, but they look like I mean it looks like a like a dragon to me. They're coming from so. the same
0: place though, right? They're all coming from the same yeah, body.
2: It, yeah, but I I was looking at the thumbnail, Pete. So it looks like multiple dragons.
0: <laughs> Ghidorah although there's more than three admittedly, but still Ghidorah
1: <laughs> Yeah. There's at least there's four. Uh, Four and then there's at least one cut off as well.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, so there was five. Alright, nice.
2: Well, and we know if it's a Hydra, two more are gonna grow up, so there'll be, you
1: know, six.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just the Odyssey 21, somehow that book's still going, so fair enough. Dad, i there, get a paycheck. okay always say that. Free
1: like, Starfire. <laughs> free stuff.
0: free just a cruise. We get
1: the solicit and just go, Yep, still not cancelled. Yeah, uh, Legion of Superheroes number seven. You know Bendis and
0: Sook. Go, just go continuing as on. Um, I'm just looking at those covers. Uh... I like both of those actually in different ways I probably yeah. like the one that's all their backs turned to the camera as it yeah. were really nice Really, I, I'm lights. not a big fan of on that
1: up. one I like the variant a lot more
0: no nah, I like it it's really stylish and it's just got a nice uh, sort of lights or like well, sci-fi lights feel to it I like it
2: well there, there's that and it's it's kind of funny because they have their hands up and mm-hmm. we all know where that story is going with the Legion being in trouble so
0: yeah, yeah. um, uh, it's very it's something very even though it's like obviously police force or whatever like it's, it's arresting them it's very close encounters Either way all the lights are shining at them uh mm-hmm. number 11 that book's almost done uh mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool uh blue, blue 255 i'll just gloss over that uh metal men number eight so that's trucking so lot. so that new look
2: that we saw with all the animals apparently that's the animal gas gang which that is my new favorite name for anything and um my my group that gets together to go to taco bell that's our new name <laughs> we, we will be the animal gas king.
0: Uh that's nothing. The, uh, and, and the new Picard this week and uh, introduced Romulan warrior nuns into the the mix. So I just
1: wow. quick, quick <laughs> reminder, so I like, like, some people have like hey you know the, the, uh, a group of people that will get together and play D&D with or you know watch a film <laughs> thing. Matt says, let's get together and go to Taco Bell.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to eat Let's let's be real though. Uh at, at my age now there's not a lot of getting together with other people. Yeah. There's Hey Ash, you want to go to Taco Bell? No. All right. Well, I'll be back. <laughs> that, that's, that's where it is now.
3: Um,
0: I yeah. know that uh, Nightwing seventy two. Uh, Was I want to point out the the solicit here because it does actually seem to be hinting that he's going to be becoming himself again soon. Yeah. It says Dick Grayson has learned the truth that fixing his identity lies with none other than Barbara Gordon. He must go to Gotham and find Batgirl, and then there's a the whole thing about how he runs into uh, Punchline, and the Joker's that's new henchwoman. Right.
2: Um. Have we talked about what Tynan has said on Twitter about Punchline? Uh, about she's how...
1: absolutely just going to be a villain.
2: Yeah, and that with with the popularity of Harley Quinn and where she's at and where she started, he, he likes the idea of J- Joker having a henchwoman. and that. But Harley's so popular, you can't turn her back into a villain because she has her own Character, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's
0: something that kind of bugs me actually. Is that there's certain characters who we're not allowed to have as villains anymore because there's such a big fan base for them now that we're just not allowed to do it because yeah. that fan base will just be livid if you do it.
2: Well, it's not just that, it's she's kind of blossomed into her own to where she, you really couldn't change Lois Lane into a villain. No, it's At kind of funny point, though, because I get what you're course. saying.
1: Like, you'll get into that point with like Poison right. Ivy where,
0: yeah, probably, yeah. well, because that was the whole thing with Tom King's Batman run, there was that story where she killed someone. And the weird yeah. thing was is that it wasn't even she killed someone present day. She killed someone back in the early days of Batman when she was definitely okay. supposed to be a full villain, and people got really upset about it. And I'm like, okay, oh. I, I don't have a problem with her like growing and having a redemption story, but you're going to be mad that she killed people when she was supposed to be full on Poison Ivy. Well, more
2: on that when we talk about Harley and Ivy. Sure, yes. that's definitely brought up. Yeah, yeah. sure. But
1: it's, it's, but, it's interesting how like, you had characters like Riddler who was going okay. straight for a while and then went, "Ah, screw it, we'll just mm-hmm. make him a villain again," and no one batted right. an eyelid.
0: No, no. Uh, it's, it's a certain so, type of fan base I think that gets really upset uh, with that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, but
2: with what I like about what him doing punchlines like, well, no, this is a she's gonna be distinct. She's not just gonna be Harley 2.0. She is gonna be different uh, in her own ways. And reading from this, it sounds like there's a lot of black humor and deadpan humor. And not to say that she won't become a Harley where people gravitate towards her, but I definitely don't see her, you know. Having a fun book written by the Harley team, you know.
3: Yeah. In
2: the next couple of years, so that's yeah. all. But so, so I think I like this addition, you know, that Tynan's bringing to the Bat family.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, just not say I have a problem with certain characters becoming more heroic or whatever. Yeah. It's more just the reaction if we do a version of a story where they're villainous again. It's like it's, it's fine. Well, <laughs> like- and
2: and James brought up too, uh, in in our in our Facebook group that i guess in the arkham games it's really the only straight villain version of harley
1: we've had in the last in terms of years. vicious evil villain yeah like because mm. in, in animated series she was you know th- there was moments of redemption and, and lightness yeah. you know, mm. thrown in there it was always you know she was swayed into it whereas the arkham games are no no she's terrible
0: yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, well, I think Ivy's a better way to discuss because Ivy, there definitely was a time when she was just a villain. Like, there was no redemption yeah. to her. It was, you know, that's something yeah. that's well, came. It wasn't that long ago either. Yeah. No. So, didn't have it. well as... this
2: week. She, she's an outright villain.
0: So... <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't read that book, so yeah. I'm, I'll find out a bit later. Yeah. Uh, next up, red 2 Dollar 46 uh, Connor's favourite. Yeah. So. Still not the final issue. You know, going... You're laughing
1: at You'll read yeah. the next one too, mate.
0: Just the next uh, one, though. Just the next one. For now.
2: Yeah, man, they're going to Kurok, though, so I was, you know... <laughs> uh,
0: like, next still, up, I guess. Uh, it's Shazam 13, and it's prime yeah. time, Matt. It's prime time. Uh, it can is... I just say how much I love that variant cover of the Shazam family? Yep.
1: It's nice. It's glorious. That,
2: that needs to be, like, not that Shazam Whoa. would ever get a... Uh-oh.
1: Hol- Hold on a sec. What? what, what? There's only one artist.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so that I is. I my
1: mic was go. going, so
2: I stopped and did my mic thing mm. because Connor's sweet. Um, well, get the good thing S- be
0: is that, that probably has reset it so that it won't happen now for at least like an hour. It, it
2: was yeah.
1: probably going to go soon anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah Anyways.
2: Not that Shazam would ever get like a criterion collection, but <laughs> if it was going to get one. That would be a nice cover for the Blue oh, ray Oh,
0: sure, yeah, I got to say I was going to say, is this because Parasite just got announced to be getting a Criterion? <laughs> He's like, no, watch Shazam! He get a Criterion. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just saying, like a, a, like a super special edition, you know, and, and it gets brand new artwork for the slipcase. For, slip for everyone
0: watching the video, if you can see my Universal Monster busts there, yeah. which came with like an old box set, those shelves underneath that are the, my Criterion collection. Uh, no one cares. Collection. Some people Yeah, they really
1: do. <laughs> Some people care.
2: That's when was the Last
0: time you you added one to that last week. That's been a while. That's been a while since I, I bought a Criterion, uh, but mm. that's because I've got the Criterion streaming service. So it's less necessary mm. by <laughs> Criterion Blu-rays anymore. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so she's thirteen is a thing, um, and that's actually been kind of consistently coming out. Uh, you know, after yeah, that period since, of delays. Since
2: the... Delay
0: of the delays. Yeah. Then, I mean, I think uh, one's been pushed back a week, but that's not really that big a deal. You know, it's been mostly hitting monthly. Uh, and Suicide Squad, issue six, uh, by our Lord and Savior Tom Taylor, uh, coming out. Uh, the big news here is that Supergirl 42 is ending with issue 42 in May. And this sucks. I'm not, you know, thrilled about this. Uh, my hope is, is that... I mean, obviously, it sucks because Jodie Howser really just got started and I really wanted her to have an nice yeah. long run.
1: Jo- Jodie Howser only exists on this book to to, to cover between writers. I know.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's not it annoying because it happened last time as well. Uh, yeah, that's why you said that. So, I know, I was I was just clarifying for the audience who might not got the reference. Making people feel included. Uh, so, this is... um. I, my hope is that this is because they have plans for her somewhere, and not just because oh the book's just not selling enough, so it's just cancelled, and that's where the last we're going to hear of right. her for ages. I'm hoping that it's because oh there's actually plans for a to Five G, or there's plans for and something, uh, yeah. you know, if they're doing the thing where someone like takes over like the various books, like maybe she takes over Action or something if Superman's disappearing for a while during like Five G. I don't know. Like I, I have no idea. I'm just speculating because I, I I hope yeah. it's not because she's just disappearing for years. Yeah, yeah, that'd suck.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I'm not even reading it, but I, I wouldn't want that. I know there are a lot of people who are enjoying this book, and yeah, you know, it, it's it's no fun just to have your your favorite character just vanish like that. Well, yeah.
2: especially because it's been more like the voice that that Hazard brought. It just it feels like an amalgamation of all the Supergirls I enjoy, mm-hmm. and the fact that we're only getting you know what, six issues of this.
0: Something of that, yeah. Like, <sighs> Yeah, and then, because, I mean, there's other characters where, like, you know, when Batwoman got cancelled, not that, I mean, yeah. I'm not as upset about that by any means, because, you know, the book was only okay, but, like, since that got cancelled, she's basically just been someone who shows up for a page sheet there in the background of Batman books, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't really have a presence beyond yeah. that. Yeah, uh,
1: I bet there are Batwoman fans who are really disappointed by that. Yeah,
0: because at least a lot like, of their characters got outsiders, you know, Cass is in mm-hmm. there, you know, and stuff yeah. like that, where they get to shine. Yeah. Um, well-
1: Maybe she'll join up with Young Justice. We'll see her there. I mean, ultimately, I think it won't be too long because she does still have a TV show ongoing. do she does. They'll leave it too long without having a book. Yeah,
0: well, I think the other thing here is that you know either they've got plans for the near future, which you know make more sense to just not have her book going on at the same time, uh, or the fact that 5G is coming and we're getting probably presumably a lot of new things with 5G. If there's some sort of plan to have her in that, then whatever. Um, So but hey, so that, that kind of sucks But uh, so her last issue is issue 42 uh, on May 27th uh, so that is cool uh, then we got Superman 23 uh, Kevin Maguire on art, which I'm very excited about because he's been good he has a
1: great cover, I'll give him that uh,
2: Connor, listen to the solicit
1: listen you me? Uh, yeah he said listen to yeah. this as if he
0: was going to say it all right, yeah. i'll say it i'll say it with yeah. yeah. superman's secret identity suddenly revealed to the world many in his life are worried that he has been tricked or duped into destroying his own privacy uh, all the more worrisome is superman has been very susceptible to mysticism could all this madness be magic related it's time to call the doctor dr fate <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's fine because Pete's going to read the solicit for the next book, which made me enjoy it even more.
0: I'm not going to read the next one. That's, uh, All right, you, you need to read the first sentence. Jimmy Olson, number eleven, is coming out. All right, fine. Read the first sentence. Hey, look, it's issue eleven of a twelve issue series, so Did it's a perfect jumping on point for new readers. <laughs> okay, so uh, oh, I'm fraction, using. You silly I, guy. I'm using yes. Yeah, I was like,
1: yep, that's true to the book.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's still going. T Titans forty two. Uh,
1: that, it's, that's one of those books that. Because we've not been reading it for so long mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, that's still going. Wait, it's at forty two.
0: It's worth mentioning as well. The writers changed at some point because Robbie Thompson's writing this issue, and that, yeah. it's not the uh, the the Glass dude. It was on it before. Yeah. So uh, who knows what's happening? I look at I'm looking at this cover, and I'm like, what the hell's this thing? <laughs> like, what's what is this? I don't
2: know. But we got another Archer, and we were being corrected that the Archer that shows up at the end of Young Justice last time was. Arouette, who... I mean, it, wasn't so
0: much, it wasn't so much a correction of we just didn't know who it was and yeah. someone told us.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, like... Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's too many sidekicks running around that we haven't seen in forever. That's all.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, so, Terrific's 28. Uh, still going. No no final issue. So, there you go.
2: Well, after this one, I might be jumping back in, because I didn't get quite caught up. Um, but... I, I did read twenty-five, so
0: I
1: also read I, twenty-five. So and, we'll talk, I, to,
2: talk about and that. And I missed it, and I think once I get caught up by next month, I'll, I'll be. I be did back in not the cover.
1: read twenty-five because oh. I do not like choose your own adventures. Oh, so I, all the time I thought Pete was the one that hates fun. I, like, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I just don't like. I just want to be told a story.
0: Matt Connor doesn't like Christmas. What more proof do you need? It's true. <laughs> doesn't like Back to the Future either. Yeah. Quite, I, don't,
1: I don't, I don't hate Back to the Future. I just don't love it as much as everyone else. I'm not saying it's bad. I've never said that. It's pretty good. I just you it. like, you like kicking puppies too? <laughs> Only if they're trying to bite me, I suppose. Uh, next up, Wonder Woman
0: seven five seven seven five eight. Uh, do you know. Uh, Orlando, oh,
1: um,
2: if you're enjoying it, I'm happy
0: for you. Yeah, some so some of the regular artists are still there. Here's just Marino and uh, Lupicino still doing art for this book, so that's nice. Uh, there are different
1: people on variants, though.
0: Yeah, Young Justice issue 16. Michael Bryan Bendis and David F. Walker is joining for this issue, who obviously was working on Naomi. Oh. So I wonder how Naomi-focused this one might be.
2: Well, no, uh, David F. Walker was on the last one too. He got a, a, oh, was a, he? a co-writing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He was
2: there. But this one focuses on Impulse, so this, ah. like, as if I wasn't going to pick it up anyways, Yeah, we're but... still
1: reading it anyway, but... <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, like, it's definitely Impulse, I, one of my favourites,
1: so... I suspect it more means that Bendis is busy and needs yep. some help.
2: And, and I like David F. Walker, so... Yeah, um, I
1: mean, Bendis has done a bunch I- of books, so I've been fine
0: walker yeah. can help, help uh, keep things going uh dafty burn issue five so that's five of six so we're so sort out of the black label books now uh the final issue of Little woods is out in may mm-hmm. uh issue four of plunge is out in may which is actually all the Hell house books that are, are left so with um yep. woods finishing it'll just be Daphne burn and plunge and then Daphne burn will finish the following month and it'll just be Plunge for a month or two and then hopefully we'll have some new announcements yeah after
1: yeah, that yeah there might be that weird delay because they're waiting on they're not announcing oh. anything until it's mm. finished, so there might be a, w- a little bit of a weird gap between them. Yeah, uh,
0: uh, I'll just. Uh, well, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'll quickly run off the uh, the the Sandman universe stuff or the the no, Sandman universe. Well, uh, Books of Magic twenty, House of Whispers twenty one, John Constantine Hellblazer seven, The Last God seven, Lucifer twenty, and that's that's all she wrote. There you I'm go.
1: Sure, I have to say it's every month, but Last God is not part of the Sandman universe.
0: It's hey, in this tab part of the section. I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually, I actually
0: I do not give a shit. It's it's a section of books that I'm never going to read. So it's it's just it's there. <laughs> You're missing
1: out on some good stuff.
0: Uh, no, no no People always say that when they like and I'm like I know what the latest magic shit. I know I'm going to hate most of this. Like I'm not missing out all I'd be do I'd be miserable if I tried reading most of it. Oh, oh man.
2: I'm scrolling through these and uh-huh. in June we're going to have Justice League by Brad Meltzer, Deluxe Edition.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that when I was looking through.
2: Uh, I'm going to have to get that. That's my favourite era.
0: Yeah. I will say this, they're doing a lot of these facsimiles in dollar comics, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. they're doing so many of them now that it's... Like, if you were just sort of picking these up, because oh, they're a nice little novelty to get yeah. once or twice a month, I feel like they're, they're now flooding you with them to the point where you're going to have to not get
1: them all now. I don't think there's anyone picking up all of them. No. I, it seems to be mostly people are picking them to try a thing before they buy yeah. a trade.
2: Also, like I'm gonna since I never read the And Draco Manhunter, I just know that he he wrote that character. Um, I'll definitely be picking up that one. I t- the dollar comics. I'll
0: tell you what I like. They're doing here. They're uh, reprinting Alan Moore Swamp Thing Absolute Volume One when they're putting out Volume Two in June, and I mm-hmm. think that's actually really smart. Uh, yep. That's a really smart mm-hmm. tactic to do that. So yeah, same price. So, yeah. Yeah. See. That's that's a really smart smart thing to do Um, so yeah there's a bunch of new trades coming out of all the the current series uh, which you'd expect Uh, the third uh, Batman by Grant Morrison Omnibus is coming out uh, that's just all of the incorporated stuff both chunks of it so uh, that's cool I've already got that pre-ordered that's all very neat and then there's a new edition of Arkham Asylum by Grant Morrison coming out
1: that's a nice new cover
0: Um, you uh, get around to reading that honestly it's it's probably my favourite Grant Morrison story Matt uh,
1: no, I know. No. It's also one of your favorite Batman stories. Um, yeah. I have it. I just, you know. Yeah, it's, I, it's kind of weird of all the things that, that Matt's read, he hasn't read hardcover yeah, it's,
2: it's always escaped me. I, I never wanted to pay for the. The only version I could find in comic shops was the hardcover, mm. and I don't want to spend that, right? Now I'm sure I could find it, a cheap Yeah, when they released
1: the 15th uh, anniversary edition, the, the yeah. paperback, that was pretty common to find.
2: Yeah. yeah so. I mean, they're they're all excuses, right? I mean, I could read it. I I have it digitally. It's sitting there. I could download it anytime I want to my tablet. But um, yeah, you know, I'm reading Darth Vader right now.
0: And a relief to many people, probably, is that they're finally doing Justice League International Omnibus Volume Two. So that's not been left behind after Volume One. Uh, it's good. So that's it's interesting. Cool. They
1: just started. Um, they just restarted the trades of that as well. Yeah, because they did do like three, or oh, th- maybe three this. or four trades before. And then they gave up, yeah. And, and now they've just started again in the new format. I guess. So
0: we also have Just League America: The Silver Age Omnibus Volume One, new edition. I'm not sure why they're redoing that, but fine, I guess. I don't know if they finished the, the, that that run. Uh, I, I
1: it might just be it was out of print, and they want to put it back into print. Yeah,
0: usually just say, yeah, usually they say new print though. That that says to me it's going to have a new trade dress. That's what that says to me. Save a bitch. Mm, could be uh, Legion of Superheroes: Five Years Later Omnibus Volume One. Mhm. You intrigued by that, Matt? That's a uh
2: um i have to go back and look because i think that was right after supergirl left and right before the book ended so mm. i don't remember if i was reading that
0: uh, i mean it's volume one so presumably there's going to be a volume two at least uh yeah
2: i'm looking uh just the international
0: and this is this is 1400 pages and it's only volume one jesus yeah <laughs> stable, i might be thinking something else <sighs> yeah it's gonna be huge um yeah, so that's cool. There's a bunch of other things in there.
2: Oh wow! A Being Super reprint too. Which I might have to pick up.
0: With new colouring dimensions
1: as well. I noticed yeah. that when I was looking through things. New colouring? Oh, okay. It's only, Not, and it's only, I'm only immediately bucks. keen on that idea. Where's
2: this legion? It's all alphabetical, so- right?
1: No, it's a little bit above uh, that. Yeah. Okay, Joe,
0: there it is. I see it. Joe, it's weird. Is the re-releasing Batman Wonder Woman the Hycacia uh, Deluxe Edition. And this is such a yeah. weird thing to keep reprinting on its own to me because it's in the Greg Rucka collections and I feel like it belongs kind of there. And it's just kind of weird. like Because this is such a short story to go out and buy a deluxe of it on its own. It's just... Weird but
1: uh a lot of the de- a lot of the deluxes they have are like those short ones. They're just because it's the oversized art, that's mm-hmm. the appeal of, of those. Um not not quite to the extreme of like an absolute yeah. um but bigger than a regular trade.
0: Yeah. I'd rather if, if I was going to go for that oversight, I'd rather have it in a, a rocker omnibus than uh just sure. that on its uh, own. But I mean Is
1: there a rocker omnibus? Yeah.
0: No, nah, no, there's just those th- no, three no, thick no, trades. Me. Uh yep. but they could, they, so could easily, they could easily put those three into an omnibus though at some point. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i think book book one has the Hecatea.
1: it does it's it. like the first yeah. thing in. It, i think yeah yeah
2: um so i scroll down and i always i check out like statues and figures and i understand that the adventure batman adventures you know are, are popular who the hell wants a batman who laughs in that style uh-huh.
1: um, honestly that was actually something that was in one of the articles that i was reading that's the main reason that new um Batman animated series book exists that they wanted to have new designs of villains in that style. So we need a place for them to exist before we can just make a statue on them. Of so it feels a little bit cynical. Um, I really like that uh, art Germ Catwoman in the animated series. Well, sure. I was,
2: I was talking garbage about Frank Cho
0: yeah.
1: earlier,
2: and then I see the Poison Ivy statue, and.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: that Catwoman from Art Germ statue is gorgeous. Uh, even the cat on the statue is perfect, the way it's looking up at mm-hmm. her. It's just really nice. Uh, so that's Cilicis, that's May Cilicis, that's super exciting. Uh, we do have some other mm-hmm. little, little news bits still, just to kind of uh, sprinkle in here at the end. Uh, so the final two issues of Inferior 5, which were supposed to be obviously issue 5 and 6 of a 12-issue series, <laughs> and then it got cut to six issues. Now the last two issues have been pushed back, aiming for March 25th and April 8th releases. So... Uh, so issue five was originally solicited for January first, so it's now March twenty fifth. So that's like almost three months uh, of a delay yeah. for both those issues. So yeah, that, that's not a smooth sailing trip. um If I, you know,
1: yeah, I suspect this is because they would they had to completely scrap what they had and rewrite. An yeah. Uh, the
0: whole thing feels really messy though because of that. It feels like if you were enjoying this book. Uh, I mean, not many people are reading it, so there's not a lot of you, but if anyone was enjoying this book, this all has to be really, really bad news, really. Oh my god, it's going to be this mess of a thing trying to wrap up everything.
1: If, if anyone can pull it together, Giffen and Lemire can. True, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you got good creators to do it, but we'll see. Uh, so here's another one. So this is actually really funny, because... We were joking about this being delayed past the movie coming out, and it's been delayed again. The one shot, the Azarello Birds of Prey Black Label one shot, which was originally
1: actually just a graphic novel at this point.
0: Which was originally an ongoing uh, and the main mm-hmm. continuity, and it was a miniseries in Black Label, and it became a one shot in Black Label, um, which it still
1: is. You're just sort of saying that because of the page count, really. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's 96 pages. It's essentially a, a, a graphic novel at that point yeah so
0: it's now been rescheduled for april 1st it was supposed to be coming out in march from the previous release and it's now coming out uh in april 1st april fool's day uh we'll see if it actually makes that date now that's it been pushed back again uh so
1: i hope it does it's not something that we'll read for the show because it's so long um but i want to read it anyway
0: Joe, it's you know funny if they keep delaying it. There's actually a chance it'll, it can come out just before the Blu-ray and like uh, VOD release of the movie now at this point because it's been delayed so much. <laughs> yeah. If it just if it gets delayed one more month, it'll actually hit around the same time as the uh, home release. Maybe that's, that's a true. good idea. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so that's the thing. Uh, a couple of exclusive contract uh, Bits of news. Doc Shaner has renewed his exclusivity mm-hmm. to deal with DC for three? three oh no, that's a different article hold on that's someone else I'll it get just, to that he's
1: just said another couple of years but he had yeah. a two year deal before so it's probably another two years probably not two yeah. years I mean that is a couple right
0: two, yeah. two is a couple yeah two is a couple uh, and then similarly this is one that was three years uh, Jesus Marino who's been doing Wonder Woman art uh, has signed a three year exclusive deal who uh, renewed the deal uh, to be exact so that's really cool because uh, I do like Marino's art so, yeah, mm-hmm, that's fine. Uh, and then Mitch Gerrards, uh, likewise, to wrap up this uh, exclusivity sort of chunk, uh, he is uh, signed for uh, more exclusive, for a few more years. Again, it's very vague, his one.
1: Yeah, he's another one who had a two year deal before, so it might just be a renewal of that. Yeah. So, and obviously we
0: like Mitch Gerrard, so that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the final bit is just back to another delay. For a book that we're not really paying attention to too much, but uh, once again, Doom Patrol Wait the World issue 7 has been pushed back. It is now going to be scheduled to March 25th at the current time of writing. So, yes.
1: That's another two weeks from when it was delayed last week, I think?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a total of eight weeks from the original release date, but that's another two weeks from the last delay, so. Uh, again I hate how newsorama phrases this in their titles I'll keep complaining about this yeah. until they fix it Yeah
1: yeah yeah app- what I will say I'll give them credit for though is they do add the update and so you can see the original story and, mm-hmm. the, and so you can work out the additional bit yourself um you know they do it's it's clickbaity in the headline but the actual article is uh, very transparent so credit where it's due
0: so there you go. That is uh, all the soliciting news news uh, for the week. Obviously that was quite mighty. I before we move on though, I did mention the new Batsuit. I think, you know, we we have to talk about DC movie news occasionally when something big comes up, uh, and they did reveal a screen test for the new Batman uh, suit, you know, for, for Matt Reeves, the Batman. Uh, it was just a couple of seconds of Pattinson standing in the Batsuit. We don't get like, a full look at it. We get a close-up of the chest, we get to see a little bit of the cowl uh and that's pretty much it. it's bathed in red light i've seen a lot of jokes saying that daredevil season four looks really good uh yeah. because
2: i of mean it li- was red batman it's like mark <laughs> wade fulfilled the prophecy so.
1: <laughs> yeah. i have seen some color corrected ones without you know taking out mm-hmm. the red and you can see it a bit clearer oh that's nice people
2: people that have seen it without the red have compared it to the gray type that, that we see that's you know the two tone meets the armor from the game, so it's it's paneled. I hope it's, I don't.
0: I hope it's right. got the gray, because uh, I, I, I honestly, because in the red, it doesn't, it doesn't look. It's two colors. It looks like it's just black. And I I think at this point, I want to see the gray and black because we've had the all black suit a bunch of times now. Yep. Um, and I th- I feel it's more exciting. Um, if, I will say,
2: if Reeves is going for a pulpy vibe, and and judging from the casting list and what we've kind of heard rumblings of the story being, the gray suit would make that even better right it would hit that yeah. detective people what i
0: will say is that i don't really like the logo on the chest it has no ears i'm kind of not into that uh, i'm also not into the collar around the back of the neck that really annoys me
1: <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm not a big fan of the the armor look i never have been uh, do, you um, what, do you know
0: what i'm okay with the armor look if it actually mm-hmm. looks like practical armor um, my problem with some of the previous Bats is that sometimes they look kind of like bulky and unmovable, whereas this looks a bit more yeah, like... Yeah. And I think the game comparison with uh, the later Batman Arkham games yeah. is no, quite I a good comparison. No, I get
1: I just, it. I just want a costume, not an armor suit. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Well, um, I don't want was.
2: Superman to wear armor, but with Batman or Daredevil or any of these humans yeah. that are running around, armor makes sense. I get it. I get so,
1: it what, why they're choosing it. I just, you uh, know, I'd like it. I'd like it. Also, well, you want thing, spandex? What? I, I want, it doesn't have to be spandex. I just want it to look like a costume, not armor. That, that's not that extreme. Nah, it should be armor. <laughs> I want, it, I want it to look like fabric, is what I'm saying.
2: I mean, look how crappy Cap's costume looks in the first Avengers compared to what we get later.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, and, and I understand that's the point of it, is it's supposed to look rah-rah yeah. over the top, yeah. but when you see where his costume goes in later movies, you're kind of like, well, this is they, they they found that balance. And... I think
1: uh, there's, there's an interesting thing in this one as well. If you see it with the color corrected light, you can see the the cowl is like stitched together, like it's really homemade. Yeah. It's like leather. So it's an early days Batman story then. Is what you're yeah, saying? Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it's awful. But, but it's, you know, I'm not really a big fan of the suit we've seen so far. If if the movie is good, I don't really care. Nah, you no, know, I mean,
0: like it'd have no. to be it'd have to be especially horrendous for it to completely tank how I feel about the movie if the movie is well, otherwise good.
2: My wife's like, "Why don't you?" I haven't heard you talk about. But I'm like, "Cause I don't care. I don't get worked up over costumes anymore. Yeah. Because what's the point? It's kind of like getting worked up over casting until you see, you know, a piece of it in play to see if it's been miscast or not. Because I remember getting stupidly upset over Heath Ledger. who was an actor I liked, but he can't play Joker or whatever. You and then and like the best Joker. You portrayal. feel
0: like such a fool. <laughs> exactly. So I don't, I don't get
2: caught up in these. It was just like with, with Pattinson as Batman. And it's like, he could be fine. I don't know. Um, and with the suit, it could look great outside of the light. It could look like, you yeah,
0: know, is, soup, to yeah. It, I'm, I'm pointing out the things that i don't think i like about it based on what we've seen yeah. but it's worth mentioning that like once we actually see it in action see it in the, yeah. the you know lighting and a scene all these various things seeing how it's shot like all these things can make it look much better than what it appears yeah. when you just I get mean, a quick glimpse of it like this
2: i just I, I remember hammering the the affleck because it looked like Catman, not batman with the small ears honestly but then when you see it
1: mostly really good but if it just had some younger yeah. rays
2: Yeah, but even in the movie, it didn't bother me that when you're looking at him head on, he still cuts the figure of Batman. It was just the angle at which, in the black and white, that that Mm -hmm. first picture that came out, he looked like he was playing Catman. And,
1: you know. Uh, What I I will give this as well is is Patterson's got the jaw. Yeah? Uh, Definitely. Mm. And, you know, that's that's more important than than the rest of the suit. Mm -hmm. You can fix the rest of the suit.
2: Yeah, it's fine.
1: I mean, you can fix the jaw he's, if you punch it hard I mean, shot, but you, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can easily change the rest of the suit for the next I don't
2: movie. know, man. Pattinson seems to be like he's seen some nights in a pub. That dude could probably, he's probably got a strong jaw. That's yeah. That's why it looks that way. You know? he's, been a bit
0: like,
1: of, he's been in a pub role once or twice. Well, no, I'm yeah, not, I'm not, I'm not saying he
0: needs it to be fixed. I'm just saying if a different actor had it. No, a, but
2: that's what I mean. Like, maybe that's why he has the jaw to play Batman. Oh, sure, right? yeah. Like,
0: like he's it's hardened stuff has happened yeah it's yeah, hardened like, he's been hit a bunch of times um, and it's, it's there to go yeah but yeah I
2: just uh, do we know he's playing Alfred in this one I can't remember
0: oh yeah we, we do I don't have it in front of me though ah crap <laughs> we didn't know it was in the like, cast list because
2: I, I know Jeffrey Wright's playing Gordon yeah and that, that's I, of casting I, I just like
0: hope well my wish would be that it'd be William Defoe and he'd you know Bruce would come in from his night out of patrolling and Alfred would be like you're funding my lobster you're finding me a lobster he tries to eat making <laughs> his lobster. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait for the scene where Batman catches Alfred uh, masturbating at the top of Wayne Manor. Oh, uh, Andy Circus is playing Alfred. Oh, That's go.
1: right. Oh, uh, I he, could. He could do it. He could pull off a lobster yeah, speech. Yeah, I,
0: I'm actually. I could vision him in my head right now. Going, you're finding my lobster. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, he pulled that off. I
1: don't
2: get this. Did you know, he something? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> if have you haven't seen the lighthouse shot, no. No. Oh,
2: okay. Not, <laughs> so, this makes so much more sense now with on the phone and
0: yeah. <laughs> You're finding yeah. my lobster, aren't you? You're finding me a lobster! You're finding me a lobster! You guys are making me not want to see it. So <laughs> good job. <joke.
1: laughs> I think you'd hate the movie to tell us for you, man? Yeah, that's fine.
2: I I enjoyed The Witch for what it was, but... Yeah. um, I don't know if The Lighthouse is for me.
0: Lobster's well, uh, an experience, but but do you know that on the uh, top 50s, because I've gotten far enough now to say this, you're yeah. the only person out of the five who didn't have Under the Skin in the top 50. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well... Yeah, nobody should be surprised because I hated that film
0: <laughs>
2: now, that's not saying that it hasn't stuck with me and I don't think about it at least
1: once a week however I did he not enjoy it he thinks about it more than the rest of us <laughs> yeah just,
0: it haunts him it haunts him he wakes up in a cold does, sweat today.
2: that's how hereditary was and then I saw Midsummer. I was like oh you're making a big deal out of nothing because if if Midsummer, if parts of that don't haunt me then why am I letting hereditary get to me uh-huh. but no under the skin still there seared the ending of that movie, seared right here. Ugh. I hate you for that
0: beat. You're welcome. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, new Batman, uh, uh, I mean, Jesus, blah, 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 little clip. Uh, it's the thing. All right, there we go. That's the news. That's the wrap-up of the news. We shall start the books, then, with Batman Pennyworth, R.I.P. issue one. Uh, this has got... Written by James the IV and Peter J. Tomasi and an art by various is what I've written down. Because uh, yeah, art's all over the place. Are many in this. Well, I mean, it has a structure where it's each of them telling different yeah. stories about Alfred, so each one has a different art artist behind it. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: Is there a credit page at the end with all of them? Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't necessarily think that each style though fits that character. It just kind of felt like whoever they had the available.
3: Artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about hodgepodge. And I, and
2: it, and I wish it would have because, like, I don't feel like the the art in the Batgirl story fits that story. Like, it feels too cartoony for such a heart. You know, heart. Uh, a, not heart wrenching, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's I've a very just, nice emotional story.
1: Um, I've uh, I've just looked at the uh the the credits page at the end. So yeah. Eddie Barrows, uh, Iba Ferrera, uh, Chris Burnham, uh, Marcio Takara, Diogenes Neves, uh, David Lafente, and sumit kumar who we obviously right. talked a lot about oh, during the so
0: yeah this is the thing my reaction to this issue the first time i tried to read it uh is that i picked uh, it up and i looked at the first i read the first page i got to the second page and i got to sorry oh sorry was it the th- third page i got to the bottom of the third page and there was a panel with rick grayson in it and i threw it down in disgust it said oh ugh, ugh, rick grayson's in my comic book and i stopped reading you know it what
1: the worst <laughs> thing is though if the narration wasn't telling me that was rick grayson mm- i would I'm, not have known from the art oh sure you know, yeah yeah
2: all the robins look far too alike the only reason that i know that it's damien is because he's shorter than the rest <laughs> i was gonna say that yeah <laughs> yeah like that's it because for, for at some reason point, i thought i knew tim left but it looked like he was still there like oh no that's that's stupid rick
0: grayson because yeah. they look identical
1: that's because it's, it's, know it's, Jason because it's, of the glasses yeah it's because Nick's
0: Dick, hair was short and it's growing out so it looks like tim's and for some reason jason has the weird round glasses that, that. Well, he's in
2: disguise because Bruce isn't going to want him there. But he then he
0: stays. Yeah, but it he keeps the, the, the glories
1: on the whole t- time. so... Yeah. yeah.
0: So um, it sets up I... that the uh, the Batman gets like a, like a B squad to like you know, so patrol the streets this night because. Basically, they knew that Alfred would want the, all the, the main Bat family to like, mourn his death, so you got Batwoman, Catwoman, Duke and uh, Cassandra. Uh, I will admit, it's kind of weird that Cassandra's not mourning Alfred, I feel like she would care.
1: Can I just say uh, how ugly is, the art is on, on Duke in particular, as he's swinging down there, what is going on with his body? His chest,
0: it looks like he's got a big belly, it looks like he's, he's been eating a lot of cheeseburgers. He does, doesn't it's it? Judge
2: him for that.
1: <laughs> Told that taco bell
0: do you know yesterday I got a couple of donuts and I was like oh I've not had donuts in a while I was really excited and Matt looked at my, my photo of donuts and said only two
1: that, no to be fair I've never eaten less than five donuts at a time <laughs> at a time <laughs> you got it <her.
0: laughs> I should there's no way in hell I should be taking food advice from either of you two Jesus Christ
1: if I'm buying a pack of donuts they usually come in fives or sixes I'm gonna eat the whole pack
2: yeah, you don't, like, this is why we can't buy a dozen donuts in my house, because I will sit there and eat them. I'm like, a, you can't, like, they always say you got to watch how much food you give a dog, because they'll just eat until, yeah. you know, they shit themselves. Um, I'm the same when it comes to donuts. If
1: they're there, and they're within reach,
0: I don't uh, have an Exactly, option. which is why no, I only there. bought two. I made sure I couldn't eat more than a reasonable amount.
1: I've bought one of those, you know, like the trays of, like, 12 donuts before. I've done that before, stuck it yeah. on the table, and... They, they did not last remember, more than like half an hour
2: when they <laughs> opened the first Dunkin' Donuts in, in my hometown. Me and my brother went, God, This was like 10 11 years ago, and I remember like you and my dad going, Two dozen donuts is not enough. <laughs> and, and he looked at me like, Wait, What? Like, <laughs> we're gonna go through those. It's Dunkin', like, the, the its reputation precedes you, you know. So, um, anyways, yeah, two, yeah, and you have a Tim Hortons. Come on, man! I don't even know what those donuts taste like, but they look
0: delicious. You oh, too. Oh, they were nice. Oh. Uh, well, uh, next time I go, they've got this thing called Timbits, Timbits. the little do- donut balls. You get in like either donut. ten or twenty, you know, varieties. Yep. Um, at, I'm trying those next time. At, at at Duncan,
1: least, like, three they're called boxes, Munchkins. Right. So, what's that, Connor? So you've got to get at least like three boxes of those, though, right? Well, yeah, you, you yeah, get t-
0: 10, 20, or thirty. You tell me, you get the thirty. Is that what you're saying? Get at them. least maybe two of those. They to last you like <laughs> half a minute. night do you do you really want me to go and spend over over 10 pounds on just donut balls yes <laughs> <What's the
2: problem? laughs> no donuts are almost the near perfect food i just depending to like like i don't want to say manufactured but like the 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 chain ones i can eat more of if they're from a, a legit spot where they hand make them every day yeah I can only eat a couple because the, just how sweet and they're,
0: greasy they are. And they're dense. It messes with me. They're more dense yeah. as well. Mm. Uh, the, the, um, uh, the, so I, of the two I got, one was just a chocolate donut, but the other one was maple. Maple dip donut. Uh, mm. Yeah,
2: maple. Maple bars. The, those are my jam.
0: So that was nice. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, uh, we really don't care about so this stuff. Stuff. Uh, It's a Canadian
2: uh, chain. Um, well, no, I mean... It, I, took me, it, it took me multiple times to read this too just because I get through a page and be like, I really I'm not caring. Well, I like Uh, some
0: of the issue. I think there's some beats in here that I really like. But I think what really upsets me about this is that the Bat Family's in such a weird place right now because of what's going on with Dick that I got really angry that I couldn't have Dick Grayson react to this properly and be Dick Grayson about it. To be
1: fair, it's in a weird place for a lot of them. Like, Damien's off doing his own thing with the, the Titans and is kind of rebelling against... Oh, yeah, that, the that's, just adding to my,
0: that's just adding to my point that they're in a weird place. Like, Dick's just the, the biggest yeah, yeah, example.
1: No, oh, yeah, you said because of Dick. I just want to say, you know, Dick's the worst, but they're all kind of out there. But it just it emphasises all these things, and, like, Dick,
0: can, you know, or Rick, I should say, plays a big enough role in kind of the drama and the issue, um, and because of that like it it, i just like it was hard to kind of get into and the actual stories that they they tell about alfred for the most part i was kind of into those you know not all of them but
2: yeah i i really like the one that rick tells bruce that he was sworn to secrecy right from from alfred about how he would go
0: you mean bruce told that rick is that what yeah i can't remember so dick told bruce
1: and then bruce tells rick
0: yes so, so basically like, so each one Anyways. each one tells a story but because Rick doesn't remember anything he, Bruce right, tells him right. a story instead so
2: this is all this could all be wiped
0: out if they just got rid of Rick Grayson I know but anyway so Jurigan, the, the first one has because because Damien runs out and goes on patrol when he's supposed mm-hmm. to be grounded uh, Alfred comes and gets him dressed as Batman so he <laughs> so that he thinks he's his dad and he's like yeah. what are you doing Batman here and he's like oh uh, Pennyworth what are you doing <laughs>
2: Yeah, let yeah. me back out well, no. If you go home, I won't tell your dad that you disobeyed. And it, and it seemed to come from his earlier times, like when he was still killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, Alfred already having that kind of relationship with him, I yeah. thought was really nice. He was—he never really was a shit to Alfred. No, right? like, no. He was to everybody else. Like he tried to kill Tim, but there <laughs> was always a, a, a
1: boundary. There with Alfred. Tim, Tim was taking his rightful place though. Yeah. yeah. And I know, but-
0: uh, Alfred uh so that then in the Tim story, Alfred uh covered Tim's tracks back in Tim's early days by breaking into the GPCD as a as like a like a proper trained thief, like Mission Impossible Wait, style and stealing Mission back his has yeah. Robin like batarangs and whatnot. Uh what do I you call those Razor Rs. Yeah, mean, what do, he, co- ours yeah, what do pull, he call
2: those ours? Yeah.
0: yeah that's essentially what they are yeah sure. shurikens, yeah, the them his
2: shurikens. Yeah. yeah
0: so i mean There's that's a nice enough little story um obviously jason's was the one that i enjoyed the least <laughs> just because it's jason yeah because
2: i'm just like they need to get control over which jason they want because this feels very much the judd winnick you know dc's punisher red hood and not the current which you know mystical say- adventures
1: the only thing that in its benefit here is this is a story from before so it could have yeah. been set during the Judd winnick kind of time period
2: no and i get that but i feel like that's not who he is right now so like yeah, you know a, what i mean that's set
1: before though oh. so i don't
2: no no i understand that but in this current continuity i doesn't feel like he had that phase
3: well, okay, like him him and oh, Bruce okay. you
2: know what i mean him and bruce have this weird thing and i just never felt like bruce would ever let him operate in gotham this this way you know, mm. so for Alfred to come to his rescue the way that he does, it just, it felt weird. The
0: part yeah. of the issue that I did like quite a bit, though, and the or the idea that it raises that I quite like, is when Barbara kind of confronts him and basically says, "Uh, you know, like, Alfred's always the one who pulled the family back together because you were never the one to reach out. And because he's gone now, you kind of have to do it. And deep down, we all knew you wouldn't. And that's kind of the sadness here. But she also brings up this other interesting idea that I like in terms of what what's going on with Batman as a whole right now is that you know, like, Batman Who Laughs and the, the Grim Knight and all these other various versions of Batman have been running around, even Thomas Wayne, i have been running around Gotham City over the past year. And yep. the idea of Batman is now terrifying to these people, but not in the way that you intended it. It's just this, like, dirty thing that has all yeah. these negative connotations to it now. It's
2: become a negative symbol.
0: And I feel like th- there could be a great story here to come out of this where Batman kind of reclaims the city and sort of re-establishes yeah. what the Bat means to the city. Uh, which yeah. could, which could be exciting and i i hope there's so,
2: something with that i i wonder who wrote that story if that was a Tomasi or if that was
1: a would Tynan? you a text i was i was leaning towards Tynan i think probably it's Tynan
0: right? given given so, the story in the main batman book about rebuilding the city uh, i feel right. like it probably is Tynan yeah but
2: she's even like yeah but like knocking down old parts of the city and rebuilding it by putting his name on it that's not fixing things bruce like you think it is, but you're not. Oh yeah, not
0: yeah, on. but that's referencing so, to what Tynan's writing, though. So I think that leads I to that's been Tynan. Yeah. Like to me, that to me that confirms that it's Tynan because it's it's yeah. what he's building towards.
2: I, uh, but no, I like that sentiment there, and I like what she said about him after Bane and how that messed him up. You know that you had this super villain that came and took over the city, and you were out on vacation. Yeah. You know he kind of left us on our own, and I
0: was like, oh man.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just went to the beach. <laughs>
0: You know, yeah and, yeah
1: jo- and jo- jo- i like that
2: because yeah. that's
0: stuff that we were saying yeah jo- i i almost don't like it though because it's almost like it's almost too on the nose that the writers go oh we, we know that everyone complained about that 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 felt yeah. weird and it almost felt just a little bit too like exactly yeah, was, what we were saying was, you know it was but,
2: validating pete so i'm fine with it a bit
0: too on the nose for me i think and i agree yeah. that the art here doesn't really fit the story but at the same time i actually yeah. i do actually quite like what the art is though just on a vacuum. I think the so, art's kind of...
2: So do I. The art's fine. I just It feels like it's more akin to one of the young adult yeah. style
0: books. Out I, of I, I would read a Batgirl run with this art. I think Me, this suits her.
1: I wouldn't read it. Yeah. I don't think I'd read a Barbara Gordon thing with that. I mean, maybe one of the young adult ones, but a proper yeah. run, Barbara Gordon, yeah. I feel like it is past that. Um, I, can see like I, a, maybe I a love step the
2: sentiments. Yeah, either
3: I way, yeah.
1: Yeah, just uh,
0: her story anyway so, though is uh Alfred uh, going rock climbing with her uh because yeah, surprising
2: sure. her on with it right so he basically makes like a it's not an Easter egg hunt but what is it you know she she has to de- detect what's going on and she's yeah. blindfolded and she tells him you know well we've been driving for this long in this direction and yeah and the so. Semi- and it's,
0: we're, we're we're mountain climbing, aren't we? So and they, they get there. Yeah, they go rock climbing. It's for our birthday or whatever, or it's our anniversary oh, of the
2: anniversary of her spinal surgery.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, oh man. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, man. I, I, I laughed though because her our outfit is it's going with the Power Rangers rules, where her clothes, regular clothes, are the colors of her Batgirl outfit, and <laughs> that really yeah. made me laugh. Yeah, uh, it's
2: grey and purple. Hello.
0: Yeah. So and then she walks out. I will I I do like the reflection on the the the, the glasses she leaves as the Batgirl outfit. Uh, even though she's yeah. in normal clothes. That was a
1: nice little touch. It's kind of weird because like Bagel or Barbara has like my favorite and least favorite moments of art in this book. Like that mm. image there is probably the best, but there's a page early on. Uh, it's like just after they get into the bar, after after uh, you know, Rick jumps the bar and starts bartending and it's looking down on her and it looked like she was like, it, it was framed as if she was still in the wheelchair. Mm. Like that was the sub, sort of, and and it actually took me a second to, I had to double check. I was like, okay, have they just had a sat down or something? Because that's how it looked, and it was really weird. But, uh,
0: yeah, it's funny, because I, I think this issue is a really mixed bag. And it's a shame, yeah. because I think the, the things that I like about it, I really like about it. Like, I like some of those IDs that Barbara was bringing up. I really like them setting these IDs up for the future, which is maybe a good thing, because essentially what this is here to do is to set up some of the themes for the ongoing Batman detective books. Mm-hmm. I feel like Batman more so, just because uh, that one's... You know, I, I, there's a lot more stuff in here that Felix is more directly related to, like him rebuilding the city. And I uh, wonder
1: if that though is just that we're not reading detectives, so we're not picking up. I mean, that's true. yeah, are. that's possible. It could be true. Uh, um,
2: but I, I really did like the 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 Dick to Bruce to Rick story. You know, you can't yes. call it Rick's story. Um, and and just what it meant for Alfred that he lost them too. It's not just Bruce. We never think about that that alfred also lost these people yeah so but instead of celebrate instead of mourning their death he celebrates their life on their wedding anniversary and i was like damn that was touching
0: yeah because obviously batman always goes to crime alley on yep. the anniversary of their death but alfred goes on the anniversary of their marriage uh mm-hmm. to celebrate them on that day and you know nightwing finds this out and eventually yeah. you know tells tells batman this and it's kind of a sweet mm-hmm. you know sweet moment um and you know, it's it's frustrating how like Dick being here or Rick being here for this really sullies the whole thing because we all just detest him so much.
1: And it's he's this kinda like and, it, but one and the thing... whole time, he's only, he's the I'm only here because I feel like I should be. I don't actually give a yeah. shit. Yeah,
0: and the thing is, though, is that he's the last one to it go. Having <laughs> I, I, I said that, it does kind of annoy me. They all leave after they tell their story because no, because yeah. it means by the time the last story is being told, no one's there to hear it except him. Um, <laughs> and it's that's kind of a weird
1: thing to do, anyway. People don't uh, do that. Yeah, but anyway, well, anyway, so... the other
0: ones
2: I understand leaving because they're upset with stuff that's going on. But like Barbara should have stayed. Like, I get that she's upset, but, like, for her to yell at Bruce, like, well, you have to be the one to pick it up. And now you're just going to leave him by himself to pick it up by himself?
1: Yeah. Just... It, does, it doesn't scream family, does it? No, it doesn't. Well, no, I mean, that's kind of
0: the point, though, is that they're all kind of broken right now. But it makes the whole thing feel a bit very... Because I, I think the most satisfying of this... And it's one thing to say that, oh, maybe it's worth having the extra drama or whatever, but I think... Losing Alfred is drama enough. So we kinda want that yeah. to be a moment where they all kind of band together, but instead we're getting this where they're all kinda falling apart.
2: Right. I wanted to see yeah. them have a crying hug.
0: Yeah, that's right? that's what you want. That's 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 yeah. absolutely yeah. what you want.
1: Honestly, like part of my problem with you know them leaving, I said, Oh, it doesn't feel like family and, and you, know, you just said, Oh yeah, they're kind of broken, that's the point. It feels really hypocritical when they're all going, Bruce, you need to do better and then all just yeah. leave no, like well, you need well, to that. Well that try was my well. point.
2: Yeah, that was my point with Babs, is especially her, because without dick grayson around now she's the most senior member right yeah. of the kids so she needs to be the one that's like no guys because that, that would have been dick in normals. oh yeah
0: i mean no it makes so, sense dick is last and dick is the most important and you know right? we're always we're going to have dick back properly in a very reasonably near future i suspect and that's that's all fine but i think rick's presence here really just puts a damper on the whole thing you know in a way yes. that just kind of hurts and i will say this though i will give it absolutely you, you laughed
1: at this last page
0: didn't you i'll give it a million points I, I will bump the rating by like a whole point just for this last page because there's a photo of the bat family that are put up with Al- around alfred mm-hmm. but out of all the characters that were you know because not including cass and the other ones that are considered i guess the, this next year Uh, you know, and they're out in patrol. Out of the main, which is the four Robins and Babs with Batman and Alfred, that's the main core of the Bat family, right? There's a photo of them all together at the end. Except, no, there's one absence. There's there's one person missing from this photo out of those main characters. Mm -hmm. And who could it be? There's no Jason Todd.
2: Really, because he is the black sheep of the family. So, yeah, like... And this feels like a very, uh, you know, impromptu photo you know
3: yeah we're
2: like no come on we, we need one with the alfred and because he's the in the center of it yeah so um i just want to know what the continuity is because that's bab's new costume and we got dick uh,
0: don't in, in the blue yeah, yeah, because yeah, no, she, yeah, she she didn't There's, have that costume until after he became Rick. This,
2: <laughs> right, and this that, so that should be her purple... That, this is the sort of know, thing that outside. is a
0: mistake, but I'll forgive this, because when I was getting told yeah. off by Connor for ranting about all the continuity problems in Justice League 39, this is the sort of small thing I'll just let go, because whatever, I can see why this is something that's fallen through the cracks. I
2: am... Me- me too. I'm just, I
0: just want to point it out. This, this was not um, some asshole making a decision to make it worse. No,
1: it's it's something that an editor <laughs> should have picked up on, and they didn't mm-hmm. do their job well enough, ultimately. But, I yeah. mean, it doesn't ruin the moment.
2: And it's and it's probably the best that, is that Barrow's art? It's got to be Barrow's art. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think Sumit Kumar is the, the guy that did the Grayson story. So if that's what we have to look forward to, in like what's he doing, Mambat?
1: I didn't see that on Mambat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot how bad cool. that page of just before the uh that the uh the, the Grayson story, how bad mm-hmm. his face looks sitting across yeah. from Bruce. Uh-huh. Like it's proper like goofy and like Yeah. Uh,
2: the eyes aren't lined
0: up. Can I can, I can I just say I I always want to add this out sort of the Rick Grayson stuff because obviously we we you know we we pull it we tear it to shreds every time it comes up. I don't necessarily think that there, there can't be a good version of the story where Dick has amnesia and we're, we're doing it. The problem is the execution is was terrible when they introduced it. And it uh,
2: has been terrible.
0: And they gave it to, you know, obviously what a writer that we hate. And even though it's got Dan Juergens now, and maybe he's a bit better, I assume he is because he's Dan Juergens, but, uh like, you know, it, it was one of those things in comics where every so often they'll do something really detestable. You know, like Spider-Man, brand new day, or or one more day, whatever one was that, that the whole continuity changes that everyone hated, Um, or stuff like that where, like, we just- it it, it becomes this thing where you can't even think about it without just being like, oh, why did they decide to do this? It's such bullshit. Um, Mm -hmm. But hey, uh, overall, I think there's some good things in the issue. It it seems like it's worth reading for setting up the themes of where the the main bat book is going to be going uh, over the next while. Mm Um, it, you know, it feels like Tynan and, and Tomasi are setting up, kind of their thesis, like, okay, here's the sort of, like, theme we're going to explore with Batman as a character, and what he's going to have to kind of, you know, grow as over the next while. Um, as, as an issue on its own, though, it does have a lot of problems. The arts are very all over the place. Uh, the, the, the inclusion of some of the characters is kind of frustrating, and, uh... Yeah, and even Barrows, who, you know, I've, I've enjoyed his art at times. I think some of this issue does feel a bit rushed uh, with his art. Yeah. Because so.
2: yeah. sometimes Barrows' art looks looks fine. Other times, like, it looks like this and it's not good. Um, yeah. Like, there's a the real hit or miss in these in between. I will say, though, that the individual ones, so, like, you have the Chris Burnham on the, the Damien story, mm-hmm. I feel all those pieces are fine. It's the in-between art that I have the biggest problem with, outside of the thematic stuff with Batgirl and and whatnot. It's still the art's fine, like Pete said, in a vacuum. Um,
3: yeah.
2: I like that art, just not for that story. Um. So and that that art was David Lafuente. Cause I just looked him up to see. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that what, art on
0: other books in, in the future, just well, more suitable uh, to. The, the
2: first thing that comes up when you image search it is. Uh, is a commission he did for Super Sons, and I feel like it fits. Oh, yeah. I that can see that. makes sense. Really well. So.
0: I'd say that. Uh, um, but yeah. But hey, uh, all right, I guess we're rating Batman RIP, or Pennyworth, sorry, RIP. Yeah, uh, Matt. Uh, I'm going
2: to give this a 7.5, because I, I did like the individual aspects of it, but as a whole, it doesn't really come together quite as well as I want it to.
1: Connor? Yeah, I'm going uh, a lot lower. I, I found Oof. this. Quite a disjointed mess that I didn't... I mean, there's a couple of nice things in there, but mostly I didn't really enjoy reading it. Uh, art was all over the place. Individually not necessarily bad, some better than others, uh, but so disjointed. And I feel I didn't get much from it. Like if I feel like if I'd skipped this, I would have been perfectly fine just reading the next issue of The Batman and you know not having missed anything. Of The Batman. Yes, exactly. The... So uh, I'm, I'm giving it a four. Eek.
0: ouch yeah um, I'm going to give it let's see so I hate the Rick stuff so deduct mm. some points for that add a point for that final page which made me laugh out loud uh, <laughs> um, and I do like the, some of the themes that it sets up so I'm going to go with a 6.5 all in so Fair. there we go uh so that'll take us on to another uh, one shot uh, this is superman heroes issue one uh, mm-hmm. brian michael bendis writing greg rucka writing matt fraction writing and jodie hauser writing and this is not exactly what i thought it was going to be i assumed it was going to be a supergirl story and that'd be hauser's because of what the last mm-hmm. superman one shot with all these writers on it was but there is no supergirl story so i actually have no idea which one she did uh, also there's no um
2: hauser listed in here
0: oh there was originally i guess maybe they yeah maybe they... It, it's she's She's not on. Fair enough. The... That's that makes why sense. No yeah.
1: Supergirl story.
0: That makes sense. Maybe, yeah.
1: maybe when they decided they're canceling a book, they were like, "Well, you don't need to do anything in this." Maybe, maybe
0: she's still in the villains issue. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Uh, so Scott Godlewski, Steve uh, Lieber, Kevin Maguire, Mike Norton, and Mike Perkins on the various art uh, in the book. So, uh, this is basically a bunch of different stories kind of on the fallout of Superman revealing his identity to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know about you, Matt, but I found some of this quite touching uh, and some really interesting I, ideas.
2: A lot like the last, like, a lot like the, the Pennyworth. A
0: yeah. lot of it
2: feels kind of disjointed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: However,
2: it fits because these are all reactions to something that, that happened more recently. Like it feels more tied in than even the Alfred stuff. Um, and then especially the the Pa Kent stuff. This is Pa Kent that I've been waiting for. Yeah, like, for a very long time. Honestly, so,
0: honestly, the opening couple of pages, but the the Kent's when he's a kid. I honestly like that's probably like, some of my least favorite mm-hmm. of the book, just because it felt like really? it was. Yeah, it just just I mean, it was fine. Like there was nothing wrong with it. It was just, but it ultimately it didn't necessarily bring a lot of ideas to the table. But like when we go forward oh. and we see we see like. Lois, the big thing that the issue sets up is what Lois got in the box from Lex, right? From the Year of the villa stuff. And it kind of like hints at what that is uh, later on uh, at the end of the issue. But it shows like Superman kind of go to the Hall of Justice and meet with the Justice League about what was happening here. It was interesting and there's a nice sort of collage of pages. There's a lot of humor from uh, Mr. Terrific and Plastic Mm -hmm. Man of them. You know, Plastic Man keeps trying to tell tell him a story and Terrific keeps jumping in.
2: (laughs) I, I do love that Plastic Man's ultimate thing is I I fell for the glasses. Yeah. Like it, it worked on me. Um
0: And he feels bad for but that. Yeah. Mr.
2: Terrific's constantly trying to tell him, like, well this this is an experiment that you did and like I wanna I wanna look at the data and and see how this all worked and um, but no there, there's a lot of good stuff in there like the well, yeah. like Jessica. And then you remember that whole emerald the Emerald Sun story yeah. that popped up in Green Lanterns. And yeah. I was like Oh yeah, that's a great but moment. Some of the reactions and, uh, make a
0: lot of sense though, because John sure is like, yeah, of course, you know, I I did this, and you're right to do this. This is great right. news. And then Barry's mm-hmm. like, oh, I support you, but I'm terrified. Like I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like.
2: And yeah. I like Zatanna's like, eh, I could reverse this if you change your mind. Just
0: keep that in mind. <laughs> and I um, am assuming you love the Booster couple pages here. So Booster Gold. Spoiler: This might be my moment of the week. Uh, yeah. But him. Bo- boost, up, yeah. Up in Machu Picchu. Booster Gold climbs to the top of a mountain, and he, yep. checks, he checks his watch, and he's like, "Oh, oh 34 He's done it! He's yeah. done it!" And he just shouts out Clark Kent from the from the mountain top, and you know, Superman like zooms in, is like, "Oh, is everything okay? I yep. heard you calling on me," mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, no, I just could wait. I just had to talk to you because, like, you finally did it. You told everyone who you were, <laughs> so." And and he's like,
2: "And now, I don't have to keep the secret because I'm terrible at keeping secrets." <laughs> and you know, we we talk about this in the future, and. Clark's like, wait, like, I thought you, it's always hazy. He's like, are you kidding? Every kid knows that Superman's Clark Kent. Like, this is basic knowledge. Mm. And then just, you know, it's just a uh, reaffirmation that, or if I'm not right, that he did the right thing.
3: Yeah. History
2: will will show this. And then as much as I love that, this next part, I, you know, I kind of love how this is the inverse of like, that's, you know, Bruce is so happy now that he doesn't have to keep the secret and what it means. And now Bruce and Diana are sitting here, you know, yeah. in Wayne Manor.
0: So is this the, because uh, that's also a like Perkins art to me. Yeah, uh, this
2: has to be the ruckus stuff.
0: Yeah, which is interesting because there's no Lois. <laughs> no. So no, and,
2: that, and that's okay. I mean, oh, it's fine. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um.
0: So but, basically Bruce is like basically concerned and, you know, Diana's over at the mansion uh, having tea. Um, and it gets to this point where Bruce, like, says that he's, you know, he, he tends not to be jealous of the others. He tends not to be yeah. jealous of the superpowers or whatever. But once in a while, he does get a little bit jealous of what Superman has. He, you know, of having the family, of having the happiness. Um, and, you know, because Diana says, you know, usually, despite the fact that he's Superman, you usually feel that like you can do better than he does in almost mm-hmm. anything.
2: And now, you can't top this. Like, yeah. you can't tell people you're Bruce Wayne. Like, what would that mean? And and I do like that he tries to turn this on himself about, not tries to, he ends up turning it on himself, but when someone's speaking the truth, right? And that's usually mm-hmm. coded for, you know, they're hiding their selfishness behind a veneer of agency. Um, and I feel that that's him in this, right? Like mm-hmm. it's his jealousy here is why he's so mad. It has nothing to do with Clark's decision. It has the fact that he can't, and yeah, this is him speaking his truth on that. And Diana calls him out for it, which I do love their their relationship. But it's so different than Diana and Clark's. Oh yeah, is that you know here they, they can talk, and she's not going to judge him for this. And yeah, um, and
0: I love that. I like that it ends with her saying, you know, maybe one day you can speak your truth. And he says, yeah. perhaps, but I won't hold my breath. And he's like, you he know, that that's not him. Like deep down, it's just not right. him. Um, it won't be in.
2: And also a a conversation of what the truth means with Wonder Woman. So again, why Rucka is one of my favorite favorite writers at working is, is in this about Superman telling the truth of who he is. Of course, Wonder Woman has a lot to say about it. So that really worked. And then the next story I think is my favorite one in the whole in the whole issue is this with Superman and his teacher in smallville
0: actually yeah i, I mean agree with this actually this I mean, this, like, this, is, this is basically superman coming back to his was it, was it chemistry or physics whatever, he, whatever the teacher yep. and he, he basically he's here to say okay you know who i am now and the teacher's like ha, huh, i remember you in school and you were this you know troubled kid yep. or whatever and basically superman is here just to let him know that he never cheated he has mm-hmm. to let him know right. that he never x-rayed like answers he never you know and used I... his powers for anything he always played by the book when it came to his class and i love that the guy's like well, look, you were you you yeah. got a C+. Plus. I like if you're going to cheat, you wouldn't get a C+. Plus. You you earned that right. C+. <laughs> you earned it. Being. That's
2: exactly who you are. You have earned everything you've ever set out to be because that's who you are. And oh, I just love that sentiment here. Um, yeah. It's just really good and it shows how, you know, he remembered who he was and he kept an eye on him as Clark Kent. You know, um, when they were sharing all the stories, all he could think about was that of course Clark Kent turns out to be Superman. It's the only thing that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No, and then he
2: takes off. And, uh, I yeah. lo- Do
0: you know what I love about this is I love how they dealt with the the reveal in the main book and even the main book this week. We'll mm-hmm. get to that next. Uh, has yeah. some more cool stuff with this, but all of the reactions and the way it's really div- you know exploring all the yep. all the things that would happen if superman did this if he revealed who he was to the world like i'm loving all the little ways that it's affecting you know people in his life and this story about this teacher who we don't really know you know from anything mm-hmm. no it's a really good story and then the next story i also really liked is this idea mm-hmm. that lois has had to set up a warehouse and like several workers to deal with all the mail that is now coming to superman mm-hmm. and then the little twist here at the end because it's just a little one page story well two pages including the letter writing page uh where superman's like okay so like all these letters are people writing to me and she's like look closer and they're all addressed to her and he's like, oh that was presumptuous yep. to me yes it was yours on next door and the final panel's just these two big giant like 18 yep. wheelers <laughs> that have been full of letters it's pretty um, great
2: see that's another i think that's a Rucker one too because that's perkins art
0: yeah that, as I, well. I, I assumed this was Rucker because it was lost focused yeah uh, even though she you know he's there still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really like all these little ideas of like you know the idea that people will be sending him all this mail and even the fact that it's split into like three piles the ones who are just doing thank you the ones who are like have hopes that they, they want him to help with and then there's the, the the hate mail which is all the conspiracy theory ones of like ah dear, this isn't this is fake and blah blah and mm-hmm. you know, so on uh, so that's really good uh, I have to admit I wasn't super into the Jimmy story because I felt like it kind of weirdly went against what was in the main book with Jimmy when he found out. I don't know how he felt, but that's um, But
2: no, I think he's checking just to make sure that you know Jimmy's not upset with him for lying to him after being buds for all this whole time. That's mm. how I read it. Is that's what he's checking with him? That's why he asked him if he's okay. And it's just Jimmy has this thing where he's uh, he seems like he's angry, and he's just hand waving everything, but he's he's still working as they're talking. Yeah, I guess. Um,
0: I guess for me, like this was the one that maybe felt redundant because I felt like they handled Jimmy so well in the main book. You know, mm-hmm. that, that that moment where he tells him early because he's Jimmy, but he finds out the Lois right. already told him that morning. <laughs> like, I right. thought that was perfect. Uh, so it, I guess this just felt kind of unnecessary to me, but uh, I mean, it's only a well, few yeah, pages, but, so whatever. Well, yeah,
2: but I like that Jimmy put it together. He's like, I got it over on some of the, the best investigative journalists and people in the world. How do you know? He's like, well there's only two people that call me Jim and Clark Kent's one of them and Mm -hmm. Superman's the other. Kind of easy to figure out. And so uh, then he realized it wasn't two people. It was only the one. And so, uh, and he's actually busy at work. So Perry doesn't eat his face off. Um, So so I I liked all that. So the uh, the, the
0: final story is uh, basically wrapping up the tease of the box that she got from Lex Luthor. mm -hmm. And it's basically news from uh, Lex about who... About who the invisible, you know, mafia leader is. Right, Uh, it's Leon. Leon, yeah, is the
2: head of that. And and she now owns. If they can publish it, yeah,
0: because of the Daily Planet. If she now owns the Daily Planet, and because of that, uh, they they know that if they do this, if they if they publish this and tell the truth, it will alter the lives of everyone they know, of everyone they care about, because all of a sudden the Daily planet's going to be embroiled in this controversy, and you know this will potentially ruin Jimmy's life, Perry's life, their professional lives like all mm-hmm. these different things so and this is something where you know lex like knew this would upset you know her and
2: right that each of those gifts came with a, a, a you know string attached yeah and, and i'm glad that we waited this long because remember when they resolicited those mm. issues they came out around when you're in the villain starting i remember that, that lowest cover I'm wondering if this was the original plan or if this is something Bendis has just added.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was. I, I feel like the whole year of the villain gift thing was, was just, you know, something that we're doing for everything. And I feel like Bendis has taken some time to think about what that gift might be and now came up with this. And this is, you know, the idea that Lex wants to kind of ruin their lives with this is very yeah. interesting. And, you know, ending, you know, because the last panel, the last page is just a... A, you know superman saying lex Luthor when he realizes that lex is kind For of behind this sure. and wanting to ruin their lives and it says to be contained in superman villains so the villains issue is clearly going to be i assume lex and the other villains reaction to this news we're going to get the other side of yeah. it where we're going to see lex and maybe um i don't know i don't know if zod will find out some way because he's not really on earth but yeah, you know, like you know yeah but i don't think that zod cares about that probably not but
2: he's always he, he, no, he's always known that he's blended in, um,
0: but yeah. But we're going to see, we're going to see reactions of the villains and what they're plotting and how they sort of deal with this mm-hmm. news. As I assume in the villains' issue, so uh, and maybe we'll get Superman showing up at the end of it to confront Lex about this. But we'll see. Uh, if only it wasn't Apex Lex during all this bollocks. That'd be, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, that'd be nice. But uh, that, I actually really liked this issue uh, for the most part. I mean, not me not every story was as good as the other one, but like there was a two or three in here that I really liked, mm-hmm. uh, and I liked uh, how it's just how, it, just how it's playing with the ideas of what how would this affect their lives if people knew who he was, right? So and we're gonna
2: get more of that fallout in coming, you know?
0: Yeah, throughout and... the
2: issues because we we do see it when when we talk about. Uh, superman uh, yeah the, the main book. book
0: but uh yes yeah, so no i really like the teacher story i love the letters stuff mm-hmm. um yeah uh so really good so uh, matt what are you giving superman heroes issue um, one i'm giving this one an 8.5 yeah i'm gonna agree with that and give it an 8.5 as well um so there you go uh superman heroes issue one uh, which will take us on to Superman issue 20. <laughs> I have to check what number it was. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis writing, Ivan Reis on the art. Uh, mm-hmm. Just bear with us, Connor. We'll be we'll, we'll done soon. Uh, this will this, be a quick because the, uh, it was a speedier read,
2: despite being Bendis, because there's a lot of double page action stuff. Yeah, and yeah.
0: So basically... Even,
2: if, even when there's a lot of dialogue on these double it reads so quick
0: yeah it falls so it falls into two stories essentially does the fight with mongol at the you know the, the unification yep. you know leaders uh, on the other planet and then it's actually a scene in the daily star basically with the a debate brewing amongst the writers talking about how mm-hmm. the daily planet's got this unfair advantage because wait Clark Kent is Superman, and he works at the Daily Planet. He has all these first-person stories, like he—he's already there for the news. This is unethical, you know. And you've got this guy complaining constantly about it. Um, and what's really fun about it is that we get to the—the the idea that, like, you know, some people are sticking up for Superman, they're saying no, he's good. He's never mm-hmm. been—he's never been someone who's done something malicious or uh, unethical, and. You know, she brings up this point where hey remember this this him catching this plane you know like i i got the story on that and by the time i started writing it, like you know he had time to write the whole thing but it didn't and actually did. yeah it didn't get published or didn't you know even get brought up you know in a, in a editorial sort of way until me so it's like no he he chooses not to actually you know use all of these encounters for news stories like he does that so um but then it does this thing where someone sends them a link and it's actually, this is interesting because I I remember thinking at the time uh, when Superman was at the, the, you know, the the gallery of all these leaders and this was when he was with John Mm -hmm. and they set up the unification uh, thing and Superman said, I will speak in, Uh, for earth in these matters and i remember thinking when he said that that i was like yeah people on earth would probably hate if they heard him say that (laughs) because it's a little bit i am their leader i will speak for them uh yeah and sure enough the reaction from this newsroom which i like that it's not a daily planet i like that it's this other newsroom that's characters who don't know him personally or you know as this mix of things like oh speak for earth what does he think he is like our leader and
2: he's an alien himself like who is he to speak for us and then i'm like and i'm reading that knowing superman's you know, history and going, well, of course he's going to speak. He's the best of you. You don't want to trust anybody else to do that. Like you guys would vote Lex Luthor, right? Yeah. He, humans make very bad decisions.
0: Yeah. So, and you know, they're basically saying like, well, well I mean, he was sort of on the spur of the moment. They didn't have much of a choice. Some people are saying right. this is like a good idea. And then the guy who's been sort of against them, the whole issue is like, yeah. well, no, I mean, if someone's going to speak for earth, you know, and some sort of council of planets, I want yeah. it to be a human because we're mostly humans. Like, so well, it brings up this kind of interesting debate and then the big reveal at the end is is that the person who's going to go and speak to him is someone who works there and we reveal that Lana Lang is working at the Daily Star uh, with a shorter haircut. She's got like a bobble. Shorter
2: haircut yeah. and yeah and it, she knew Clark was Superman, right? Like it's it, been so long since yeah, i've seen lana th- this is
0: the weird thing here her dialogue here implies she didn't and i'm going to right. assume it's just because she's speaking to these people and she doesn't want to know that she already knew but she definitely right. already knew that she's lana's known right. previously
2: right so there's that and there's the last time i remember seeing her was in the pages of her own book where she was running some type of lab right with with steel
0: uh yeah yeah i mean i think the pages at the yeah. end that she was teaming up with uh supergirl to take on yeah st- yeah the, the so... villains from supergirl's old run uh yeah so well, that that was the, the big huh. reveal of the news stuff and then the, the mongol fight superman's fighting mongol and the leaders are like you know uh, the tamarin uh leaders like trying to like encourage everyone to help superman fight Uh, but mongol ends up killing a bunch of them and it's super mongol
2: takes out the dominators yeah like they they swarm him they look like they have the upper hand yeah there's a there's a there's
0: a a panel where you see a dominator on fire it's it's like that scene in terminator 2 when the playground's burning it's actually really dark
2: yeah and then tamarin calls in these you know a strike force and superman gets caught in the crossfire and i like a lot of what superman's talking about here he's like you know i haven't slept you know technically i don't need to sleep but i do try to sleep but when I'm on lack of sleep, I'm more susceptible well, to yeah, get knocked th- th- out.
0: This is the opening uh, because at the end of the last yeah. issue, Mongol had him down and he was holding him, and yep. that was the cliffhanger. At the start of this mm-hmm. issue, it reveals that you know he basically is woken up because Mongol's dragging right. him by his face, <laughs> and that's right. Yeah,
2: and and all this other stuff that it, you know uh, he does stand a chance, but he needs them to stand together with him, and you know Mongol kind of just wipes the floor with all these people and. I feel like this is going to show why we need a united planet. So yeah, they're, I, they're going to need to work together.
0: I do like how uh, maniacally like, smiling Mongol is as he's doing this. Mm-hmm. He's having a great old time as he's, yeah, he's doing yeah, this.
2: He's a warlord, and this is what yeah. he does. And there's so, some really great stuff. And then it got me thinking I'm like, <clears throat> man, Mongol just feels like Thanos. Like, who predates each other? Well, you know, Thanos came in, in the 70s, written by, you know, created by Jim Starlin and uh when you know Mongol came in 1980 also created by jim starlin but with lynn ween so uh, i think that's kind of funny
0: yeah that, uh, that so like you say the, f- the cliff the cliffhire here is the uh is all the ships that they've called in uh, to help because it because mm-hmm. you think because during the issue they're kind of debating if they should just run and just screw this yeah. united you know federation of planets idea um, yep. and that's star trek terminology i can't remember what they were calling it unification of planets no. whatever yeah, no, it's it's United Planets. Okay, uh, so but so it's all the ships. So it's basically even though Superman's kind of caught in the crossfire, it's actually kind of an uplifting ending because it's, they're still kind of banding together to take on Mongols. So it's kind yeah. of it's kind of hopeful. Uh, but the actual last scene of the book is that Lois uh, is like, oh, okay, I'm going to go for a snack. I've been writing this book, and she puts on a blonde wig <laughs> to go, to go for food, mm-hmm. and she opens the door. And it's a, a a reporter from the Daily Stephanie Star. Snow. Yeah, the, the blonde woman who was kind of sticking up for mm-hmm. him. And she's got a cameraman and she's got a mic in Lois's face. And she's like, oh, who declared Superman the, the king of the world? <laughs> yep. um, who made your husband
2: king of Earth?
0: Yeah. And she's yep. like, the kind of what now? It just looks... And what I love about it is she looks really confused, but she's also got this blonde wig on, so she looks especially yep. weird at the ending of this. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So I like this because... I love the debate in the newsroom of how other people that are outside, because at Daily Planet, everyone yep. there knows them, so they're kind of close to them. That's just like seeing this more objective, like this is like a, just a random newsroom on Earth reacting to it is yeah. really fun. And
2: this is so close to a Daily Planet book I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. That's just them in the newsroom talking about news yeah. and how to deal with it. So, But it just happened to be the Daily Star, which is always the number two. Like I know that that Clark in in different origins that's who he worked for first yeah before he could break through into the planet so i like that bendis is bringing that back around like, that,
0: that that's very he, nice and then yeah. even the idea that it's flying into lois's life now that those reporters uh-huh. hounding her is like oh here's yep. more effects of what what's happening now that everyone knows so uh mm-hmm. real good stuff real good stuff uh it's, it's it's so funny how it flipped from action being the better book now to superman clearly being the better i know. And,
2: I was thinking that as I was reading this, and it it just feels you can tell where Bennis is putting his his energy. And it's it's not like you
0: know? it's it's not just because action got bad because of GRGR. GR. Like even if action was still no, solid, this would still be better right now. It
2: was trailing off. Like once once we got done with the United Planet stuff in in Superman, you could tell that's where the focus went to. Mm. Right, like we we had John and his story, and that was good, but it wasn't at the same level of the stuff we were reading in action and now this is taking precedent and actions kind of on the back burner and I'm sure, and I'm sure they'll switch back. Yeah, I'm
0: sure it'll flip once. back and forth, yeah. you know, depending where we are on the stories. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, this is really good. I, I mean, obviously, uh, ivan reese on the art is you know solid as yep. ever doing what he does uh, mm-hmm. i think the stuff in the newsroom is just fine i think the fighting with mongol and all the destruction like the killing the dominators i think that stuff looks especially mm-hmm. great i think ivan reese is one of the artists who benefits more from the actual superheroes than he does from the, you know, the actual drama of people just talking to yeah. each other because you know there's some, yeah. art, there's some artists that are the opposite where they're really good at people talking to each other and the, and the, you know, the right. facial action. expressions but the action is not as good this is ivan reese is definitely an action artist first and then the the talking drama second, but uh, well yeah. and,
2: and his Mongol give me his flashbacks to his Green Lantern work. Sure. And stuff. Yeah. Like his Mongol just looks great and he looks like a force of nature here. Like I'm like, how's Superman gonna stop him? You know? So it just it's really good.
0: Yep. Uh what are you giving up?
2: Let me give this an eight point five as well.
0: Joe, I'm really tempted to try and give it the 9 but I think I agree with 8.5 again I think it's just on the verge of amazing you know it's really Mm -hmm. really great but not quite at the amazing level so I'm going to go with 8.5 as well that'll take us on to The Flash issue 88 this is Joshua Williamson writing with Howard Porter on the art. so Howard Porter back Mm -hmm. Uh, did a flash book
1: not enough to tempt Matt back though right Matt didn't
0: read this? No. No I did not
1: I told you guys I was done yeah, I, Unless, yeah, I
0: but only, some... like half believed you. Yeah, I didn't believe you. Yeah, I know.
2: That's, well, now you believe me. I did not read this, and you know what? It felt great.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I, I didn't
2: get. I didn't get annoyed. It was. It was. It was a fun day reading comics.
0: Well, here's the thing. Here's the. Here's good thing about this is that this is probably the best issue in a while because it is kind of a start of a new thing and isn't connected to a lot. of... I mean, there's some references uh, to Fast Year One, which obviously made me go, "Uh," but
1: it's. It's no. It's the best issue in a while, but I still don't like it. I mean that's that's
0: fair. I mean it's it's a, a part. Uh, I'm sorry, a prelude to uh, Flash Age, and it's the introduction of Paradox. So presumably he's going to be the the villain, uh, in in Flash Age. And it's this guy who on the night Barry got his powers, he also was affected uh, by the lightning because he has his own lab and uh, you know he's doing his own studies and he's got a family and eventually you know he basically. Has this weird multiversal kind of like moment where he's, yeah. he he sees all the planets at the same time and he's affected differently. And then when he sees the flash in action, soon you know, he, he witnesses flash. He's in the crowd watching flash fight uh, turtle. He ends up having this this moment and he's he travels to this sort of in between place, this interdimensional place, and he he drags a few civilians along with him, and not intentionally, just kind of like. The, I'm
1: pretty sure this is the place we've seen before. I want to say it was in the New Fifty Two. Um, there was a place between dimensions that a bunch of people got stranded, and Barry had to rescue them. Ah, uh, yeah, you may be right. I, I, was vaguely, I found familiar at all. I vaguely remember off? that. I, I was, was that
0: like the Speed Force, though? Maybe I'm wrong. It's been a long time since I read that early New Fifty Two stuff. Yeah,
1: I don't remember either exactly, yeah. but it kind of it reminded me a lot of. Wait, that. what? Uh,
2: uh, that was yeah, that was under uh, Manipola and Buccioletto. Yeah where they got stuck into the Speed Force and then they all came out and they had powers. Yeah,
0: that was a Speed Force, yeah. Yeah, but this it yeah. visually reminded me a lot of that. Sure. Gotcha. Uh, so he's there for a long time and he's not really aging the way he's supposed to. It, do you want, actually, do you want to remind me of a little bit? It reminded me of Doctor Doom and the new Fantastic Four movie, the way he's stranded on that, like, oh, no. that planet. And then eventually he's got the cloak because this guy ends up with a red cloak and a hood. And so it's not the green cloak, but it's very similar and he's, he looks all kind of deformed. Like, it it's- was...
1: I don't know quite how he gets it into a cloak, because it starts off as just like a, a, a hoodie, right? Uh, yes. And then uh, it looks like a regular hoodie, and then the next, as soon as they're in this, you know, this other place, it's longer. And then it gets tattered as it goes on, it looks like a completely different material by the end. I'm like, what? What's going on with this thing? Uh, Matt, I think your mic's going. I just heard a sort of click. Glitch- Gadget- oh. oh.
0: Don't say "gotcha." Damn it! Gotcha. <laughs> you, could go, go, you could have gotten away there without anyone ever hearing it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he, he's trying to like find a way back home. He's building things in this other dimension, and the people are all getting sick except him because he he because unlike him, they don't have the extra like thing he had because he was affected by the chemicals and lightning on the night of the. That was,
1: oh, that was actually really interesting because in theory, because he was looking into time streams and different yes. like different uh different timelines um and it was when the when the lightning hit Barry and the, the speed force was born his equipment flared up because it was like hey we're reading something and then that affected well, it yeah, wasn't like chemicals or anything like what that
0: what we find out later on is that basically every time the flash alters the timeline he gets more powerful because paradoxes fuel him right that's kind of yeah oh
2: my, this sounds like uh like zoom all over again where he, <laughs> he doesn't move through the speed force. He moves through time. So he's not, you oh, know. Yeah, a
0: little bit uh, There's a page where he, he's built his little tower and we see like, you know, various flash events happening in the sky and the ripples of the time stream, uh, you know, stuff we kind of recognize from various stories. Um, and he eventually manages to get back into the real world to get back to see his family. But by this point, he looks so deformed from being in this other place that his wife and kids don't recognize him. think he's a monster and, they've moved on. Yeah, they've moved on. And he, he does. He look. He looks like damage almost with a red cape at this point. Uh, That's a pretty
1: good description.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he ends up going to the future, and Thorn shows up with you know the. Oh, of course he does. With the uh, what do we call? And he's them? like,
1: well, I guess I need my rogues. So he t- here's my first one.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this is when Thorn's trying to be, you know, the flash of the future. This is when he's trying to be the good guy, right? Uh, and we find out at the end, so he's telling us... So, so basically the narration is this guy's saying his story to someone, the whole book, and the final couple of pages reveal that he's actually telling the story to Godspeed. He's got Godspeed um, because he wants to use him.
1: He wants to... Uh, yeah, this is what we got a tease of a long time ago now, right?
0: Because yeah. this was
1: before year one. This was... Is this during the Flash War stuff?
0: Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a while. Uh, But he says, now that the Flash's connection to the Speed Force has been supercharged, it's time for the Flash to pay for what he's done to the time stream. So, this is basically kind of like the idea that, like, for every time Barry or Wally have messed with the time stream because they've altered things, like, this is paybacks Hmm. coming. Like, something's actually going to, like, try and hold them accountable for it.
1: Yeah. Uh, See, I think that could be a nice idea, but fundamentally... Every time the, the time stream changes, it's not shown to be a bad thing necessarily in, in this universe, right? You know, they're, they're doing the right thing usually. Yeah. So it yes, feels like they're but... punishing him just because. Yeah, but he's a villain. Oh well, no.
2: Yeah, he's, he's, he's been <laughs> warped by it. This is classic Flash villain 101. Look, sure,
1: I think the problem is if you put this on the Flash TV show and against that Barry, hell yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah, because right. he's terrible. He's, he's everything he's done's of petty, selfish reasons. That you know, uh, and to be fair, Flashpoint happened because he was selfish. So
1: yeah, sure,
0: sure, yeah. So yeah, he has guilty at least one. You know, one, one yeah, of them, one big one. Uh, so I, I think it's an interesting concept. I think I like this issue more than recent because. Even though it did sort of reference year one a little bit because uh, of what was happening with Turtle, I did actually just really like that it focused on this one new character who was narrating his own story, and it was just him sort of talking about who his family is, and what he is, and who he's do- what he's doing, and telling his story, and it's very focused. And because of because of that focus, you know, it felt like the, the classic issue of the villain introduction issue, where we get his, his backstory, and it sets up who he is so that when he pops up properly in the story, in the main sort of arc, that we understand who he is. And I thought, as that type of issue, it did okay. Um,
1: I, I, I agree with everything you said there. My problem is he's just not that interesting.
0: I mean, that's, 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 that's fair. That's a separate thing almost, yeah. right? That's like a separate thing. I think, f- from a craft point of view, I think this issue is fine. This issue is mm-hmm. perfectly fine craft-wise. Uh, and I think the idea is perfectly fine. Um, I'm not sure necessarily how I feel about the Godspeed inclusion. Yeah, I'll need to see what to do with that uh, going forward. But it's definitely the best the book has been. <sighs> And probably since just after Flash War.
1: Or... I mean, yeah, maybe. No, I mean definitely. I might have enjoyed like uh, some issues around the, the 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 other forces more than this.
0: Oh, that's fair. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking like you know I'm just thinking of the last few arcs which have been Year One and then the Year of the Villain, you know. Sets yeah, and holds. what was the
1: four Year One? Was that the speed? The the other forces. That uh, was the
0: forces. Yeah, must because be. that went on for a while. Yeah, that was like.
2: Yeah, that one, and then because the the oh, what was his name, the monk guy, uh, steadfast, mm-hmm. told Barry, you have to remember this bullshit origin, the nobody's and the like. And then and then it jumped to your and then it caught back up with the resolution. Yeah. And then we were we were hinted someone from the future that looked like they were in anti-monitor armor um yeah so i guess, so many threads williamson has that i care much more about than something like this
0: i i so I, I guess the whole reason why it has to remember that origin is because the fact that that also related to the creation of paradox is going to be relevant yeah. in
1: the future yep
2: and it I feels guess. and unless it wipes out that year one that's the only benefit i, I can I see I from
1: this would be very surprised if they did that already Oh, I'm ready to be surprised, Connor. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, enjoy
2: Flash again. And nothing against Williamson. I always feel like uh, you might get some shitty people that go, here, look what they're saying about you. And I, I always want to reiterate I like most of what I've read from Williamson. I'm just, I feel fatigued by his Flash right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I'm digging Batman Superman. I'm, I'm yeah, proper digging that book.
2: I'm
1: so excited for Nellbiter to come back. Like, I, I do hope there's not people tagging creators yeah i always
0: i always hate that it actually really pisses me off and it's happened to me a couple of times where i will uh either have said something already just on my own because i think it's fine to have negative opinions on twitter there's nothing wrong with that if creators want to find people talking shit about them they can find it if they want to um but, like, and then someone will respond and tag a creator in the response and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're yeah. intentionally making the person find this to give them a, yeah. a, a shitty day. Like, well, what just, are you doing? I always Stop think it. about
2: that, like, someone like, there, there's other writers that I don't care if they know how I feel. Like, that's fine. But someone like Winston, I genuinely like, I just... It's rough times right?
0: if if you tag a creator and ask me what I think of the book when you know I don't like it, I'm not going to answer yeah. the tweet. Like I'm just yeah. going to ignore it because I'm not going to do it. Exactly. I, I would never tag a creator with a negative opinion ever. Oh. Yeah. Never. I
2: don't. Shake. I don't even tag them when uh, when it's a positive opinion. I just put my thoughts out there, and if it gets to them, yeah. Awesome. Oh, I, I yeah. sometimes oh. tag with a
1: positive opinion because I mean. um, yeah, they can ignore it. A lot of them will just yeah. not look at those things, notifications on Twitter at all, if they don't want to, and that's yeah. fair enough. But I mean, if, it is, I say. if it is positive, they're not going to be annoyed by it.
2: That's not true. If they're if they're up, like I've I've tagged uh, like the Benson's when when I enjoyed Green Arrow when when they took it over, yeah, I had to tag them or Hauser. I I've tagged, but I feel like there it's just the, not the right. Uh, just just think,
0: think about it in a real world yeah. sense. If you saw a creator in a shop, right, yep. and you thought. Oh, should I go up and say hi? I'm like, well, yeah. did you like their are you gonna go up and say hey, I liked your book? Would you ever actually go up and say, Hey, I hated your book. Your writing's terrible and right. just walk off. No, you wouldn't. At least most people wouldn't. Maybe someone well, There will...
1: are definitely some people who would, and those people. No, are they terrible. would. Yeah. 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 And
2: it's like I've never as many times I've seen but, Rob Liefeld at my local con, <laughs> I've never once gone up to him. Cause yeah, I don't just like...
0: ignore him. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Not uh, even ignore him. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I don't. I, I
0: guarantee you, though, that the, the the number of people who would do it to their, to their face is much less than what would do it on Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Much less. Well,
2: there's there's that saying that you know social media has got it that people forget what human interactions like, and how you act on the internet is not necessarily how you act. I've I have a friend that he's you know keyboard muscles, but in person <laughs> he is he is very acerbic and he'll tell you what he thinks, but he's he doesn't go nearly as hard.
0: As he does on the internet, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. Uh, what anyway. are you ratings on Flash, guys? Yeah, Flash. <laughs> Matt wants to keep things moving. Apparently, yeah. Uh, so well, I'll give this a six. It was fine. You know, this was this was better than what it, what it has been. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Sure, uh, I'm going to a
1: little bit lower. I think it's. Like you say, it's fine. It's okay. It's it, it does its job. I don't, from a craft perspective, it does. But I don't really like the stuff with the character that it is doing. So that kind of drags it down a bit. Um, I'll bump it back up a touch because I think the art's pretty solid. It's nice to have some good art on the book. Uh, or, or not, no, that's not fair. Sandwell's art wasn't bad. It was just not fitting for this book. But uh, this is, you know, more appropriate. Um, so I'm going go to a 5.5. Cool so we'll go on then it's supergirl issue
0: 39 jodie hauser writing with rachel stott on the art uh unfortunately there's only three issues left uh, as yeah. of solicitous news and today
2: it definitely feels like a middle chapter it definitely sure it it, it seemed to lack some of the urgency that not i don't say urgency um some of that pop that it had in the first two issues still still a very good issue it just yeah. well feels like a middling chapter i, I like you know?
0: the uh the faceless like uh like government like military mm-hmm. sort of like boardroom that are deciding hey there's something yep. claiming to be supergirl that's taken over smallville we have to decide what to do about it um uh, most of the issue to be honest you, is a really quick read because it was mostly a fight scene with you know okay. the lo- last issue ended with wonder woman with the lasso around supergirl mm-hmm. and supergirl kind of went blonde again she seems like she's kind of becoming her but she breaks yeah. out of the lasso and becomes you know what we've had um yeah and
2: and she still has that no i'm a hero i'm trying to help everybody and she goes there's a barn on fire and Supergirl leaves the fight with Wonder Woman to go rescue the people in the barn. Yeah, and I'm- but she also, there's the caveat, she's like, well, if you just take the dark metal and take the infection, it'll save all of you.
0: Yeah, And I'll- you're like,
2: oh, she really is twisted. Like, I like that little... Uh,
0: that little yeah i'm sure i said this before but uh last time i think the faces of star star isn't necessarily always to my liking but i think the action layouts and the way the action flows to the pages Mm -hmm. is phenomenal like this was such an easy read because they just everything flowed during the fighting and most of it is fighting and her like flying around and diving into Mm -hmm. things and saving people in the, the barn and all that like all of that flowed so goddamn well the um I, I am i'm you know i'm game for rachel Art now at this point um yeah my, my, honestly my only critique all of them maybe sometimes the face not being my kind of style mm-hmm. is that there's a one point where she she holds up with like, the beam at the top of the barn so it won't collapse mm-hmm. and i thought that her head was actually in between the, the break and the beam because of the way it was drawn because she's, she's underneath it holding it up but they sort of the camera if you will is like above it so it looked like she had her head in between the two beams and it looked really funny to me yeah. uh, it's a minor complaint but it was just it, it's, at first fine. glance that's what it looked like to me yeah. uh, but uh, these this robot shows up that's got kryptonite and it presumably sent by the military to to fight yep. her. um and what's weird is is that the kryptonite has a bit of an adverse effect and the cliffhanger at the end of the issue is that we get a, a more super batman who last version where spikes come out of her costume the hair like covers oh. covers her face almost like the ring yeah. or you know like you know uh
2: full she was like half black metal at that point yeah she's full black metal at that's, the end of this this spikes like, have gotten longer yeah the
0: cape's got a pointy sort of collar on it now and yep she's got the big teeth the grinning batman who laughs teeth yep uh, uh,
2: and so my my take was this is that her because the the uh, batman who laughs battering or the dark metal battering was meant for superman she was being able to fight it but when she got hit with the kryptonite
0: it weakened her it
2: weakened her yeah. enough that now now we're getting the full, you know, dark multiverse uh, infection of Supergirl. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of good read. Yeah. But what I mean by it feels like a middle chapter is a lot of action. Um, and you know, I don't want to say not much substance because there's stuff there. Like I liked when, when the, the kid looks up at her like, no, she's insane. Like, yeah, she helped us. But what does this mean? Like she saved us, but at what cost?
0: Yeah, um, I will say I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that at least the last couple issues are going to be Supergirl without mm-hmm. this infection, just so that she yeah. has like a proper ending under Hauser. But yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean I thought that issue flowed really well. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman tried to talk her out of it. All that stuff really worked. Um, yeah, it's a blast. What are you giving it, Matt? I'm mean, it it seven point five. Uh yeah, so I'll give it an eight. I'll give it. I've got the feeling. I think. I think it flowed so well for me that I'm just. I'm. I'm happy to give it. Out. So, mm-hmm. uh, will take us on to Batman: The Outsiders, Issue Ten. Brian Everhill writing with Dexter Soy on the art. Um, is this another one Cora didn't read?
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I had a light week this week. Um, I think all the all the books that you guys read have really stacked up. Yeah, uh, I think that that uh that extra Superman one shot probably didn't help. Yeah, yeah but I've got ha- like two books that he didn't read.
0: Yeah, it's been really lopsided. But anyway. Uh, so Batman The Outsiders uh, a book which I have steadily been growing more and more fond of uh, largely because I think Dexter's art is amazing but I think Brian Hill's story is really coming together and yeah. much like Supergirl uh, the art flows so well uh, in this in the way it's building up these characters and um, I, I said this, yeah, I said
2: this on Twitter that Brian Hill the way he writes these characters, it feels like a, a pre-flashpoint era,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? That these are all lower-level characters, so it feels like the the stakes for them, like they don't have to do certain things. They don't. This doesn't have to tie into everything. Yeah. So Hill can just write the story that he wants. And I don't know if this is a nostalgia thing or what, but while the book always isn't <laughs> the best, I enjoy reading it. I look forward to it. Like yeah, it's one of the first things I read every month when it comes
0: out yeah it's a super so. cozy cool read Like i find it very comforting to read this book and you know so badlands yeah. with uh is it sophia uh who's like wrecking yeah. stuff <laughs> at the start of the issue yeah she's angry yeah and she he's trying to convince her that she can be you know what she needs to be and or... not be like the you know, the the angry like slave to like what what mm-hmm. raz tried to make her and all the rest of it uh more interesting for me though is like the others like duke and uh cassandra and uh katana are kind of like debating like what, what to do about black lightning and say what's going on and like you know duke's a little bit kind of angsty he's like oh so you think you're in charge he's like well no i'm just like if someone has to take the lead but if you want to take it and he's like no that's fine you can take the lead <laughs> basically yeah. duke, sh- shut up duke yeah that's S- how i felt so yeah so they're kind of like gearing up and we you know we, we get some of this stuff set up where bruce goes to get us information from the scientist and there's a nice little joke here at the end where she's kind of looking at the big Batman or bat or yeah. the bat Bat gargoyle esque painting on the, the the train station wall, whatever it is that she's kind of looking at, uh-huh. uh, kind of going billionaires like.
2: Well, I, I like here that basically he goes to get information on who Caliber was mm-hmm. before, and uh, she's she's uh, not a scientist; she's a, a journalist. Oh, sorry. And, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and so he's he's like, "Well, tell me what you know," and she's like, "Well, I don't know why a billionaire would want this information." And then she tells him that, you know, he you know he's this mercenary. He's had, you know, experiments done on him and whatnot. And, uh, T-
0: yeah, ties to Raz, ties, ties, ties to, to Shiva. Um, it, he, says, he pays her to forget the yeah. information.
2: I'll pay you double.
0: Yeah, just yeah. forget you ever read this and never look at yep. it again because it's dangerous and, you know, you don't want people knowing you know this uh, yep. kind of thing. Uh, and then we have, so Shiva got uh, Black Lightning last issue. She showed up and sort mm-hmm. of like, you know, uh, met him. And they're having food, and she's kind of pitching them that she wants to take down uh, uh, Raz. Yep. Because she's, she's taking everything from her. Yeah, and she wants she wants Cassandra to think of her as a mother again. And, yep. you know, obviously, Jeff is like, oh, she's never going to think of you that way again, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but, you know, she's like, no, I want my daughter to trust me. I want you to help me do that. Um, and... Yeah, you know, so it kind of sets this up, and they realize that there's people watching them in the restaurant, so we get a bit of an action scene here, scene here where uh, Shiva like, throws a knife, which, by the way, fantastic panel, or series of yeah. panels. Yeah,
2: throws she... a butter knife, yeah. and takes out one of the guys. So the the person they're there keeping an eye on is that Markovian uh, weapons dealer that, that we dealt with in Brian Hill's detective Yeah, sure, right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Story. And so they're there following her because we know that she's going to try to meet with Roz. And if they can find out what she's doing with Roz, they can take Roz down. So they take out her security detail. Um, and her name's uh, Dement- Dementieva. Yeah. Which, which cracks me up. But, and um, try, they
0: try, and get away in a car. Uh, you know, Jefferson blasts them with a lightning bolt. Yep. And basically, you know, it's a very fun action scene. Uh, art's really good because it's not an issue with a lot of action. It's, this is basically a nope. big action scene of the issue. Um, and they're trying to talk to her on the beach, and that's when Caliber and Ishmael and uh, Karma and karma yeah they all show up and they're all sort of because Kar, karma was from his detective comics arc if you yep. remember um i couldn't remember yep. his name so i'm glad you did <laughs> yep. i recognized him i recognized the outfit i just didn't yeah. remember what he's called
2: he's got the the mask that makes you feel things and yeah you know he's yeah. upset with bruce so, cause, or batman and whatnot but yeah i do kind of so like, i do and kill, kill her
0: i do kind of yeah they, they kill her and then so they two are on the road and the big cliffhanger is that you know a portal opens up uh or not portal sorry like a smoke bomb uh you know yeah. h- hits the ground and katana and cassandra and duke are there and saying hey we thought you might like some backup uh but what i like about this i like that you know between caliber and ishmael they, they sell these two characters and then they revealed caliber was actually working for the bad guy still yeah. and, and they've brought back uh his name again karma karma thank you uh I like that they've kind of formed a little trio of, like, sub-bosses here, you know, like, so mm-hmm. these aren't the big bad, but, like, they feel like a nice level of, like, sub-bosses yeah. before they get to Raz. Yeah. You know? It uh, does,
2: and, the, and the, this feels like a, a, a League of Assassins. Mm-hmm. I was calling a League of Shadows, but that was different. We, we had another story about the League of Shadows yeah, early, and that's what the split with Shiva, so it just it all fits in. I don't know if that's why it feels so comforting, is because it, it fits in to a narrative that's been being told throughout Batman um, and whatnot, but yeah, no, like you said, the sub bosses are all there, and then you have the other three to meet them. And I think it's funny that Karma's got a sword, and so they all seem to, to pair off here. You know, it's going to be five on three at one point, but uh, yeah, yep, Katana and and Karma can fight and whatnot. Like, I'm excited to see what that action sequence looks like next month with Dexter Story. Batman's on his way with uh, Sophia. Yep. they have theirs they're doing so yeah just it's always a, a fun read i really enjoy this book
0: yeah that, that, honestly this has kind of replaced detective for me in the team book and yeah. obviously a couple of the characters are the same but most of them aren't but it's kind of fulfilling mm-hmm. that 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 well, spot in my my you know my and the, this is
2: the second cool time the hills brought up markovia and mm. if you know anything about batman the outsiders geoforce is always a member and he's you know the crown prince of markovia so I'm wondering if this is where this is leading, if we're going to get him popping up at a certain point. Because as far as I know, like we don't really have Tara. We don't have, have Brian there. So I'm curious to see how this plays out in this, this rebirth before, before the, the generational stuff happens.
0: Yeah no um, i'm having a blast and i i I mean i think soy's art's adding a lot to it for me but like i do like what the story's doing and i like having time with all these characters i like that batman is taking a back seat a lot of the time to let these other characters have their their time uh which is really nice so uh uh, what are you giving it matt
2: i'm giving this an eight solid uh thoroughly enjoyable
0: i i agree with the eight Uh, i think it's i've been enjoying this book every month uh, which like to take you two on to Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy issue six. Jody, how's writing with Adriana Milo on the art. So take it away.
2: This, this ends the, the Harley and Ivy mini, right? As the last issue yep. and it wraps everything up as neatly as it can. Uh, and it kind of made me sad because uh, I really enjoy reading this
1: book. I'm glad I got caught up on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great book. And, I don't know if, if you've seen, there were a bunch of people on Twitter this week upset mm-hmm. about a moment. And I thought, oh, they're just kind of yeah. over-exaggerating. And then I got to it. And yeah. I can't, I, I, I'll i tell you, we'll get there, because it's near the end of the issue. But I'm yeah. dropping an entire point for that moment.
2: Oh, man. Okay. Well, I, I like where this leads, because you find out that the, the poison ivy that attacked them at the end of the last issue is the actual true ivy. Yeah. And... She, what happened was when when they she opened that gift from Luther with the fertilizer and whatnot it created a bunch of basically saplings or the, she calls them cuttings
1: yeah they're of just like her. Little offshoots so that they, they they are her in a way they're just fragments of her they're just right. not all, they're not the the true her
2: so when they when Harley got out of there in the fire right mm. she grabbed one of the the offshoots and left the real Pamela Isley, Poison Ivy, there to burn. She's not happy about it. Understandably. Um, right. So while she's been on this adventure, it's really been the original Ivy that's
1: been hunting them, not Floronic Man. Uh, yeah. Mister so, uh, Harley for just doing her own and thing running. and and, right. not, you know, and not not actually saving
2: her. Right, and that it it all boils down to. She points out, like you got so wrapped up in turning me in what you wanted me to be instead of what I truly am, that you didn't even notice you didn't have me.
1: Yeah, and I thought that was a
2: really strong point. Like,
1: yeah, and 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 when she accuses her of this, Harley's like, no, it, it's it's not like that. You know, I, I love you, and, and she's right. just like, well, clearly not enough. But it's actually a really emotional moment. And it works. It really is, well.
2: and and it works really well, and and it reminds me of. In, in White Knight, when Joker didn't realize, right, mm. that there's two Harleys. I didn't because, see
3: that,
2: yeah. Yeah, and so so I like that. I like what that means with, with Harley being so focused now on being this anti-hero and wanting to drag Harley, or Harley, wanting to drag Ivy with her. She didn't stop to think what, what Ivy wants to do and and what this means after, you know, we, we don't ever like to bring up heroes in crisis, but it did change her, right? This is a... A reborn harley it's the same one right that was ivy reborn right that's what i meant ivy yeah. right
1: so what is interesting though is is the 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 cutting just kind of mentioned that you no know, no these feelings they, they're still me i am still yeah. ivy i'm just right. and you know when i'm kind of reabsorbed into the main ivy she'll remember that and, and, right. and you know these feelings are, you know i've got all of the feelings for you right mm-hmm. now and that ivy doesn't have them but once i'm reabsorbed you know <clears throat> you know we'll both have them yeah, but
2: it's still so what i'd like here too and i don't know if this is what the, i don't know people had an issue with this i do like that it adds a bit of not confusion but it adds a degree of difficulty to their relationship with this right because now ivy feels like she's kind of scorned right like
1: yeah, but we've got our I'm going I'm just gonna refer to the this book's R- Ivy that we've had as our Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um you know, she she kinda of mentions, you know no, she's not whole, not yet, and she doesn't remember, but she will. And you know, right. it, you know, this'll come back around and, and everything will be okay in the end.
2: Right. But what I'm saying is those feelings will always be there. Yeah. But if if the prime Ivy is still upset, those are gonna I mean she'll still remember these times, but she's still mad that Harley took off, so Absolutely. that's what I mean by she feeling scorned, right? They they don't have this clear, like, what's the right word? Because it is a complex relationship, right? But it's not as clear cut as it was here that we thought. Like this whole issue was going to end with them coupling I up think,
1: in the further adventures. I think this, that's that's the problem. Everything from yeah. the, uh, the 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 and Connor Harley couldn't uh-huh. run that kind of established right. this relationship has mm-hmm. been pretty definitively, no, no, they're in a relationship. Yeah. And then this kind of, it, it murkies it, and that's okay. There, there, yeah. There's drama here. I'm, uh, and I don't think the people who are annoyed at this issue are annoyed at the quote-unquote prime reborn Ivy uh-huh. uh, being scorned. Uh, the problem actually comes slightly before that. Okay. And I'm with them. It's when, you know, our Ivy is given her the big oh. speech. And, you know, she leans in and goes to, you know, give her a kiss, you know, goodbye. And then right. just gives her a kiss on the forehead.
2: Uh yeah,
1: I see that. And it completely... I, can... I get where that... Because, you know, if you look at the panel before, you know, they're, they're leaned in, that you know, they're... Well, it's almost right like they got there. wet
2: feet. They, they back down from doing a full... Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and I can see that. I don't see how that would drop a full point for me. Because the sentiment's I, I... still there with the kiss on the forehead. No. You for know what me, I mean?
1: No, because for me, I did feel that, that it was like this weird moment where... Because they've kissed a, a bunch of times in comics over the past few years. Like, All this right. is not like a new thing. And then this this moment here, where the panel before, if you look at the panel before, so. they, they are leaning in for it, um, uh, and uh, you know Ivy's got her hands on on Harley's face, and it, it's there. And then the next is this full page, which should have been that moment of you know uh, this Ivy saying goodbye and, and you know giving her that kiss with those relationship, you know of that relationship, and then you know going to get reabsorbed, but instead kind of just doesn't. And its it actually really took me out of the story because it was really weird. Because um, I didn't know, when people were complaining before I read this, I didn't know the full context because I hadn't read what right. exactly it was they were upset about. I just knew it was something about their relationship. Like, and then I, I get, get where they're that coming
2: so from, way. but looking at this here, I, it still works for me because there's still affection there. Because they're both, you know, Harley knows what's going to happen.
3: So yeah.
2: it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I, but if people were so invested in this, because of representation and wanting to feel like, I understand where they can see that they back down, but for me, it doesn't bother me because I feel that the the effect is still the same, right? Like yeah. Still,
1: I think for me, I did feel it because if you look at those the, that two panels before that page, if you cut out that very last panel, so you got the panel before where Ivy puts her hands on mm-hmm. on Harley, she's you right. know Harley's on the floor and she's crying. Right. If you go from that into the next one it makes a lot of sense but with that next panel where uh, Ivy is leaning right in and and she is there and then it does feel like she pulled away and changed her mind and that's where I think the the, the feeling of you yeah. know it, it being taken away comes from at, least, at least from me reading it
2: yeah and I just I feel like too it may it might just not be because of the girl girl aspect too you want to keep relationships open for certain characters we DC's done this maddeningly over the years right yeah so um but you just thought and then again i understand why people would be upset because you feel like well joker's in the past now for harley and and who knows with with ivy you know going forward it's never like she has a a dead set you know romantic interest outside of harley uh so no and
1: i think this doesn't actually like you know uh, you know this but at the end doesn't ruin their relationship because it is you know okay so it's yeah. the two ivies fighting uh, our ivy tells harley to run and get away yep. um, and she fights and she does get reabsorbed and yeah she probably does still feel scorned she's annoyed at harley yeah. for you know having left her and burn her but mm-hmm. she's got these memories now and going forward with a little bit of time to mellow she'll come back around i'm sure
2: yeah and, and that's fine and i like the the narration at the end of you know of the joke that harley tries to tell you know, about the yeah. good twin and whatnot. And I and I do like here that she's like, yeah, love hurts. You know, and this this is gonna hurt going forward. Um but yeah, no, I just I thoroughly enjoyed where this went. You know, and I, I actually was surprised that's what the other Ivy turned out to be. It wasn't like, Oh, this was an Ivy that, you know, kinda of figured that's what it was gonna be, but not in the same way.
1: Yeah, you know? we didn't have it penned down exactly.
2: No, but but no, but I, I do like this relationship a lot, so I, I do hope we don't get away from it too much.
1: Um, but yeah. the,
2: I mean, all the humor was here, like again, down to that joke and how it fits with with Ivy or with Harley, and then with with Ivy going forward, her knowing like, well, eventually yeah. we'll come back together.
1: Yeah, and you know, I that's... appreciate um, in in the action that you could always tell the two Ivys apart really but, distinctly, because that could yeah. have been a challenge. Well, it could have been. It's,
2: it's the way that the the prime ivy, the different flowers in her hair, she's a lot more ornate than yeah. our ivy, which is more... It's very you know, simple,
1: and, and that plays simple. into the idea that she's just a cutting. She's not the fully formed thing. Right. She's just a little part of her. Right.
2: But, yeah, still I'm still waiting for a cycle of life and death, death to be brought back up, because I figured maybe that's where this was going. But, you yeah, know... Yeah, that seems it to have been didn't... forgotten about. I mean, it was yeah, fun, though. I like that mini. It was. I, I like that mini a lot. I like, I like how she. Ivy's trying to be an independent woman and she ends up having kids on her own. That It doesn't go the way
1: she wants it to be. Yeah. But,
2: yeah,
1: it was... It
2: really enjoyed it. So, so, yeah. So, what'd you rate in this one after uh, after
1: all that? After all that, after knocking the point off, uh, yeah. I'm giving it a 7.
2: Nice. Uh, I'm going with 7.5. I, I really enjoyed this... Uh, the same as the other issues um it was a nice six issue little mini that i felt was worth
1: our time oh definitely and it was a really just solid you know it wasn't like a big surprising conclusion It ends kind of in a really natural way um so it's not like oh look at all these big shock twists
2: and i do feel it did a lot more emotional heavy lifting than stuff in heroes and crisis with ivy yeah right because here she's she has all these emotions. She still doesn't know exactly who she is. But I feel this is a different Ivy than when where we left her from, from Crisis.
1: Oh yeah. Or almost, even so. going
2: into there with, with the Tom King story that none of us really enjoyed. Like now we have a clear cut. So when we see her again, this is the de facto Ivy, I hope.
1: Yeah, I think the, the Ivy that we're gonna have going forward is a little bit more confused. Um yeah. she's gonna have these memories from this few months that she spent with right. with Harley. Uh kind of wrapping around into that reborn, you know, mind that she had that will maybe influence who she is going forward. That should be fun.
2: And it still works why I like her so much because she could be a hero, but she doesn't like people much like I don't like people. So I think there should definitely be less of them.
3: Yeah. So
1: that that works out. Yeah. Solid. Cool.
0: Excellent. Just, I was browsing Twitter as you two are rabbiting on. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And Rachel Slot. uh, tweeted uh today that she was only meant to be on supergirl till issue 40 but dc asked her to finish up the run to go to issue 42 I uh, just ended ended the tweet with also nothing lined up after this if anyone's looking for an artist so hey <laughs> dc put get her, on get something. her out there yeah, yeah. put her on something her, guys, come on. so yeah and that takes you guys on to uh hogman issue 21 anyway oh uh, boy rarvindetti writing with fernando and on the art take it away
2: Connor, so how good. does Vindity keep yeah keep doing this with the character,
1: like Hawkman? I don't then, know. Uh, I cannot believe how much I'm in love with this book. Just, I feel like, too, like, Green Lantern always
2: works good with who the characters surround whenever Lantern's getting the story told about him, right? That's why we kind of like Hal and so much, where he had Space Cavie showing up. And I'm trying to think of some of the other characters. Oh, yeah, we can't right now.
1: The guy in like, Akilo stuff that we had going yeah. on.
2: Right, and and here we've managed to get a supporting cast out of of, of Hawkwoman, right? Out yeah. of out of the Atom, and now Adam Strange. And it didn't dawn on me until now that both of them are archaeologists, so of course they would hit it off.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, so, there's some really funny jokes. In this where At one point, yeah. Hawkwoman you know Adam. calls for I think she's talking to Atom. Yeah. Or, no, it's Adam. She's talking to, uh-huh. and Adam also answers like, "Yeah," thinking yeah. You know, over the comms that they just sound really yeah. similar, and and then she's like, "Oh, fine. Strange."
2: Yes, uh, Adam or Adam? Which one? Yeah. I and mean, that's where she says that. But yeah, so Adam is in his ship and he's he's you know, put himself close to the eye to the ocular nerve so he can see what's going on, and he realizes what's going on that whatever this reincarnation is. Carter is still there.
1: Yeah, um, he's, he's seen that. oh no, he's talking to himself and he wouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that if if our you know Car- our personality wasn't in right. there. Right.
2: And then they they put it together that the reason that they're there is Adam Strange says that there's a there's an old Iranian legend about Katarthol which is the one that we saw last time with the with the clergy cult. Yeah. Right, that there was this weapon that could destroy untold amounts of people. So they put together the the Sky Tyrant is essentially trying to prolong the reincarnation streak. Uh, And while they're figuring all this out, Sky Tyrant is fighting the the Titan Hawk, which I hope he becomes a character. I I feel with Adam there, you you can shrink him down. You can,
1: you know, make him a a normal member. I'm really intrigued on Titan Hawk. uh, So we've got still this descendant of this family that's kind of being the Titan Hawk here. And he talks about, you know, the original and there was, you know, involved in the Sun Wars, I think it was. Right. I'm like, oh, show me that story, Vendy.
2: And and the mace that was passed down from generation to generation. And just, what does that mean? Like, so he is a
1: descendant of Carter at I, some I'm point. I'm not entirely sure if that, because he's descent of a family that was protecting the legacy. Ah, that's right. Were, uh, that's right. Th- there is the possibility they could tell us later that, you know, yeah. that that was his family originally. Yeah.
2: But yeah, so him and Sky Tire are in a fighting because he's not going to let him into this vault because that's his duty, is to protect this vault. And Skytyron's, well, I got him figured out. And he takes the mace and charges it. I'm, I'm assuming with dark multiversal energy
1: here. Probably, yeah.
2: And, and lands a, a blow mace to mace, that destroys this mace that's been...
1: It just shatters it to pieces. And, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. the, the Titan is just broken. He's like, you know, this yeah. this was uh, past, you know, the lines like, of the, the, these paladins for centuries. You yeah. Know, uh, you know, this belonged to the original, uh, you know, first wielded by Titan Hawk in the War of Sons. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, this means a lot to him.
2: Yeah. And then Sky Titan does, you know, dirt back things and, and you know, knocks him out. Um, He's still around. That's why I'm hoping that where we seem to be picking up these characters, uh, yeah. but so Strange goes in while this fight's going on. Um, Adam Adam gets out of there, going you know, packs his ship because he doesn't want it to cause, you know, any any clots around there. <laughs> and which and I Strange
1: just like, please never get inside my body.
2: Yeah, please never. So Strange goes in there being an archaeologist and gets this key to the weapon, um, and.
1: Barely makes it out, and, as and the, the, key, the temple starts crumbling. Like a, a little bit of rock with some like symbol mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it before somewhere. Me too. It, that's, that was gonna familiar. be my point.
2: That it feels familiar in that we've seen pieces of this. It's almost like when when Carter was time traveling, you know, time and space traveling. Yeah, oh, I feel like we've seen it in the background somewhere, which probably on purpose.
1: Or maybe it was even in the last issue with with the death clergy. It could be, yeah. Like, it, feel, like, it feels familiar that like we've seen it before, but I can't quite place it. Right. So because of this
2: fight that with, with the Titan Hawk and him, it also knocked out Sky Tyrant. So they're able to collect him and basically put him in a stasis tube. That that Adam's like, well, he's fighting the infection of this dark metal, so it's only a matter of time. But now he's just closer to the key because they're on the Hawk ship
1: yeah, yeah. No, and then you know before. the final panel is you know uh sky tyrant locked up in the cell his yeah. helmet and mace next to the key on the table outside his cell and yeah. then the key lights up like this rock and you know i said there were, there were these symbols in it and they glow right. blue yeah and it's like so, what's what's activated it
2: yeah i can't get over how Venditti who was a writer i was not sold on i read this saw some indiana jones stuff in the first issue i was like well i'm in for this it's literally because this might be my favorite book month in month out at this it's,
1: point. It is up there. You're like it is so consistent. Like it, there are often other books that have better issues than this. Mm-hmm. Like there are a book where I go, oh, that was like a nine point five. That was amazing. Yeah. You know, and and uh, this book has rarely gotten that high. Yeah. But this is like so consistently like never below an eight. Well, maybe an eight. It, it does
2: remind me of when I started reading Green Lantern. Right, this was oh Jeff Johns writing a book. I don't have really any ties to Green Lantern at this point. I had read Red Rebirth, but that was about it. And then each month, I found it became the book
1: I look forward to the most. Uh, last night before I start, I thought yeah. oh, I'll read one before I go to bed. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? Nothing was really exciting me except for Hulkman. Like, you know, I've, yeah. I've, I've been really enjoying Harley and Ivy, and it was it was it was yeah. good. And there's there's Dollhouse Family, which we'll get to, which yeah, you know, obviously mm-hmm. I've been enjoying as well, but it, it wasn't the same. And yeah, I wasn't really looking forward to Pennyworth, you know, and I was just all oh, oh, the flash for that matter, obviously. Right. But then there was this, I was like, oh, I'm excited to read that one. That that was the only one that I was excited to read. Yeah. And uh, so. and I would never have predicted that uh, yeah, before yeah. this book started.
2: Me neither. Especially Hawkman, who, again, I've, I've read, I'm familiar with, but nothing where I'm as invested here, where I'm getting excited when Adam Shane shows up because of their relationship.
1: Where, you know? when, when I'm going, oh, give me that story from the past. Yeah. Like, I, I want that, that story and like, cool. you know, give me one of those little diary issues or a, a mini spin off at some yeah. point, whatever. I want I want to see it.
2: What's weird to we were talking about how like Wonder Woman could support probably a second book. Weirdly, I feel the same about Hawkman right now, where we could have these tales of the
1: past. Yeah, we could have Hawkman and then the like a, a series of rotating minis as to, mm-hmm. you know, past lives.
2: Right. And I, I, eat those up just as much like yeah you said the sun wars see that's up there now with with qatar hole uh or or what was it cutter it, it, the kryptonian one. Oh like, yeah, yeah i want to read oh, his story the fact yeah. that he was Kara's teacher on krypton yeah. or you know or or even here the the rainian one like what was ran like back then that there was a death clergy that's completely and, different than the ran that i know
3: yeah
1: and that'll be really interesting to see in the context of you know Hortman's other. Main life has always been mm-hmm. Thanagarian. Right. Uh, that's that's you know it's it's Earthful Thanagar that are the main two right. that we've kind of flipped right. between for a long time. So to and obviously yeah, Ran and Thanagar have a lot of history. So that would right. be really interesting to see.
2: All right, right. So yeah. So what's your rating, Hawkman?
1: Uh, Eight point five. Love this 8.5. book.
2: Yeah. See, I'm going with a nine. Right, this issue. Yeah. For whatever for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the Adam Strange, the Adam element, like that entire sequence with with Hawk Woman right that was mm-hmm.
1: that was pretty great as well with, and uh the art is killing it right now um yeah it, it's doing great on great. this this huge scale fight stuff with the mm-hmm. uh with the titan and then yep. uh all the archaeology stuff is a lot of fun and you know but it's, it's nailing all the characters faces and reactions a lot mm-hmm. um there's a great co- uh, two-page spread of it's when uh, the titans you know knock to the ground and then we've got underneath with a with Adam and everything's kind of being destroyed. Yeah. Under you know, as he falls to the ground, it's destroying everything underneath him, yeah. and oh, it just looks fantastic.
2: Yeah. See, I said this about Outsiders as well. This this feels like one of those books that I read back that I got really excited for because it's buying its own world. Like, yeah, this is a, a this is a a tie-in, but it doesn't feel like a tie-in. It's it's that. so
1: strange that this is technically a year of the villain tie-in, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't feel. It just feels like this is the part of the story that vanity was going to go to anyways yeah. with the story he was telling and yeah
0: it's just man this and it makes for a good week right well i'll take us on to a returning book to the show the terrifics which we have not talked about in like seven or eight issues mm-hmm. because me and matt both dropped it but matt said this week's a own adventure yep i found that from uh from yang himself he was on
2: twitter and he was he was showing people how this was going to work in a comic form and i was like oh, okay well this is awesome because it wasn't just like turn to page, whatever. He built a story reason into this with hmm. the T infinities, right? Yeah. Or so the infinity Spheres.
0: you were catching up for this, right? Yes. You, you read some of the, before the, I was considering it and then looked at the preview pages for the Bizarro arc. And I was like, you know what? I can't yeah. be harsh reading pages of Bizarro. That speak. whole,
2: that whole first issue almost made me regret my decision,
3: <laughs>
0: but I
2: kept going. And it is, it's it's classic Yang and that like not that not that we've been around, you know, Jen or Gene Lin Yang for very long, but you could tell he's having fun with concepts like the whole bizarro concept and playing the reverse of things where his Mr. Terrific's Mr. Terrible, but he is smart, but he's bizarro smart. So there's things at play here. Um, and just bizarro being a Luddite and hating technology. Because it's made his Earth, which I'm not going to even try, it's Earth backwards, right? Um, it's made him basically obsolete because of all the technology. So Bizarro goes back to, to, tries to go back in time to stop technology from ever being invented.
3: Mm. And
2: then that's what leads on this. And so I did get a little bit tired of having to read the Bizarro stuff. So I stopped, so I didn't get caught up before 25. However, 25 acts as a... Really good standalone, but also a jumping on point if you wanted to get back into. Yeah, terrific.
0: I, th- I didn't get caught up. I just jumped into this issue, uh, obviously mm-hmm. knowing the team well enough, and I, you know, it was, it was easy to do. So what's interesting? I actually saw you tweet something. Uh, Matt, yes. Uh, which intrigued me uh, because uh-huh. you said that you died, or yeah. you had the character, or you had the story sort of end in failure before mm-hmm. you finally got to the true ending. I never yep. did that. I didn't know that was possibility. Oh,
2: look at the bragger!
0: I'm not bragging. I I genuinely like because uh, you mentioned that you choose you because in the second page you get a choice yeah. of saying okay, which character do you want to take the lead? And yeah. what's funny is you mentioned that you took Linya, which is who I also yeah. picked, right? Uh-huh. So I picked Linya, and that takes you to whatever page like it was. Page ten, you go to, to and uh-huh. eventually after a little bit of action, you get to like a, a you know this this tree because it's, it's this tree that's kind of fighting them, and there's like yeah. these birds creatures yeah, so just,
2: to, just to set up they're in gateway city which is their home city which i just realized it's supposed to be san francisco at this point mm-hmm. um and that there's this tree that is just attacking the city and it's trying to occupy the same space so they jump to get involved and as they're getting involved there's these there's these you know crow creatures that's what
0: they are it's the villains well, from the power rangers movie uh that, on the planet yeah
2: Tengu's, yeah, 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 but it's just not so. A Tengu is an actual Japanese mythological character. They're they're these bird warriors, and they're terrifying. If you're afraid of birds like I am, um, Tengu is your worst nightmare. Uh, they're they're basically bird ninjas, and I ain't got time for that. Uh, but yeah, so I so as you go, so basically, Mister Terrific has created these infinity spheres that somehow. Channel the the bizarro time energy stuff that he was doing in the last uh, arc, and it allows them to to fix decisions, right? And, yeah. and anything Galaxy Quest, right? Of of the machine and that,
3: and it yeah. allows
2: you to,
0: yeah,
2: you know. So so yeah, so I get to I play through Phantom Girl, and and I get to I say I play like it's a video game,
0: yeah, yeah, kind but of I is. Mean, it kind of visit right? a way. But you get to this 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 door, right? And the four, four knockers, right? And what you said in your tweet is that you didn't have the clue of which one to pick. Here's Uh the weird thing. I just apparently picked a good one by accident. Right. Because
2: as I read, you know, I read through this and I'm like, well, what did I miss? Right. So I went and I did all the other branches that you could do. And if you start with Mr. Terrific, there is a clue in which door knocker to pick. So then when you play through again, you play through as one of the other characters and that would give you the clue to pick the right knocker.
0: Yeah. No, I just, I picked the one that took us to page 13 and apparently that was just the right one. Gotcha. Uh,
2: right. You cause... lucked out. I did not. I, I took to a page where it, it the the Tengus overwhelmed me and you had to reset.
0: Yeah. Um, I, so I, I never even knew you could fail. Like it never even yeah. came oh, up.
2: there's, there's major failures. If you start with Metamorpho, that's it. <laughs> you turn the page, you're done. Because that's the <laughs> wrong decision. You don't let Metamorpho. As much as I love him, you don't let him lead the squad. Yes. Um, but yeah. So basically, the, the main story through this is: is you get into Tengu City, um, and and basically, yeah.
0: Just to explain this, there's an entire city of these yeah, bird people living inside in the tree. Yes.
2: Right. And basically, they, they've been displaced through some other events, and that Mister Terrific has to come up with a, an idea. That they, one one has to be sacrificed to the other, but however, with these spheres, it allows you to see what happens through that. Um, and I feel there's going to be more of this going forward because of the if you choose to sacrifice Gateway City, as I did my second time through <laughs> to see what would happen, it says you know more to come with an ellipsis. Um, but yeah, so. Um, I found that if you just follow as Mr. Terrific, if you have even the basis, basic knowledge of him, if you follow what he would do, you're going to get through the right answer, right?
3: Hmm.
2: Um, if you try to change things up just for fun, that usually what leads to failure, or if you start with plastic man and make the wrong decision, either decision with plastic man. So the plastic man, one, you start with him and he decides he's going to lead the tree creature away from the city. Uh, and if you shoot the rocket to, over the water to the ocean, uh, it, it ends up chasing you and the Justice League of China shows up. And, and Keenan ends up angering the tree because in all this time that we've been away from Keenan, he still has not learned that, that his, his arrogance gets the better of him and it ends. Or if you, if you shoot Plastic Man as a rocket uh, east of the city, uh, Harley and Ivy show up. And Ivy tries to connect with the tree city and everybody <laughs> ends up getting crushed. So, yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. I know Connor says he's not a choose your own adventure type guy. It weirdly works with the comic medium because of the way that the panels and like the same stuff. So even if you made the decision and turn to a page, there's different routes, right? Is you, you follow, you know, when it says turn to page 13, there's other art on that page that leads you know, from another choice and stuff. But it was, it was a real fun story on what it means to, to make decisions and to be a superhero and just because you think it's the right decision does it mean it's going to end up
0: yeah. that me, way. Yeah, this was a really quick read for me because <laughs> once they got into the city, there was a couple of choices of to, you know, do you intervene yeah. and help this this old bird right. that's been attacked by the guards? Mm-hmm. And I did. And then I just went straight to the castle and yeah. it got to like making the choice. Do we save, you know, which Right. Did basically the tree city or, or the or you know right. Gateway City, right. and I obviously I picked well, we'll save Gateway City, and then it right. ended and it was like okay it was over I was like okay. <laughs>
2: oh, so you didn't go back and do any of these other ones?
0: No, because I read it today, oh, <laughs> so I didn't have gotcha. time.
2: Well, so did I. I mean, I read it this morning, I saved it, yeah. so it will still be fresh. But, but yeah, I did them. I did them all. So there's there's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, I never there's got a lot
0: of. I, I, I never got New Superman and Justice China. I yeah. never got uh, Harley and Ivy. So yeah. Uh, it's nice there's all these little uh sort of easter eggs in there
2: it made me remember like there was choose your own goosebumps they're called give yourself goosebumps and i just remember there was a a rainforest adventure one that at the end if you took the wrong turn you became the creature from the black lagoon and it just (laughs) i hadn't thought about that in years and reading this this morning i was like oh yeah that was a that was a thing like the choose your own adventure books throughout the the late 90s were a thing uh I, will but say- no, I had a lot of fun with this. It, it's very well crafted too. Yang, you can tell, was having a lot of fun. And just his style is he's he's almost perfect for this kind of stuff. Just like the stuff that we were used to with Justice League China.
3: hmm
2: You know, playing out over here and him playing with mythology the way that he does. I I had a lot of fun with this.
0: I'm not particularly fussed about the choose your own adventure side of it. Like, I mean it's nice mm-hmm. that it has these Easter eggs, but I'm not particularly Bothered by that mm-hmm. one way or the other. I think though, reading this, I was like, yeah, I kind of miss these characters. I miss the interaction yep. between Plastic Man and Linia and Metamorpho and mm-hmm. just them bouncing around each other. And you know, they're so solidified mm-hmm. as a team now compared to a lot of that first, you know, Lemire chunk was all about building them up to becoming a team.
2: Yeah, and what I appreciate about Yang is this isn't just Fantastic Four in DC. I felt that was what Lemire was doing. And here, they are their own team. They have their own. They, they're they almost like, and forgive me if I'm getting this wrong, they're kind of like the Doom Patrol. When weird stuff comes up, you send the, the Terrifics go in to investigate. And it just so happens that weird stuff's happening in, in Gateway City, their home base. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to get caught up with all the bizarro stuff. And then going forward, I think next month, I'll be back for this. Just because I did miss these characters. I had a lot of fun. And it. With, with, you know, me dropping Flash, I have an opening spot right now uh, on this week. So, why not?
0: Yep. Um. Yeah, i might be back for 26. I mean, why not? I mean, honestly, it was easy enough to jump back in. I don't think I'm going to go back and read the Bizarro arc, because honestly I thought of going through if, it. If you
2: were annoyed by that preview, then don't, because yeah. it's what's kept me from getting back. It was, I was just like, I don't want to deal with Bizarro. As fun as it can be, because he's time-traveling backwards, so... As he's going through through the United States, different sections are ending up in ten period or ten year increments. So, in one one point, they're in the 90s, and so the art style they all have pouches, hmm. and Plastic Man's like, "Where did all these pouches come from? Why, wait, why do I sound the way I'm talking?" And you know, a lot a lot of fun being poked at that. And then they end up in the 80s and the 70s. So, um, yeah, it's just again, it's fun and and just with as dark as it can be right now with dark Knight's metal going on and whatnot like it's good that the terrifics are still fun and they came out of that new age of heroes and they're kind of only here because
1: of metal um but it's actually really funny
0: on the cover it still has uh, dark Knight's metal in the little box yeah. in the corner oh. I'm like, oh yeah like i guess technically...
1: that is a bastion of an age gone by
0: yeah that's what it is right uh well i mean do, i mean i mean as much as we keep joking we're expecting this book to be cancelled I will be shocked if it survives into 5G yeah. I'll be shocked if it's still around after the 5G yeah. kind of relaunch
1: yeah but I'm going to enjoy it while it's, while it's, who it. knows you know what changes will be made to the timelines of these particular characters will they yeah. even all sync up to be well, at the right age at the right time now
3: right
2: which we never really had Mr Terrific in until this book and now he's the second character in Strange Adventures right like yeah
0: But that's Black Label, though, so that's on its own.
2: I understand, but he's... Now he's back in the consciousness, right? He was gone forever and now here he is. I mean, he's showing up in in Superman, Pete. Like, he was... in am Plastic Man. So, hopefully they have some staying power. Um, I mean, Mr. Terrific Terry Sloan plays a big role in that Generation 1 coming up. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh... Alright, we you giving it a map. Um, I'm gonna give this a, a nine. I really enjoyed this.
0: Yeah, uh Dan Mora's art I like as well. Uh Dan Mora's yeah. pretty good. Uh I yeah, I can't go as high as that. I'm gonna go seven point five, but I do I do miss okay. these characters and I, I enjoyed reading them again.
1: Um it does, it does sound like Pete experienced a lot less of what it was supposed to I, be than Matt did.
2: Yeah. I, 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 I it just
1: I just entirely in. I
0: basically I had one decision to make that was going to that apparently would have possibly led to death, and instead I just happened to luckily pick the one that would lead or unluckily, it depended on your viewpoint, uh, yeah. that led to just I was finishing fine the story.
2: Until you get to four different door knockers, and it's really a one in four chance of getting it right, and I got it wrong. Yeah, so. yeah, but
1: oh. what I mean, is is Matt? How many times did you go through it with which did you do it with all the characters? Oh.
2: I did it all. I, I went right. to every yeah. single one. And so so it, it took me longer, but yeah. it so you know. It so was that, worth that's what the I mean. Money. Like,
1: there are were, there were whole extra story beats and characters yeah. that, that Matt experienced that Pete just mm-hmm. didn't get. I think
0: right. the point is, you're supposed to fail and have to go back to the start, and I just never yeah. did. So I got to the end of the story, and I'm like, well, I could go back and see what some of the other branches were, but I just I didn't feel inspired to because I went, well, I finished it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, so- and you're the
2: video game guy, man. Like, yeah, I figured you would have went through this just to see.
0: I, oh, no, now, I, I am so guilty. See, Matt, seeing was a game of choices, I am guilty of replaying it multiple times and always picking the exact same choices.
1: Oh, man.
0: That's just who I am.
1: I get that. You try. You, you go, this time I'll play it different.
0: Every every time I replay Mass Effect, maybe this time I'll be Renegade, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> every time, I'm a Paragon. can not do it, yeah. I can't do it. Alright, uh, that is uh, terrific 25, which takes out the final book of the week, which is The Dollhouse Family, Issue 4, Mike Carey, writing with Peter Gross on the art. And we get the next chapter in the story here, where after the bombing, which was the, the end of the last issue, we mm-hmm. have uh, her waking up in hospital, and she's lost her leg. She tries to get out of bed, and she just falls to the floor.
2: That that was shocking. Like When I saw her kind of okay... And you find out she's been in a coma for five weeks because of all of her injuries. You're like, okay, well she's done some healing, and then she falls and she's missing her leg. I'm like, oh man,
1: this this is playing for keeps, right? Like, yeah. and then the kid runs like, in, and had lost her, like half her arm, right? And she runs
2: in with her dad, who they you know had to make aware because, and he's like, when I, five weeks ago I found out I had a daughter.
0: Yeah, you know, and, yeah, because she's been in a coma for five weeks. It's worth mentioning that. Yeah, uh, so I like, did mention that already. Uh, yeah. Because uh, you know, so it's one of these things where throughout the issue, like it's kind of this awkward family kind of building, and he's mm-hmm. kind of there because he knows now, and she's kind of being grumpy, but he ultimately like she says oh you can just spend the night and he's like oh, okay and he starts making the the, the couch and she's like no nah, no nah, you can come up the bedroom now yeah. i've got needs <laughs> and he's like oh okay uh, yeah. and they kind of joke about you know like, oh, i hope you're using a different brand of condom now <laughs> and great. things like that um yeah, that's really great but it leads to this big dark kind of ending because one of the big things in the middle of the book is that because the dollhouse is back she like, you know, she's like, "Hey, take the take the kid to like get ice cream or something." I'm going, you know, and she's like, talks to the, and she's like, "No, you're not having my daughter. I am not making this choice. You're never getting me. Yeah. Uh, it's done." Because uh, the deal she... that
1: they offer is they'll give her her arm back. Yeah. Right.
0: Um. But basically, what happens is at the end of the issue when they're, they're going to have sex is you know she, she they pull the cover over and her leg is back and she's yeah, like, yeah, she
2: says her leg is starting to real itch and she doesn't know why and she throws the cover off and her leg's back and she goes, oh no.
0: Um, and she knows what that means because it means the right. daughter's been given a, a similar offer, uh, yeah. right. and she runs into the dollhouse, and the dollhouse is gone. And
1: the, the, well, not just
2: that, it disappears, but she sees her daughter as a doll. In that's right, in yeah. In the house, yeah. yeah. And, it disappears, and, right, yeah. And she sees but,
1: the, uh, the 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 person from the the orphanage takes yep. takes her, and, 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 and goes, and, and, no, it miniaturizes a doll.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you, no matter what. Uh, we're going to do this the hard way then. And I'm like, oh, man. So I've been on record how much I love Basketful of Heads. It's a real fun. This might be my favorite Hell House book, just with what it's doing with the story. Because here it jumped from it. This is my kind of horror, where it's not like, like, yeah, there's ghastly things, but it's not, like, scary, right? Like,
1: it's not trying to do any, like, the jump scares or creepy things no. like that. It's just... It's a gothic them. horror
2: kind of story, right? Where yeah. it's the setting. Because we also get a flashback to the original guy that he goes into the cave to go kill the demon. You have to, she, she ain't exactly a demon. She's yeah. definitely an alien.
1: Yeah, um, and, and she refers to the thing as, a, as an angel. Right, the angel. Which I, th- which it, I thought was interesting.
2: Right, you, you got to be quiet. You'll wake the angel, right? And then she takes his arm off. And then it says, "Oh, you, you think this is just my form? No, no, no. I my form's limitless, and I'm kind of." Uh, so she's saying she's grown fond of mouths, and becomes this horrific blob mouth
1: creature. <laughs> this it's is, just mouths and eyes, and it's kind of terrifying. I love it. It's yeah. not
0: bad. This is the kind of thing that like, I'm really conflicted on because, and this shouldn't affect the comic book because the comic book, but. I can see, like, how they would try and do this in a movie, and how much yeah. it would like just ruin it for me because it would just be this big CG thing that that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> like, um, well, you
2: you say that, but also, let's say this is a thing, and they, they do the Carpenter method of low budget, and it's like mm. it's like the thing where it's all practical. That's what you see, don't I can see, see
1: you know, the, the body kind of contorting, yeah. and, and you know, mm. a, yeah. like a little bit of body horror and that stuff, and it, you know, it kind of yeah. stretches out, and then you see this as a big practical thing
0: yeah ideally yeah right i think it needs but, to be darker i, I think the lighting is too light like i feel like the, sure the, I if I, this
1: was a movie you'd, you'd let it light it darker just so you could hide no, I
0: yeah, but even the comic i feel like the the, the coloring should be have a darker see, tone to it
1: i i like though because this is revealing what
2: this is is now like it's everything's in the light at
0: yeah this point. that's, I, what, that's my like problem it. though is i just don't like how much i see of it i think it's too like oh that's Whoa. just what it is now
1: yeah, but, I also but it's mean that better... what it is now because you know, no. as it says, you know, it doesn't have a form. These are just things it's no. it uses from time to time and you right. know, this what this one's kind I of know, I get
0: I get that, but what I mean is is that when you just show me something this monstrosity and in just full plain view and light, it kinda like takes all of the not mystery out of it for me. Like I ultimately I just see a big goofy, wacky idea now as opposed to actually something that's actually scary yeah. or terrifying.
2: Well see, I like this because this is the the phantoms, which that movie's not good, but the concept of phantoms, right? You have this creature that has lived underground for for centuries that is now believes it's actually Satan, right? Because of the beliefs of the people, and whatnot, and that that's here where you feel like now this creature's lived there for so long, that it's it's started drinking some own Kool Aid. By the time it becomes the dollhouse. Because we also see what happens to his son after the dad never comes back. They basically think that, you know, he might have committed suicide, but they're not sure. He just never came out. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they leave his, that, his, his journal.
2: Right. And so the son ends up becoming more and more distant. Like, yeah, he gets married and goes to church and has a family, but he's always tinkering and he never feels like there's always a sense of emptiness. And you can tell that through the time this is what this creature has preyed on this family, was this sense of, of emptiness and creating a family that's not really there, right? And yeah. that now it's upset that Alice, who has had everything thrown against her, has created her family without any of this, right? Like, every time they try to throw a curve, she just hits it out of the park. And now I'm going to throw you the ultimate curve by taking your daughter and making you come and, and be with me. So oh, yeah, this, I just I really like the story that's the, being told. The here.
0: psychological side of this is fine. I just I don't <sighs> like, I, I think uh, all the stuff on the flashbacks is starting to be a bit just too visual and a bit too here's just a visual to all this and it just it takes all of the actual I don't know. See I don't I don't mind uh, like that. It's
2: no, kind of like I, I thought it I looked
0: great. It's kind of like what I don't like about Guillermo del Toro. I hate how he just shows all yeah, these designs but, all the time and it just it sucks all the life out of it for me. Where's-
2: Whereas I'm a creature guy, so the more creatures you can show me, and that's why I, I tend to like uh, most of his stuff, you know. Um, I, oh, I I'm mean, in the a lot of times,
1: if the designs are good, then show me. Yeah. If it and, and, and in movies, if the costume of it and you know the effect of it is good, then show but me what you can.
0: It's kind of this weird yeah, thing where. It's not even Go just about how, how good it is, because obviously the effects, I'm just like, let's just take Pan's Labyrinth for example, right? Obviously the effects in that are very good. People love the design of the things in that, the guy with the, the eyes in his hands. Okay. But like, I, I see those scenes and I get kind of taken out of the movie because I can just see like someone who loves designing this shit, designing something, as opposed to feeling like it really creates an atmosphere for me. Yeah. But obviously sometimes this works for me because you look at something like the Xenomorph and that thing just works. And part of it's because it's in constant darkness and it's got this really weird, natural feeling hey. to it. Um, I, I guess...
1: Uh, I think what I like about this, though, is, is the lack of design. It is just mouths yeah. and eyes. And yep. that that kind of works because it doesn't feel overdone and like, oh, we really put a lot of thought into how this is going to look and that's why we're showing it off. It's, no, it's just this thing trying to scare this man. And how does it do that? And, and just-
0: do, do you know what's funny? And obviously this doesn't need rules because it is supposed to just be a random form that this thing can take because right. she can do whatever she wants. But I, I think my my like and dislike of certain designs does come down to rules. Not that there actually is rules that are stated, but when I look at something like the Xenomorph, there's a life cycle. There's like a reason why it has certain features and designs and this is a life form that has kind of something, right? right. this is... But this is I,
2: more akin to Pennywise and It, where oh it's Oh no, but this... just,
0: I'll let me finish my analogy, because if yeah. you look at Pan's Labyrinth, I look at the creature in that, again, it's just in her mind, fantasy, and it's this guy with eyes in his hands, and I'm like, why would he have eyes in his hands? None of this makes sense to me, this is... This... Well, I
1: mean, because it's That's scary a to that creature, person, and like, in, in this case, well, I thought, the, the, the room, I'm not just. not why
0: it... I'm not. I'm trying to explain why it doesn't appeal to me, I'm not saying this is why you shouldn't do it, I'm saying that to me, no, it I... really makes it less interesting, I just don't well, like it as much.
2: Yeah. And this is all taste. That's fine. I think though that what 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 Mike Carey's doing here with with the story is fear, I mean everything comes around like that there's this idea of a family curse and what that brings with you. And that so here there's an actual physical manifestation of what caused this family curse. Like you know, through the bloodline and whatnot. And so I'm I'm okay with it being this you know, like like I was going to say, it's like Pennywise and it. And like, I'm not a huge Stephen King fan, but the thing that I attached to there is when I, you know, read about it is it's this celestial creature that can take whatever form it wants, even though it does have a form.
0: Which, right? tr- and true to what I've been saying, that's my least favorite part yeah. of like Pennywise and, yeah. and the movies at least. I mean, I don't, I don't, I haven't read the book.
2: Yeah, I don't know about the book or anything, but I think what it just means
0: though is is, is,
1: is your whole thing is, oh, it has to have a rule of why it looks that way.
0: Well, it doesn't have to. I'm just trying to extrapolate what appeals to me and what doesn't.
1: No, no, I get that. But it's weird, because for me, the rule is this is what scares a person. So that is kind of a rule in its own right, surely. Yeah, but that's the
0: thing. Because it's just designed to be scary and nothing else, I I, I don't feel scared by it. I'm just like, oh, this is just a design.
2: Well, you're also not a guy in this... 18th century
0: oh sure right? yeah I'll, yeah obviously you so, can put me in that context if i'm I'm someone right. from an, an earlier time where the belief in demons like, and witches is rampant well, then yeah. yeah maybe i'd be more terrified well, of this and thing
2: again, <laughs> i didn't turn that page and be like oh scary i went oh crap this just leveled up the game and, yeah but I, obviously
0: if that if this thing appeared in front obviously i'd shit myself because it'd be right in front of me but the problem right, is but, is that when we're talking from the context of reading a story or watching a movie or, or mm-hmm. whatever the like, I can't, I just can't, there's something I can't separate myself from, which is when it just feels like a design rather than something that feels like it belongs or I is think, actually ethereal or... Uh, so yeah, the, I, the, the reason I that this here. one works
1: is because the, yeah, whole, the like, whole thing is this, it was this beautiful woman, it was all this lust for him, and then this uh-huh. is the complete opposite. It's this, you know, it, it, it's huge, it's, it's just mouths and eyes, there is nothing oh, sure. physically attractive about it, it's the it worst possible thing. That's yeah. but to be fair, and be, that's all this. But before was she's, to him before
0: before she turns into this thing though in this issue she's not an attractive woman. She has the head of the attractive woman, but she's got like wings and she's got like like horse legs. Right, you know, yeah, she's sure. already she, right. She's, she's already disgusting. Her. She's already looking freaky <laughs> before yeah. we get to the, the big mouth thing.
1: But it's just uh, it's a scale of like oh, no, this is this is so far in the opposite direction.
0: I guess it's just mm-hmm. it's excess for me where I'm like okay I get it yeah it's big and disgusting yeah whatever like. It just it takes me out of it. Whereas the actual psychological drama of like it trying to convince her to like give in and then, a t- then taking her daughter and the realization that it's been after her daughter, like all of that stuff is super interesting yeah. to me because I I
2: it, just feel they work it work both ways for me. I, I, you they know,
1: complement each other.
2: Yeah, and yeah. that who who knows what we're gonna get when she goes in there because we know she's she's gonna track this down, right? Like, there's there's two issues left. Um, oh yeah um so like and now she has backup right she has this guy that that she didn't want anything to do with right because she wasn't going to put this burden of her family curse on him but then he's kind of like i just found out i had a daughter and i've never been happier
1: that was that like, was super dark, that moment where he's like hey you know why didn't you tell me she's like well i didn't know you i didn't trust you she's like yeah yeah well i found out when the police came and said here's your daughter she's just had her hand blown off right like that's gotta be gut red and then
2: you're right and then the fact that he calls her unicorn right like here's a creator that shouldn't exist but it does now yeah and it's in his life and and now he's pulled into this as well based off of a one night stand in college
3: yeah,
2: you know and, it, and he
1: sees this happen at the end as well he's there behind right. him, so he sees the, right. the dollhouse disappear yeah. right
2: how do you think he's pulled into this as well so i'm like if netflix ever chooses to do an adaptation or amazon or whoever I'm, I'm here for this and fleshing this out even more, and for whatever reason, this is a story that I really enjoy.
0: I'm curious how they actually found the father, to be honest, because there's no reason why they should be able to find
1: out who he is. Well, he's probably if on they the birth
2: list- Yeah, if she listed why, his why, father... Why, why,
1: why would she list him in the birth certificate though? Because he's the father, why wouldn't she? Right. She just didn't tell him. You don't have
0: to list the father in your birth certificate though.
2: Yeah, you, you also don't-, don't have to not do it either.
0: True, but given that she didn't want him to be a part, or part of the kid's life, it actually would, it makes less sense to me cool. that he's on the birth certificate.
2: It wasn't that she didn't want him to to be a part of it, it's she didn't want to burden him. He was just a college student, so she was just like, you know...
1: Yeah, it wasn't like I'm she was some terrible it. guy that, oh, he yeah. could never meet her. It wasn't right. like that, it was more just a, oh. hey, I don't want him to have anything to do with this because I don't trust him, I don't know him, but... You know, and it, she it, never like thought she it would
2: come
0: to this. I mean, sure, right. but just get, given the fact that he wasn't in their life, it just if, to me it made more sense that she wouldn't he wouldn't be on the birth certificate because it's just her choice to put his name
1: on or not. Um, so I, I don't I mean, know. Maybe she had enough respect for the the fact that you no, know, he yeah. was a person. He didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know, he deserves to you know have this acknowledgement. Because she
2: even, I get the vibe too that she feels like she has a uh, guilt about not telling him when he brings it up. You know, and just how he's taking care of her for the five weeks she's been in the coma. Right? Like, he's a decent guy, and then he, what would have her life been like, you know, Sam's dollhouse, right? What would have her life been like if he had been there the whole time? Like, maybe the family curse wouldn't have affected him because she's actually built a family. Mm-hmm. And, and she wouldn't be tempted and whatnot. But yeah, no, I just, I like everything that it says, suggests. And then when the police talk to her about how this, how guy this, this terrorist would have targeted her, and it's just it's not adding up to the police. And she's like, so, "But no, but uh, how would he
1: have known I was there? I always, you know, drive her. We only we were only on the bus that day because I lost my keys. And and, and you then, know, she kind of has that. He clicks like, oh, to her. Did I, did I lose the keys? What happened?
2: Right. So um, and then she starts piecing it together that this is the dollhouse that's doing it. So yeah, no, I just I really enjoy this, and I I love Basketball Heads as well. I just I didn't expect to like this as much as I as I do, and. Uh, i'm glad i saved this for last i
0: this think week. i think w- we're going back to the the, the monster design for, for when do all the mouse stuff no i, I want to make this final point because i feel like there are times when this kind of thing can work for me but it has to work for me on a pure impressive level where just the, the look of it is kind of astounding and it's especially hard for a comic book to do that because it's a comic art you can literally draw whatever the frack you want whereas in like a hey. movie if you show me something that looks completely, like, unbelievable that I've never seen before and wows me with how it looks. It may almost work for me just because of the sheer visual, like, imagination of it. Whereas, this, I look at this art and I'm like, yeah, it's fine, but, like, you could have literally drawn anything you wanted to and nothing about it feels special because it's just what it is. You know, it's just the idea. Um, I mean, it could have been a
2: horse with bees for legs, for all we know, and it's something <laughs> that it would have worked for me and Connor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, sure. It, it, was,
1: it was more the idea than the design. Like, the yeah. design is... It's fine. Like no, I said, like, it's really simple. It's it's just mouths and eyes and flesh. And uh, right. it, for me, that's that's what was the simplicity of just, hey, th- we're not overdoing it. It's just that, a big blob with, with things well, that is pretty Well, terrifying. you thought you
2: well, and the whole point and of- And to me, that
0: just, is overdoing it, though, is the thing. Because well, I'm seeing it all. The creature's
1: like,
2: oh, you came to kill me with that, with that magical knife, huh? Well, I bet you didn't count on this. And then it becomes something that's so overwhelming, right? Yeah, it's, it's completely alien to him.
1: It's not yeah. terrifying to me, like as a concept, you know, looking at this design. I don't go, oh, that's really scary. But because, you know, you're with, you know, the, the man there and, you, know, and you, you get his terror at seeing this design, at seeing this creature in front of him, that, that's what makes it work for me.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Pulled me out of it a little bit. I just felt like all the mystery of it got was gone, all the kind of ethereal nature of it gone. It was just, here's a big blob thing. <laughs> Right in front of you. Also, Matt, you Matt, with... make <gasps> Jesus Christ.
2: So the line you can do a lot with mouths, just in the context of what you know he did with her in that cave the first time. That mm. adds a little, like, Ugh.
1: <laughs> what went on
2: in that cave? <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm I'm so glad this book is because I think this is my favorite as well. Even though maybe uh, Basketful has had individual issues that are stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, As a story of the pace of where it's moved, this is definitely my favorite. And this was the one I was kind of most looking forward to going in, because I like this team from, you know, uh, this this writer and artist from uh, the Lucifer run. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the the fact that this has delivered is, uh, at least so far, I mean, you could, could, you know, shit the ending, who knows. But, uh, you know, so far. I I
2: doubt it from where we are, right?
1: Yeah. I'm just just so glad it did deliver in that. It's uh,
2: ripping up, like... Like, I can't wait to read this again. I can't say that a lot with, with comics because we read so much of them. I can't wait to read this again, like in trade form.
1: Yeah. Straight mm. through.
2: It's going to be real good. Or, or hand it to people that I know and be like, you want a good, I th- you know, I think it's more all, like,
1: books? all the time jumps makes it work really well issue to issue. Um, yeah. Like monthly as opposed to just reading it straight through. Yeah. Like Basket Full of Heads is going to read amazingly in one yeah. sitting. Because it's such a condensed time frame, uh, okay. where you know everything's immediately and, after the next. And I
2: hate to go. compare them because they are so different, right? But given that concept and my sensibilities, I knew I was going to enjoy it. So yeah. this, the fact that it's surprising me in every issue, I it always would be like, "Well, is this the one that's going to break it?"
1: No, it had a it had, had a much harder concept to sell, didn't it? Um, it it, it did. didn't sound as immediately. No. In, intriguing or appealing it was like eh, okay I guess I'll see yeah. I mean and that's
2: and that's like the plunge that, that comes out next week we're all stoked for that given what because we you know, know like, oh, oh they're doing the expect. thing cool I'm in right so you know and and, and it'll probably be amazing given what no, we've, that we've that's with something with
0: good is. creature design just yeah. putting yes. that out there
2: I said that earlier.
0: And what and what do I love about this thing? I love that it's delightfully random because it's just like a it's just a reaction. This thing's just bonding and like contorting and no, it's, you know.
2: It is trying to survive as much it, as the it, humans are it, trying to survive. It's,
0: it's it's a petri dish just reacting yeah. to itself. That's all it is. It is wonderful. Um but anyway, yeah, uh, so obviously I'm not as hot in doll his family this issue. Yeah. Um, it's not as appealing to my sensibilities it's, quite as it's much. It's kind of
1: funny that, that, that you seem to be, you know, really taken out by this, you know, big monster thing, and it's like three pages at the start, and then the, re- you know, that's it in terms of that, that, I mean, it's, that it's,
0: it's, it's the start of the book, like, all, all the present-day stuff I liked. I think, you know, I, I liked the, the, the backstory stuff when it was more kind of like, there's something in that cave, and it was more
1: mysterious, and it was more oh, whatever. It's... Um, your
2: imagination is always gonna be more scary than what I'm you see still, there's still yeah. so much
1: mystery as to what is this angel yeah
2: how were is that they, gonna come
1: back around in the present were these day?
2: two space gods having a battle that got stuck on earth like is that what this i mean that is? yeah that, that's
1: interesting you
0: know? but I'm, I'm less interested in what's in the cave now just because like this is just too always much visual stop. stuff because i like I, the imagination is always better when it comes to things like these and i wish it had stayed to a point, is an imagination. You know, give, give me the, the, the ideas, but don't give me the the, the raw well, visuals. And
2: that's, that's always been my theory about Lovecraft um, and why, at, like, movie and TV adaptations have never really hit until really True Detective. Um, because the imagination is always scarier. Right? I don't know um, if I agree
0: about True Detective, but sure. <laughs> well,
2: no, True Detective is a straight up Lovecraft story. Down down to the, the creature in you know, what you don't see is far scarier what you do see.
0: No, what I mean is like I, I don't know if I agree if it's that good to say that it fucked the trend. Oh, but I, that
2: first
1: I season so. was good enough to say that it was good.
0: Yeah, it's well made. I don't know. I, I, I I've really I didn't love it as much as everyone else did at the time, and I've I've grown yeah. softer on it since. No, I I like I
2: have you know, never I,
0: I, I have never wanted to rewatch that first season. Like the thought oh, of I
2: I want to, but the fact is I it's a lot. <laughs> like, and I don't know if it would be as fun as you're not piecing it together. Mm. So, um, mm-hmm. but no, I just feel like the. That's why we haven't had like the standout Lovecraft movie. Like the next closest one, is John Carpenter's The Thing, right? Like I, 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 I do genuinely that think that and,
0: someday we'll get that perfect Call of yeah. the movie. I do think it'll happen someday. But um, like,
2: but like that's, I feel like it's so hard. To do because of what Pete's talking about, where the imagination and what what you think is going on, being versus showing what's going on, I feel that's what's held it and up. I, I, and There I, might be Lovecraft and, scholars out
0: there that. And I, 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 I think you can do quick glimpses of things. I think with Lovecraft, it's a weird one because Cthulhu does have a design, and it is a pretty yeah. out, you know out of this world design. But that... also,
2: but also the Cthulhu mythos wasn't Lovecraft, right? That was that was stuff that was added by other people. Later, sure. Yeah. Right. So like. And I'm not again. I'm not that much of a scholar to know. Like, did he just come up with a concept of Cthulhu, like of, of the dark ones and the old ones, and then the design came out of the mythos? I don't know. But the other stuff that I've read, like the Ipswich horror thing, or the Dunwich horror and stuff, it's a lot like Dollhouse Family, where there's this thing that's being held up in an attic, and you're not quite sure what it is, and it leaves it to your imagination.
1: I think yeah, just to, to like bring this around to this book, the reason why it works here for me, as opposed to I like, we're talking about, all oh, these, these Lovecraft things fail because of the, the imagination and the This wasn't trying to be a Lovecraft no. thing. It was it wasn't right. ever doing that. So that so this doesn't feel like it's a betrayal of of you know its premise. No,
2: not not to me, but I feel that's how Pete felt. It felt.
0: That, okay. I don't feel it's a betrayal. It's just it's going further than I would have liked. With uh... right showing some of what it's showing especially in the flashbacks um i like i i I, like all the human drama of what it's doing is working really well um i'm just when it comes to certain things in horror i like them to hold back on what they actually show, especially when it's something otherworld like this which is so like to me the giant is much more interesting because well it's huge it's like it's still just a humanoid like there's something far more interesting to me about that because it's something that isn't as weird uh so it it feels weirder almost because it's it's like something we know but it's just a little bit different right or a big bit different i suppose if you yeah. talk about yeah. the size but like it's just it's a horror test thing more than anything else and i'm someone who-
2: yeah i think that's what it comes down to and everyone has their own different t- like i love creature stuff like i'm still looking i'm always looking for the next werewolf movie that might be the one right like i got american werewolf in london That's
0: about it. Ginger Snaps Um, is fantastic, Matt. Go watch Ginger Snaps. I need
2: need to watch Ginger Snaps. I always have to wait for Halloween. I've got a
0: couple other uh, sort of B tier werewolf recommendations for you, but watch Ginger Snaps first. And then I'll I'll tell you about the Badass Blind Man one.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then, like, so I love, like, I just love creature stuff. We all know this. I love Kong Skull Island, right? Like, I just I love big monsters, and they
1: don't even have to be scary monsters. Just they're the Bigfoot. You know? and matt's like really glad he's not reading uh uh sea dogs in the in these issues oh yeah because, but because you, you dropped that last one and oh, then yeah. it's like oh well you screwed now but yeah. that's the thing you're saying that you like
0: that when it's not horror and i think they work better when they're not horror because it's not trying to do that that said i will say this gareth edwards godzilla and you know people mm-hmm. some people don't like that movie but what i love about that movie is that it makes godzilla feel like he is otherworldly yeah. and he's this monolith that's this, this yeah. being of and like then, a godlike creature. It really feels like that when you're watching that and, movie.
2: And then Doherty does the complete opposite in the King of the Monsters. Yes. Where it is, oh, he's just one of these things. Here's all these other things and now let's watch him fight. And you know what? I enjoy both of it. Like <laughs>
1: Yeah, me too.
2: So I just I love creatures. I love big mo- it's why it's why I was always drawn to Power Rangers as a kid. Right? Oh, sure. the monsters that they fought and
0: yeah but that's not well, goofy and silly and you know no i
2: know but they're, they're still there you know but i'll i'll always take you know i guess here's another one troll hunter right those are those are creatures that it's not i mean it's played for horror, but
0: again but there's a sort of a dark sense of humor kind of yeah. goes along with it it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. taken completely like, straight
2: would you see the giant one though i know got giddy <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's just it's my taste it's why me and my me and my wife always argue that i tell her that bigfoot's more real than ghosts and we we argue and it's still not settled um but yeah mm.
0: yeah all right let's just rate this book so we can uh, yeah, wrap up uh matt what are you giving it
2: um you have this
1: 8.5 connor yeah 8.5 for me
0: too uh seven for me uh so there you go. Uh, so, yeah, that will take us on to the last part of the show. We pick our favorite stuff for the week. We do our favorite did panel slash... What?
1: Did you not read Batman's Grave this week? I did not, no.
0: We do our favorite panel slash moment. We do our favorite uh, art of the week, favorite cover of the week, and top five books. So, uh, we'll start off with panel slash moment. Matt, what have you got?
2: Like, I feel I would be betray myself if I don't make it the booster moment.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it,
2: it's got to be the booster moment. Although, I also want to uh, shout out to, to the Terrifics for... for Surprising me with Keenan and the Justice League of China—that's mm-hmm. a real fun moment—and then uh, a, a more serious one with with in uh, the Pennyworth R.E.P. him going to Crime Alley on the anniversary of their marriage. That that oh man that hit me in the feels.
0: Yeah, uh, that is all good. I, who am I going with actually? I. Uh... I think I have, yeah. I think I have to go with the uh, the teacher stuff in Superman. Yeah, that's a good one too. I think that's what really sticks out for me is him just wanting to make sure that teacher knows that he never cheated with his powers. It's just a really sweet idea. So that's what I'm going with, Connor.
1: Uh, I'm going with the the moment in Harley and Ivy where she's trying to appeal to uh, you know uh, Ivy Prime, and it's just like you I know no, I love you, and it's this you know actual emotional moment. Mm-hmm. Really I good. really
2: thought you were going with the Titan Hawk. That's why I left that off. So I don't want to step
0: <laughs> on you.
1: Mm. No, no, that's up yeah. there, though.
2: Yeah, that's good,
1: uh, too. Favourite cover of the week, uh, Connor? Uh, that would probably be the Hawkman variant. That's mm,
2: pretty
1: good. I, I quite like it. Uh, Matt? Um, I'm torn between the Terrifics,
2: because it has all these people, but we all know how much I hate when a cover doesn't represent what's going on. In the book like at all mm-hmm. so i think i'm gonna have to go with the jan and uh harley and ivy because that's exactly what happens in that book and it's shannon drawing ivy how do i be mad at that that's
1: yeah. a good cover
2: yeah
0: um i have zero idea what i'm picking to be honest uh <laughs> yeah it was
2: a kind of a rough week for covers because I-, I checked a bunch before we started
0: yeah nothing is nothing really like sort of stuck with me enough to say hey that's my cover uh you know, Batman This is fine, uh, but it's not exactly... Uh, you know, it was fine art, but it's not like necessarily like a super great sort of concept for a cover. Um, uh, honestly, yeah, I, I'm going to go with that Mikul Cho, Terrifics. And I think in terms of just a pleasing image, mm. piece
1: of art. Oh, I didn't really enjoy that one.
0: I'd probably go with that. Um... Really, nothing else is sticking out with me. Like you know, Supergirl's variant is nice overall, but the face is just too anime. I just I can't. The face is just too anime, and I can't give it to it.
1: There's there's something about the colours and the the inks on the 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 Cho uh, Terrific's variant that just doesn't work for me. They feel like the characters are like pasted onto the background.
0: Um, what did I say? Actually, what did I say? What did I say? The Hogman variant. I I didn't even read Hogman. I'm going to go with the Hawkman variant.
1: <laughs> you mean the one I went with at the very start? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'd forgotten I'd seen it and liked it. Yeah. Someone showed this to me earlier in the week and I
1: thought it was quite a good cover. So, you know what? Sure, I, was Trevor Harrison as well, who obviously did uh, Deceased. Yeah, I don't like his art in Deceased, though. Yeah, that's, that's why that was notable that you're picking it.
0: But this cover's quite good. Um... I guess he spends a lot more time in his covers than he does his faces of the people <laughs> on the regular panels. So, Ooh,
2: man, that's shade.
0: Uh, that, shade <laughs> that gigantic tree in
2: Terrifics.
0: <laughs> All right, that's covers. Uh, favorite art of the week? Uh, I suppose I'll jump in here. Um, I. Do you know what? Uh, oh, no. Nah. Hmm. I was I was tempted to go with Rachel Stott there for a second, but yeah, but then you remembered Dexter Soy on Batman The Outsiders. Yeah. I think I have to give it to him. I have to give it to Dexter Soy. So uh, Matt, um,
2: I think I'm gonna go with. Uh... Oh man, who do I go with? I'm gonna go with uh, Pissarin on Hawkman. That one, that one's real good.
1: Cool, Connor. Yeah, Pissarin on Hawkman, and it wasn't even a question. All right. Yeah. Alright, so top five books of the week. Matt. Alright, number one
2: Hawkman. Uh, number two Terrifics. Number three mm, Dollhouse Family. Number four Superman. Number five Batman and the Outsiders. Team I okay. checks out. If not, I don't care.
1: Alright, Connor. Uh, Hawkman, Dollhouse Family. Harley and Ivy. A uh, I guess The Flash and then Pennyworth? I mean, I don't really care. (laughs) I had like three books I really liked and then two that I didn't really like that much. Does Connor even like comics anymore? I mean...
2: He does. He likes Hawkman.
1: (laughs) I I, I feel like I had a better week last week, maybe.
2: Yeah, we're going to ride that two-man bike of Uh, of Hawkman right now.
0: I I don't think I had a good week last week, actually. No, no, it was the week before I had a good week. Um... Yeah, so my top five. I will probably go with the shop car, whoever that was.
2: Yeah, no, it's just my windows
1: open. <laughs> just, they're just trying to censor Pete's options.
0: Uh, yeah, I, 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 don't know which, uh, which, which one it came from. Obviously, it's Matt saying it's him, but like, I couldn't tell. It was just like whoever There's that no is. cars yeah. out the
1: back of me, so you, you'll never hear cars. You, you might hear planes, but you'll, you'll, never hear cars. You live that close to the, the airport?
0: Yep. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so... Alright, my number one... This is actually kind of a tough week to, to pick my order because uh, I had a lot of books that were kind of in that just sort of similar range of being solid. Um, I think I'm going to go with Superman Heroes at number one, Superman at number two, uh, Batman Outsiders at number three, Supergirl at number four, and.
1: I guess terrific's at number five i did not read a single book on your top five <laughs> that's hilarious uh so there you go that is our top five
0: books of the week i will tell you what is coming next week on the show we have aquaman 57 batman 89 we have deceased unkillables number one so uh, that's back which is exciting uh, we have, flash forward issue 6 is coming out. I mean, we're not going to do that, but it's Dude. out. We have Joker Kill a Smile issue 3, uh, of 3. I thought that was of 4 for some reason, but apparently. No, no you're thinking
1: of, you're thinking of the question.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, Just League 41 is out, Legion of Superheroes number 4, The Lolo Woods issue 3, some more Hellhouse House stuff. Uh, we have Metal Men issue 5, Nightwing 69, we got Plunge yeah, number 1 which is the new Hell House book by Joe Hill. Uh, we have Jimmy Olsen, number eight. Uh, I will mention Superman Smashes The Clan issue three is out, even though that's not something I've been covering on the show because it's like 80 page issues. Um, yeah. uh, Teen Titans 39 is out. Uh, Titans Burning Rage, which is the last of the... Uh, walmart reprints uh, for that titans book uh, we got wonder twins issue 12 so the final issue of that is out uh, wonder woman dead earth issue two so issue two of the wonder woman post-apocalyptic black label story mm-hmm. uh, and that's it so pretty much so A pretty healthy
1: week 12 books between us
0: yeah yeah so uh, totally fine week next week um and next week should have sales figures so i uh, look Jeez. forward to that no, we don't have
1: time for that next week
0: look at all those books I'll find time. I'll find time. People love the sales figures.
1: Didn't the top ten already come out? Wasn't that like, good enough?
0: No. Well, we didn't talk about it. Did you tell me what is he's and going to get the top ten come back and talk about it now? I'm just saying, yeah, Wonder Woman was number one. Don't need any more than that. No, 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 no. no. We'll talk about it properly next week. Uh, don't let Cora try to try ruin it with his gingerness. So... Uh, this has been episode 194 of Comments from the Multiverse, uh, so you can of course let us know what you think of the books in the comments below, you can like and subscribe and ding the bell on YouTube. Uh, I will take this time to thank our patron Producers for the month, so thank you to David Shar, Alison M Fordyce, Cindy Palacios and Tyler Hess, uh, that means they're all Patrons at the $20 or above tier. But you can, of course, support us for as little as $1 per month over at patreon.com slash TV and get some bonus outtakes. Uh, me and Matt usually do a little wrestling talk and you get that at the $1 tier as well as bonus episodes of some of our Movie Podcasts, so go and have a look. Uh, $5 tier gets you early access to a bunch of stuff, including these comics podcasts. You get these one day early, uh, the $5 tier, so go and have a look and see if you're interested. Uh, and, of course, you get occasionally get voting rights on previously in the Multiverse, the other comic show, uh, episode 4 of which will be coming this coming week, so look forward to that uh but uh I need to promote or plug or anything else uh matt always shakes his head because he just wants me to finish as quickly as possible but uh, (laughs) but all the same i'm going to make sure there's if there's anything else i need to say. i don't think there is actually though uh so that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep reading dc comics guys and remember to never get lost in the speech force yeah
2: the Sarah Jaws is good.